episode 104. There's already like 7 million podcasts talking about pop culture and all that. Makes us happy like shooting at a womp rat, but it's all been done before. We don't want to be a copycat. We're the leftovers picking up the scraps. Drop by the cool kids. It, it, it's a trap. Good it, toss it, good it, taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's face it. Can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture. Carry over counterculture. Pushovers. Pop culture. Leftovers. And we're the uncool kids. What's to say has already been said. Leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture leftovers. Hi, it's Nick Swartzen, and welcome to Pop Culture Leftovers. <gasps> oh my god! Hey, welcome to Pop Culture Leftovers, the only podcast that sounds even better the second day after it's been uploaded. I'm Brian. I'm Jason. I'm Jake. And we're the Leftovers. Baby. You fucking asshole. <laughs> I, wanted, I, I, wanted, I wanted to say that in unison. It would have felt good. I, I thought for the first time I was on time that time. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, speak up. Hammer time. In the house. Okay. Yeah. Right. He's not a leftover. <laughs> nope. I'm a left that was, out. Yeah, that was very casual. Yeah. Hammer time. Yeah, matter of fact, guys. Hey, hey, hey. As a matter of fact, hammer time. There is a hammer time <laughs> in the house. It very much happens to be hammer time. <laughs> Doctor's right. going to come to you and be like, I'm sorry, you have hammer time. <laughs> oh, no. Doc, like what, can I, what can I do to get rid of that? <laughs> Radiation, chemotherapy. Maybe. Uh, doctor just hands you a fucking gun. Let <laughs> 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 you take care of that shit. Just drive him out into a field. Take you out back. <laughs> Tell wow. him to throw a ball. <laughs> Turn around, truck gone. We're back. Mm, yeah. Two fucking weeks off, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, well rested. Kind of. I, one week One off. week off. One week off. It's been two weeks since an episode's been out. Yeah. But yeah. You are correct, sir. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> You're adopting this Ed McMahon persona now. <laughs> yeah. I've been working on this, guys. Yeah. Can we, hey, can we talk about, hey, can we talk about, like, you know, yeah, Jake impersonated a dead man. Um, but can, yeah, that happened. Can we talk about that, though? Is it insensitive? Like, hold on, hold on. KFC. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, 10 years ago, 10, 15 years ago, K, K, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Mm-hmm. Had like like Colonel Sanders was a real man. Yeah, he oh, he God. he led a real life. Yeah, he, what? Yeah, oh yeah. I thought yeah. he was like kids, Santa Claus. No, yeah, exactly. Kids don't know this. They think he's like the fucking Easter Bunny. Like he's like a fucking, fucking like he's the fucking tooth fairy and shit. No, this is like a, a pedophile real, clown. There was a real no. There was a real motherfucker. Does he have a monocle? Is he like the Monopoly guy or does he wear no. glasses? No, he just wears like black rim glasses. Black rim yeah. glasses. Yeah, just okay. right. He's All got right. that like. Like yeah. stash goatee thing. Yeah, he's got going the stash. He's mm-hmm. all like the white. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Old he, school, like shoestring tie. Right. If, or he, if he wasn't, you know, making chicken, he might be teaching like Harry Potter how to make potions or something. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, he totally looks like maybe one of like Harry Potter's teachers and shit. Right. Yeah, right. magical. But you know what? He li- he likes frying chicken. Oh. But this was a real man that lived. This was a real man that lived. And yeah. how how does Kentucky Fried Chicken pay respect to the man that like started the company? Well, 10, 15 years ago, they turned into a fucking cartoon. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Do you yeah. remember that? Oh, yeah. Remember, remember those Kentucky Fried commercials where it was like the fucking the Colonel Sanders was a fucking cartoon and he was like at the end of the commercial he was like, go Colonel, go yeah. Colonel. Oh, yeah. You can look him up. Lord. You can look him up. Yeah, we uh, our new chicken spicy bites are back or whatever right. the fuck they call them. <laughs> We're yeah. hip. Try us. Try our new spicy bite chicken bullshit. And then, like, there's a cartoon of a dead man, like, doing the Dougie on your fucking screen. You know what I mean? That's how they pay respect to the fucking founder of the show. Like, no, Dave Thomas, 
Remember when he was doing shit yeah. for Wendy's? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not like they fucking bring that motherfucker back from the grave. Like, they've got zombie Dave Thomas, like, fucking cooking burgers <laughs> up for motherfuckers. Well, they got shit. that Menards guy, and he's still a fucking cartoon on their fucking shit. <laughs> oh, did he die? Yeah, he's dead. Oh, yeah. Save yeah. big money at Menards. He's dead. Yeah. <laughs> Menards. Hey, you know what, though? Hey, guess what? Doing these commercials that fucking it, it destroyed my blood pressure, and I died. <laughs> he fucking died on one of those commercials. Right. That, that's real? That happened? No, oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Menards. These are some capitalist motherfuckers, though. They're all in it Billy for making Mays money. Billy trying to so. clean his beard with OxyClean. And that <laughs> I've got no. cancer, but wait, there's more. No, but the thing is, like, I love Daryl Hammond. Yeah. Right? I love him. But, like, is it disrespectful to turn real people that died into cartoons uh, for a commercial? I'm not talking about, like, fucking, like, uh, Seth MacFarlane doing it on fucking, right. like, you know, like, turning Don Knotts into a Tauntaun and calling it a Don Don. Right. That's yeah. funny. You know, I don't care how long, you know, Don Knotts has been dead. Right. You know? Everything they did was to make money. I don't think they give That's a funny, shit. But it's a, fu- it's, a fu- right, it's a fucking commercial, right? Yeah. yeah. It's, to it's make a money. fucking commercial. And they're, they're selling chicken. Right. And they got Daryl Hammond playing a dead guy. Yeah. Right. Saying, here's my chicken. Eat my chicken. And now they got uh, Norm MacDonald doing oh, it. Oh, man. Yeah, I love I think Norm. it's funny. I think it's yeah. funny. But, like, do you think, do you think on the flip side, do you think it's a little inconsiderate to the family? Oh, absolutely. A little bit. I mean, like, this is like the founder of their company. It's like a Norm McDonald. They probably give a shit until the fucking checks start rolling in. Yeah, they're probably, they're probably honored. I don't think, I don't think it's disrespectful to the family. I just saw that. I was like, I can't believe Norm McDonald's doing fucking KFC commercials and he's the colonel now. Yeah. It's awesome. Who would be the perfect guy to play the colonel? Ah, Norm McDonald. I want want them to keep passing it on to like different SNL alumni. I want Tracy Morgan doing it next. (laughs) I just want them to say, I basically, you know what I mean? Just like, fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> Kristen you know? Wade can be the th- Oh, Johnny Storm can be a black guy? Why not fucking Colonel Sanders? There you go. <laughs> Fuck Point. you, America. Open your minds. Right. <laughs> yeah, this intro is making me hungry as shit. <laughs> Jake's like, man, we were talking about the $5 box. Oh, I love the $5 box. <laughs> oh, my God. I want one like now. We can split that. I'm going to be missing the first hour of this podcast. <laughs> I want to know how in the hell I got started talking about uh, KFC to begin with. Oh. How did that happen? You're hungry, too. I have no idea. Yeah, why? Like, we started talking, and yeah. all of a sudden I started talking about uh, Colonel Sanders. Wow. Yeah. Where the fuck did that come from? Plot twist. No fucking weird. Right? <laughs> Am I right? We did go down that road. Yeah, that happened. I don't know how we got on Chicken it, road. <laughs> how, how is everybody? Okay, so it's been two weeks. It's been two weeks. How has everybody... How, how have you been? How have you, Jay, it's been fucking... Uh, well, it's been a week. So it's been two weeks. Two for weeks you. for me, yeah. It's been a week for the rest of us. Yeah. Welcome back, Jay. Thanks. Woo-hoo. Nice to have you back. Thanks, guys. How you been? Doing good. Uh, just been busy. We're uh, opening another store where I work, so I've been uh, trying to get that going, which is a pain in the ass. You Are know? you cheating on us, Jay? Were you on another podcast? <laughs> what? <laughs> I, think, I think you would probably know. <laughs> but yeah, just just been doing that, and uh, you know, trying to have a have a life outside of work, which is hard sometimes. But you know, it's all right. It's good to have you back, man. Yeah, it's great to be back. Uh, Frank, how have you been, Chief? Not too bad. Stuff's calmed down a little bit with the folks. They're both at home. I mean, prognosis still isn't fantastic, but it's a little bit of a relief for them to be at home together. So that yeah. that happened. First that's time good. in like a month and a half. So well, that's great. That's awesome. a big deal. That is great news. That is great news. Uh, Jake and I had uh, an interesting day yesterday. <laughs> yeah, we did. We it did. It started at around, uh, well, it started really early for you. Yeah, yes. I got and up at like 5 in the morning. 5 in the morning, <laughs> 
and too drove, excited. Drove to my house, which typically I'm driving to Peoria on Sundays, which happened today. But like now, Jay had to make Jake had to make that trek uh, <laughs> drive to my house to pick me up. And where did we go? We went to Six Flags Great America, Great America up uh, in Gurney near Chicago. And uh, wow. Uh, we got there maybe 10.45? I think it was exactly 10.45, yeah. We didn't leave until like 8.20, 8.30-ish? Yeah, I think it was like 8.20, 8.30 yeah. when we got in the car. Full right? day of it. Yeah, yeah, it was a full day of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had a great time. Oh, I had a fantastic time. And we got to meet up with uh, Ryan Mears uh, and Greg of the Comics Slobs. Yes. Nice. And like I've been listening to these guys like since like episode one, and now I, got, I finally get to meet like two of them, and it was really cool. I had so much fun. I, Ryan's a great guy. Greg is a great guy. And it was like at the end of the day, it was just like, shit, I would love to hang out with these guys again. I think we really bonded. It was really cool. Yeah, I mean we were in these lines, and we were in such deep conversation the whole time that it was like you didn't even notice that you were just like waiting in these lines forever. Like, yeah. The next thing you do, it was like, oh, shit, it's time to get on this roller coaster. Exactly. And, <laughs> and that's what made it so great because like usually I, I get the flash pass. I hate waiting in lines. Yeah. And like this time it was just like – like, you know, great company, and it's like the lines just went so much quick. Uh, we had a listener join us as well, yeah. uh, uh, Vinny uh, Jankowski, oh. and it was nice to meet him. Nice. And uh, hopefully, uh, you know, it was just nice that somebody actually came out. Yeah, it was super cool. The rest of the Army, like, you know, we put the call out there. Hey, who wants to come out and meet us at Six Flags? And uh, pretty much the rest of the Army was just like, eh, fuck you. <laughs> they, what they the get, fuck, Hawksby? Yeah, they gave us the fucking Kid Rock response where they just flipped, <laughs> they just flipped us off. Uh, yeah, I saw, fuck you. I saw his ass like your statement when you put out there that you were going to be up there. He's like, okay, I'm going to yeah. like this, but I'm not going to show up. Yeah, yeah. He had his brother's birthday party or something. Oh. <laughs> Some fuck your brother, buddy. Yeah. 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 Fuck your brother. I thought, I thought we were his brothers. <laughs> right. Right. Guess not. Yeah. Right. I he was telling I me I need to get drunk with him up there, <laughs> um, but sorry. I guess joining up the army doesn't mean anything anymore. Uh, yeah. Demotion. Yeah. <laughs> what if you really needed the army? And right. You know, you were somewhere, and you're no, like, "Hey, guys, I, army. I put the fucking call out, Jay. I know. And you know what I got? I got Vincent Jan. <laughs> we're in the wrong fucking country, though. I think, I think if we were in Britain, those bastards would fucking help us out. I know Dan and Tom Westwood. Hmm. Do they have six flags in Britain? I don't know what they have in Britain. Because if not, fuck them. Yeah, fuck them. I, I just want to see the fucking castles and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Big time. Do they have Fish roller- and chips, eh? Do they have roller coasters <laughs> the castles? I have no fucking clue what they have over there, honestly. <laughs> they have the Batman like, ride. Like, what I got in my fucking mind as far as like what England looks like probably is not anywhere near fucking close. I'm thinking like majestic countryside shit and like it's probably just Shitting. like... It depends on where you go. <laughs> Like maybe maybe it's really pretty where they live because I know they don't live anywhere near London. Frank just thinks there's like a bunch of kids like wearing knickers <laughs> and, and eating shepherd's pie on the side of the road. <laughs> I was totally thinking that Scotland's like that. Like you show up to Scotland, the only thing you're gonna see is bars and a bunch of guys in fucking overalls and those fucking bowler hats. Do they have KFC five dollar boxes in Britain? Yeah, oh, you just open a box and it's fucking shepherd's pie. <laughs> this is a chicken. Got tea. That means they've got diarrhea can in Britain I, too. Can I order anything but shepherd's pie? <laughs> I've never had shepherd's pie. Oh, it's good. It's good man. shit. It I, good. I so totally need to vacation over there. Like, I really feel like I need to have like a drunken fucking foreign excursion. Hmm. Guys, talk. Okay, shepherd's pie. Yeah, I like it. It's good shit. Yeah, All good right. stuff. I ate at a restaurant this week, and I'm gonna. 
you know what, people, we're gonna get your, we're gonna read your emails, which some of you are upset about. Oh, oh there's, there's low, there's too many emails. Oh no, <laughs> emails have taken over my seven hour show. <laughs> yeah, there's not I, enough content. I only get three hours of news now <laughs> because there's two hours of emails. God damn it, people with their opinions. I'll get, I'll get, I'll, <laughs> now I'm gonna bitch about that a little bit. Later. A lot of food talk. You're opening up the episode. A lot here. of food talk. Yeah. A lot of food talk. I feel like Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I went for the first time. I went to Flat Top Grill. Have you ever been to a oh, Flat I love, Top? I love grill? Flat Top. No, I've seen them. Okay, I you like love it. Flat Top. I grill? love it. I liked it. Guys, I am not Flat Top Grill material. What happened? <laughs> what happened, Brian? So, oh, okay, first off, I, I, I don't know. Like, I like I've been to Hibachi Grills. Yeah, and, yeah, and that's what I was thinking. This was okay. Like, I'm gonna go in there and I'm gonna be like, yeah, I want the surf and turf, and like, boom, I get my fucking steak, I get my shrimp, or I get my chicken, whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, and not- they're gonna give me some rice and shit. No, dude, this is a fuck. Like when she told me what they were like, what you want, like what they wanted you to do to get food. <laughs> oh God! I looked at her and I go, "This seems a little complicated." Yeah. Right? I go, "Like this is kind of a process." What go, is it that they this do? This is a little. Co- I mean, I'm gonna explain. This is crazy. This is crazy. The See, I know where it's half the fun. No, 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 no. It's not fun. I'm not fucking Gordon Ramsay over here. <laughs> I'm not fucking Emerald. I don't know what goes well together. <laughs> And when you call when you call fucking something flat top sauce, oh god, I don't know what it, like you can. Okay, hold on, let's get to it. I'm gonna get to it. I'm gonna get to it. I'm gonna, like, let, me, let me dive in. Let me dive into this little fucking place called Flat Top Grill. Cool. Frank, so you get there, right? Yeah. And like you sit down. She's like, "Oh, what do you want to drink?" And I'm like, "Oh, I want Pepsi." <laughs> No, I'm like, I'm like, I want, I want, I want a diet Pepsi or diet Coke or whatever the fuck. And she's like, okay. So she's like, all right, this is how it works. And it's like, it's almost like they don't want to do any work. Really? You know what I mean? It's like, it's like we want you to choose what you want, and then we cook it. Yeah. That's all we what? do. That's all we we cook it. It's like it's like a fucking laundry mat for your food. You just bring your fucking dirty fucking clothes there and they clean them <laughs> that's what you no, no what you, it's almost like it's almost like I should have brought like my fucking food from home had them fucking throw it on the fucking grill and You're make like, it just we'll a minute I need to, to get into my purse and find my special sauce hold on check this shit out check this shit out right so you get there and they're like they want you to pick like I guess you pick a protein Yes. Mm-hmm. You pick a protein. Get your pro. And then they give you a bowl. They give you this fucking bowl, right? Uh-huh. And then they, they've got like the salad bar. So now you, now you walk up to the salad bar. And so now what you do is you fucking like put whatever you want to. So they're trusting you. They're trusting me. Well, that's their first mistake. I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> I don't, you know what I mean? Like, 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 I, there have been times in my life where I've bought banquet meals. <laughs> They're, 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 trust, they're trusting me. They're trusting me to know what goes well together. Uh-huh. Well, that's for shit. So basically, what I do is I go up there and I like, oh, okay. Well, I like, I like uh, green peppers. I'll put green peppers in there. I like uh, mushrooms. I like. I'll put some mushrooms in there. <laughs> and then so like you put all this stuff in there, mm. right? And then they've got like these little. Then after you put all your stuff in there. Then, then you get to pick a sauce, mm-hmm. and like all these sauces are like these little condiment cups. You like you know those little ketchup cups, those little those little yeah cups that you like like that you like you got the ketchup pump yeah and uh-huh. those little cups like shot glass size yeah. or less yeah. So like you put your sauce in there, and you can taste it if you want to. Mm-hmm. Okay, 
guys, I understand. You can taste it there. It's got to taste a little different once it's heated. Right. Yeah. And okay. mixes with all the other shit. And it mixes with all the other shit. Exactly. And that's the way she should have said this. Like, oh, your sauce is going to taste different when it mixes with all the other shit. It's hot. <laughs> God damn it. Then I would have been like, wow, you're, you're a fantastic waitress. <laughs> but no, I didn't get any of that. I didn't get any of that. She's just like, okay, you go up there. You fucking put a bunch of shit in a bowl. And then there's like these little, these little, uh, pegs. The colored pegs. The colored pegs. Mm-hmm. Remember those colored pegs from like the game of life? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah basically, these are just like gigantic ones. Mm-hmm. And one stands for eggs. Mm-hmm. One stands for cheese. So if you want eggs and cheese in your meal, then you put these little pegs inside that fucking bowl that you constructed. So basically okay. it's like, it's like, it's like make your own fucking meal. Like you are a mad fucking food scientist <laughs> and you get to make whatever the fuck construction you want to and just pray to whatever food god you want to that it's gonna taste fucking good. Wow. <laughs> and you know what? This is good. And then, and then, and then you get to choose how it's presented to you. Do you want in the, do you, would you like it in a lettuce? Wrap? What? Oh. Would you like it in a burrito? Would you like it in something that you may not or may may or may not be able to pronounce? <laughs> Would you like it in any of those? A tauntaun. <laughs> <laughs> so like basically what happens is like I end up having this thing, I'm like, I want it in a burrito. And you know what? You know what's fucked up? What's that? You know what's fucked up? Like they serve it to you. So like you give it to them, you give it to them, and then they cook it, and then you wait. And you wait, and you're just like praying, like I hope that I made the right decision. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You're just like I hope that, like you know, I hope that I, I added salary, and I hope salary was a good choice today. Right. These foods melded well together. Exactly. Did I? Was it too much garlic? Yeah. Was one sauce? So- like because I added flat top grill sauce. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck they put in flat top grill sauce. Garlic wow. in the sauce. Exactly. Garlic in the sauce, and I've already put garlic in there by itself. Oh fuck. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I know. This could be like a garlic conundrum. Right? Sounds like a train wreck. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I love it. Oh man. And so it's, no. <laughs> and so like once they cook it, then you're like at the mercy of like what you've chosen. Yeah. Like like, like seriously like. I'm a guy that can't even fucking like dress myself half of the time in the fucking morning, and now you're expecting me to know like what the fuck I'm gonna eat and yeah. if it's gonna taste good. It sounds like a bad I didn't idea. go to culinary school. You know what I mean? Like when I go to a fucking restaurant and they got the combinations laid out, I know that the chef knows like this is a great combination. Right. You're gonna enjoy this. Yeah. It's not like the chef is just like, you know what? <laughs> Here's all of our here's all of our loose ingredients. Yeah. Go for it. <laughs> like they send a message back to the table before yeah. your food comes out. We decided that this is gonna taste like assholes, so you need to get this instead. Right, right, right. It's not like it's not like you give her it's not like you give her like your list and they like feed it into a machine and the machine calculates like, wow, yeah, you're sir, you're gonna be eating ass. <laughs> like you know what I mean? No, it's just like you are forced to eat whatever fuck you know, and Jay, it's not like I can't mix sauces. Yeah, you know how to if mix I sauce. To, I can mix sauces. Fuck yeah, you can. You know, like some people fucking go to like McDonald's and they're like, you know what? I'm gonna mix my fucking barbecue sauce. Yeah. With my mayonnaise. Yeah. And my ketchup. And I'm gonna call it uh, shit sauce. And you understand and those it, flavors. It, That's fucking crazy. Exactly. Because you've you've done it before. Yeah. You know. But. Like, <laughs> it's the same thing at Flat Top. Now you've done it before. No, 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 no it's no, 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 no,
No, it's not. No, it's now. You know what mad sauce was. You taste it. No, 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 no. no. When you go to McDonald's, you're not like, you know what? I want the Big Mac sauce, and I want you to take mustard, and I want you to take ketchup, and I want you to take mayonnaise, and I want you to cook it all together. Yeah. And then I want you to serve it to me. No, McDonald's is not giving me little fucking pegs to put in fucking buns and shit. I'm just saying you didn't know what Mac sauce tasted like the first time you tasted it. Like, it's all experimental. But you knew that they knew and that flavor combination was going to work on that burger right. or whatever. You knew that right. the Mac sauce no, was going to be putting, all right. No, I'm putting my trust. I'm putting, like, like it's called Mac sauce. But what I do at Flat Top Grill is, like, I, I, I can take fucking the Flat Top sauce, and then I can take the Chipotle Southwestern sauce, yeah. and I can combine it into something... And I don't know what it's gonna be. That's the <laughs> fun. I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna get. I couldn't disagree with this you. This sounds more like on this taking a virgin and, and dropping them and, into Christian Gray's fucking playroom. Like they don't know what they're gonna get. They don't know what they're asking. You get for. a bunch of good ass <laughs> food, is what you fucking get. No, no, I no, don't know man. about that. You think you're signing a contract just to have fun with somebody good looking? The next thing you know, right. you're fucking like taking a cat of nine tails and whipping your no ass. No shit. Like you're yet. getting rode like the crop. Exactly. exactly. Every time I go, I'm fucking like, oh, this is the best shit. I'm a picky eater to begin with, so it's like. I get to put as much portions of everything as I want, exactly the ingredients I want. This is too much control for me. I don't want to have this much control over what goes in my mouth. I want, I want competent. I want all the control. No, over what I, goes I, in I my want competent. I don't want to. I don't want to go to fucking Wolfgang Puck's restaurant yeah. and and just and him be like, well, I don't know what I'm gonna. Well, do I don't that. want that when I go to Wolfgang Puck's restaurant either. But I'm going to Flat Top Grill. That's like the whole point. Of the no, place. I would no. I want people to like have things mapped out for me. I want. They went to culinary school, Jake. I did it. I don't think they did go to culinary <laughs> at, at least, school. <laughs> at least, like, section it off to say, okay, these are okay with each other. They do right. that. They do that. No, yeah. they don't. Yeah, they do. They, do have, they? they have examples of the type. Well, okay, examples. Yeah. That's the same thing. Well, well, no, 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 no. They need to explain that to me. Yeah. yeah. Because, no, it was, had no, it, was, it, was, it was no old fucking food barred when I went there, Jake. <laughs> it was, like, the best it was, shit ever. It was just, like, mix and match. Like, Willy Wonka was wow. there. Like, oh, you want fucking schnozberries in yeah. your goddamn burrito? You can have schnozberries in your burrito. That sounds fucking awesome. I, I didn't know what really the fuck that. I was eating, Jake. Oh, There's a little bit of Oompa Loompa coming there, too. It's nice and tart. I just have to wear the shit. Counterbalances with the fucking garlic sauce. Fuck, fuck Flat Chop Grill. I put this shit in a fucking burrito. And I was like, what? No, hold on. First of all, they couldn't fit the whole. I didn't know, like, how much I put in there. Right. So they couldn't fit everything in the burrito, so they gave me, like, a little bowl off the Bonus? Side. No. They're like, okay, this guy, okay, you're a fucking glutton. <laughs> so, so, yeah. We could, we could, you, you fat son of a bitch. Yeah. We, we couldn't put all your fucking food in a fucking burrito, you fucking American glutton. Yeah. Fuck. Oh, so what we did was we put it the extra in a bowl yeah. to show you what a glutton fuck you are. Bonus. <laughs> and and here's a peg. It, it's it's a, it's a glutton peg. It's, it's a green it's a green glutton fuck peg. You're a piece of shit. Oh man, I love flat wow. top. 
Uh, they should grade the way, you man. at the end you of it. You haven't even been there, Frank, so shut the it's fuck up. It's too fucking much for me. Look at your bride's no, fucking no, yes, no, man. No, you no, haven't no, even no, fucking no, been no, there. No, 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 If you go there and then you get your bride's fucking yes, man. No, 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 no. Shut the fuck up. If I'm going to a fucking public restaurant, a married man with Well, I'm not going because Brian doesn't like it. No, 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 If I'm going out in fucking public, it's in other than a McDonald's. Hey, this is just like a good pop, bad pop. He's listening to me rate this motherfucker. I'm giving it a toss it. I mean, I can tell you what. he's saying, you know what? I don't want to go there based on Brian's review. And knowing me, man, I can't fucking do that shit. I go to fucking fucking Alexander's and I make them cook the steak because I would fuck it up because I'm already drunk by the time I get there. They cook your food there, Frank, at Flat Top. Right, but I got to pick it. Give me something pre-made. Oh, my God. I got to pick my food. This is the most terrible thing ever. It is, it is, it is, it's a, it's a lot of pressure, Jake. It's a lot of pressure. No, it's a lot of pressure. When you break it down, when you break it down to everything that they give you, like, okay, first you're going to pick your protein, then you're going to pick your sides that are going to go along with it. Then you're going to pick your sauce that goes with that protein and goes with those sides. This and sounds like a great no, steak. No, and then you're going to pick your fucking portions that no. go with those. Yes. It's crazy. No, it's the I, best it's restaurant crazy. ever. It's crazy. No, it's like, it's like. It's like it's like Dr. Frankenstein. Like I don't know at the end of it, at the end of it, I don't know what I'm going to get. And I got Frank Dr. Frankenstein's monster. I couldn't even I couldn't even eat it. I couldn't even eat it with the burrito. I was like this tastes like garbage with the tortilla. I said I don't know what I'm eating. I said I, I said I said I was like dude, I made I made this, but I don't know what I'm eating right now. And, it's, and that's what scares me. I don't trust myself. Like I want, I want to know. Like there's a competent chef back there, and he's like, I know what is good. You don't want that. I know what is good for my people. <laughs> I don't know. I want no. Seriously, I want a chef that's like behind the line, that's like gonna grab his dick, and he's like, No, you're gonna eat this motherfucker, and oh, you're God. gonna fucking like it. I love no, top. no, oh, I don't God. like. There's too many choices. There's yeah. too many choices. Like you go in there, and it's like, and they've got all these labels all over the place. Like they just went fucking crazy with like with one of those label makers. They're just like, oh, this is this sauce, and this is that sauce. Oh, and it's like, and it's like. It's like you get to you get to try these different sauces. It takes you a goddamn hour before you're like, oh, I think I want this sauce with my entire meal. Oh, how does this sauce taste with this sauce? It's like you got to be fucking like like a fucking like mad scientist and shit. When I'm you're making be, food. Quit fucking nodding over there, Frank. I'm taking you to flat top mm-hmm. and I'm shoving the shit down your throat. When I make food, I want convenience. Right. I want I want somebody to be like, oh, this tastes good together. Right. Like I know the it tastes good together. The only fucking question. Okay, I'm not a culinary expert. I'm not either. The only question that I want to fucking hear is like, how do you want your steak cooked? Right. Exactly. I'm a steak place. Exactly. No, I mean, that's like for me, the reason why I'm so in such agreement with Brian is because I don't get fucking get out of the house that much. When I do, I got to oh, know oh, what oh, I are fucking they, Are they going to fucking ask me? Are they going to fucking ask me? Hey, what temperature would you like this cooked at? Right. Nope. No shit. No, fuck you! <laughs> Seriously, like I don't know. Three hundred and fifty degrees for my sa- uh, for my salmon. I don't know. Yeah. I, I just I don't want to get sick afterwards. Cook <laughs> it for twenty minutes, then flip it once, and then, I don't they know, cook it right on the other side. They, they, don't, they cook it perfectly. Oh, I know. They cook it perfectly, but like it just depends on like the combination that you choose, whether or not it's like you could like all the ingredients in there, but all the, these ingredients together, once they finally get together. It could be fucked up. I mean, it's like, it's like, um, 
It could be like a fucked up orgy. Yeah, I, I love it. I go there. I'm like, like oh, I'm man. a mad scientist. Flat top sauce, teriyaki Dude. sauce, water chestnuts, chicken, flat top bread. Wow. <laughs> this orgy. That's no. scary. No. This, this orgy was no. great until Ken showed up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you I know what I mean? Top. I love that shit. Man, I, I'll argue for a six-hour episode about that's too flat much. top. Fuck I've, flat top. I've you got one order. Steak medium rare. Give it It ain't me. a fucking steak place. Then I can't go! Right. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm done with flat top. Girl. If you wanted steak, go to fucking the steak place. Yeah, if that's all you expect. Then, Every time. then yes, it's not going to be good. I agree. I agree. Flat top grill is the worst fucking steak restaurant. <laughs> I totally agree. I'm out. See, I'm I, out. I didn't know what I was getting into when I walked in there. I yeah. saw a place called Flat Top Grill. Yeah. And I was like, I've always wanted to try it. I didn't know that when you get in there, it's like a fucking chemistry exam. You're going to have yeah. to make so many fucking decisions. You know what's good, though, is like those tapas restaurants where they have shit that's pre-made. You don't have to fucking make it off. Different yeah. meals. And then you get weird shit, but it's good. Yeah. Like, it's like a shit ton of this fucking shit's appetizers. shit's good, too. You don't even taste it, motherfucker. They're leaving too much. No, 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 dude. No, no, They're leaving too much up to me. They're, they're leaving too much yeah. response. I wouldn't I give anything up to shit. Frank when it came this, to what no, I was eating. hold on. I'm you want what I got? You're talking to a guy that can't even wear fucking regular pants. He wears white pants. I agree. Right. I just See? I wouldn't leave my food choices up to Frank either. Nobody so I, should. I my defer. daughter needs help. Call child services. Alright, I also want to talk about real Jane left, he'd had it. <laughs> Let me can Getting I, that ab workout in laughing so hard. I, I was working a lot this past week and uh, you know, I was out in the public and working and things like that with my job and like I had to like like find public restrooms to use while I was working. Mm. Can I tell you about the most bizarre restroom I've ever seen in my entire life? Yeah, yeah sure. that's what it is. All right, here we go. It's in a, it, it was in a hotel. Okay. And in the hotel, you go into their public restroom, and it's it's huge. It's huge. It's a men's restroom, and it clearly said men's mm-hmm, on right. the front because I, I had to double take because I, I I didn't believe it when I first walked into it. Yeah. Number one, what's the first thing that you typically see when you walk into a men's restroom? Line of urinals. You see urinals. Thank you, sir. All right. Yeah. Like if this was like the fucking like uh, family feud and shit, Frank, you would not be getting an X right now. Ding. You'd hear ding. And good answer. Good and, answer. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then that host would make out with you and hand you a Tootsie Roll box. <laughs> so anyway. Richard Dawson. So basically, yeah, Richard Dawson. <laughs> Dick Dawson. <laughs> so anyway, okay. So basically, I walk in there. There's a sink, a mirror, soap dispenser, no fucking urinal. No Ooh. fucking. Hold on. No fucking urinal. It gets stranger. It, this gets stranger. There's a. There's a. There's a. There's. A, there's like a toilet. It's covered. Like it's got like the fucking like divider and shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a toilet there, right? Mm-hmm. So like when you walk into that restroom, right? What would you expect to be on that door handle? Like a lock or something? Exactly. Okay, you walk into a restroom. There's no urinal. Yeah. That's fucked up. There's no urinal, but there's a toilet. But once you walk in there, you'd expect there to be what on the door handle? A lock. A lock. You know what? There's no lock. That's weird. All right. Okay, hold on. Here's the situation. Let me break this down for you. I'm a guy. I walk in there. My whole mission is to take a piss or a shit or whatever. Okay, I'm the first guy to walk in there. First patron of the day. The first, the first, <laughs> the first the piss shit patron of the day. Glorious. 
and I'm gonna walk in there, and I, you know what? I got free reign of this fucking bathroom, right? Yeah. I got free motherfucking reign. Nice. All right, yeah, I'm the, I'm the king of this fucking shitter. I'm King Kong, motherfucker. I'm King Kong. <laughs> I walk king in of there. The I walk in there. I open, I split the dividers. I go in there. I lock myself in. Yeah. But you know what? I can't. You know what else? You know what I can't lock? The lock is the door. Yeah, there's no. Right. Okay, okay, all right. So next guy walks in. Uh-huh. Next, there's no lock. Okay, full access now. I'm already. It's occupied. You're going. There's no yeah. urinal. Is there only one? Only one shitter. That what? Fucking sense. No lock on the door. That's bullshit. No urinal. There's the a fuck? sink. Next guy walks in. Is it a lobby now? I guess. <laughs> Are you? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah that's next guy walks in. Next guy walks in. All he's let's say all he's got to do is piss. Right. Yeah. What does he do? Look around. Yeah. There's what does he do? Look, look at. Oh, there's a sink there. <laughs> but that's. You know what? I mean, might as well go to fucking flat top grill at that point. <laughs> Make your own decisions. Make your own decisions. <laughs> <laughs> the urine adds just the right amount of bitterness. <laughs> saying what i'm saying is like you're walking into this yeah i think you do you walk out or are you in a lobby now right do you just say well i got no whoa, 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 what, what the hold on what if a third guy walks in yeah do you start talking uh, I, what do you do at that point yeah do you have this awkward con- yeah there's somebody in there yeah and there's <laughs> and I, you can hear them but like 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 and like it's not like you're gonna like let the next guy know like oh i gotta take a shit right you're not gonna tell him no he doesn't know he doesn't know it's like it's like it's russian roulette at a point like you don't know like is he gonna piss or is he gonna shit you don't know right. uh, fourth guy walks in well i mean shit jesus christ he's getting fucked up now <laughs> god damn you know what I mean? There really was four guys in here. No, no. Oh. But I'm saying, like, these are the things. They need to hold a fucking meeting. Like, no, this is like the things that are going on my mind when I walk in there. Like, thank God. Like when I walked in there, there was nobody sitting at the John at that yeah. point. No. Yeah. But like, these are the like. Were they not thinking? Like, what? Who the fuck designed this fucking men's restroom? <laughs> no shit. This is like men's restrooms 101. <laughs> like, if you only have a fucking shitter in there, put a fucking lock on the door so right. I. And lock other motherfuckers out so they, they don't walk in there. I'm sure, like, honey, uh, I'll be right back. I'm going to go to the restroom and wash my hands. Right. Right. Yeah. If you got one stall, why would you have a fucking <laughs> dividers anyway? Right. It doesn't yeah, make any sense. The main door itself should have a lock yeah. on it. You know yeah. what? I think this bathroom makes sense to people that fucking go to Flat Top Grill. <laughs> I do. Jake it doesn't make sense to me, and Jake, I love Flat Top Grill. <laughs> Jake would walk in there and be like, Tupperware. <laughs> Tupperware party. <laughs> <laughs> I disagree. There's no hand blower, no no paper towels. Jay's like, oh, makes sense. <laughs> the, the door, I disagree. The door I disagree. is just dripping wet. Like, <laughs> I've been, I, see no, I see no relation between the two. <laughs> I'm just being a dick. I've been like, oh, I know it. <laughs> <laughs> no explanation needed there. <laughs> I've been to like Johnny's Italian Steakhouse, which is like a real fancy, you know, local place yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And like they got two stalls in there, and I've been in there doing my business. And some dude comes in, you know, he kind of tr- trying to hold it back. That way he ain't fucking sound like he's having a nuclear holocaust next to me. Yeah. And uh, last time I was there, some dude was doing that like... And I'm like, dude, just let it out. Frank's like, let, let it go. go. Exactly. Let it go. <laughs> so just let it out, brother. And out of fucking came and nuclear right. bomb. Buddy, just take one of those Elsa shits. Yeah. Just let it go. Can't hold it back anymore. <laughs> but guys, like... 
I think, guys, you understand like where I'm coming from. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. And my job. Fucked up this bathroom. We have a bathroom in my job, and it's it's the same thing. There's no stand-up urinal. There's mm-hmm. one shitter. There's but a lock on the main fucking door. Yeah. yeah, there's a lock on the yeah. door. Yeah. And that, that makes the difference. Yeah, right. it does. Yeah, All the like world. that sends the message that, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, you know what? This is your private room. Yeah. yeah. You try to go time. in, you exactly. push the door, it doesn't open. You're yeah. like, oh, someone's yeah. fucking in there. Once you're done, if you want to fucking like tuck your dick between between your legs and do like the like the fucking silence of the lambs, <laughs> oh, like Jesus. the little dance. Just to see how it looks. Do the wombat. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if that's what you want to do at that point, you can. Because you know nobody else is going to come in at that point. You can yeah. wombat Dude. all you want. You can wombat the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> You can do that, and you can like Google like flat top hours because you got to you you, you want to make sure that you get your. Meal I was actually too. just getting ready to Google flat top hours. Oh god, Fuck flat top. All right, <laughs> I'm going to flat top Monday. Jesus. I'm fucking tweeting that shit right at you. All right, guys. Whew, that's terrifying, man. Whew. Have you been to flat top? No. Oh yeah, I have been to flat top. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like it that much. Didn't like it. No. I'm in the same boat. Like, when I go to the grocery store, I'm like, okay, I'm going to make a fucking salmon dinner with fucking lemon sauce, all this shit. And then I'm like, I'm going to get a pizza because I know yeah. that that pizza is okay. Yeah. Right. What they put together is going to be all right. Exactly. Like, uh, like, I, 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 like recipes. Like, if I have recipes, then I'll do that. But, like, all these, like, some, for some reason, if there's, like, some certain international ingredient yeah. that's not available at, like, my local store – it kind of nixes the whole yeah. fucking thing because it's like, right. do I really want to replace that ingredient with this? Yeah, yeah. And it may not taste the way that the creator wanted it to, to taste. Yeah, see, I was lucky. I went I went with my girlfriend and I kept going, is this okay? Is this one okay to put <laughs> right. in here? Is that all right? Yeah, yeah. I just get the meat I like, the veggies I like, and sauce that shit up. Yeah, but when, but, you know, when you're left with choices where you're like, I don't know what the fuck that is, maybe I'll give it a shot. There are people. There are, yeah, exactly. There are yeah. people out there that they're just like, oh, this is what I like. This is, boom, it's going to taste great together. Right. But then there's like those indecisive fucks. Yeah. Oh, like God. me. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, should I mix like, uh, you know, this with this? And then, it turns into what Frank thinks it's going to be. Shit. Right. Yeah. Steak, medium rare. That, that's yeah. like that's like my fucking... It's not a reaction. fucking steak place. That's why I've never been. <laughs> that's why, that Frank, you're making the correct decision. There we go. Do not go to a flat top grill. If I love if, Alexander's too. If you're I go in, there when I want steak. If you're indecisive... Actually, I go there when I want a fucking, like, the best... Of like a salad, salad bar, bar. It's great yeah. too. Well, yeah, you, a shame. The other thing the is some salad bars at a steak. Yeah, you're listening to pop culture <laughs> leftovers. We talk about movies and TVs. We don't always talk about food. Fuck off, you <laughs> fucking motherfuckers that are bitching about. Oh, for the first half hour, they were talking about fucking food. Fuck off! <laughs> I, you know what? I went we'll drown yourself, time. drown yourself, and some fucking chef boy already. What I fuck. Dear pop culture leftovers, can you not spend the first hour talking about food? Fast forward, <laughs> fast forward, and stop your bitching. It's a great show, but I can't agree with Brian's decision on oh, flat top. God. <laughs> you know you're gonna get one oh, of those. He's the showrunner. You runner. even try it again. <laughs> try it again. Go there and try this, Brian. I agree try with this. that listener. Oh God! I'm <laughs> Sending you their fucking menu choices for flat top grill. <laughs> Maybe we can get some listeners to tell you some perfect combos. 
<laughs> help you hand your hold your well, hand. Well, just have just sauce. have the perfect combos there. Don't give me the option of going to the Caribbean or getting some Hawaiian fare. It's when you mix yeah. the Caribbean yeah. and the Hawaiian. Right. And then just the, give me the fucking menu then, if and, I can't put that on then, there. And then it's like, oh, you know what? I just mixed Caribbean, Hawaiian, yeah. Asian, and Mediterranean. Right. I and thought, you know what I made? I made something that's like, I'd rather eat what's in a fucking diaper. I, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you Seriously. did. Why did you mix those things together? Because, because I can't be trusted. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can't be trusted. <laughs> should not be eating a flat top grill. I agree. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> You've convinced me. I apologize. <laughs> All right, guys. We're gonna. Uh, you know what? We're gonna. It's been forty minutes. What? All we've done is talk about food, and we've probably pissed off like a majority of our listeners. But you know what? I don't give a rat's ass. Yeah. And we're gonna get to your fucking news and your fucking whatever the fucks that you like so much on this fucking stupid show. But we're gonna take. A, we're gonna take a break right now, and we'll be right. Back <laughs> because this is the flat top grill of podcasts, and we can do whatever the fuck we want, yeah, even if it tastes like shit. <laughs> Somebody, quick, send him a Billy Cheesecake Panini. <laughs> oh, you just pissed off the Candelorian. I know. Yeah. <laughs> the right. We'll be right back. Guys. Uh, yeah, let's talk. You know what? Hey, I, I'm going to dedicate the next like three hours to food. Just okay. To I, I just want to annoy everybody. I want to. I want to get all I want is emails next week about like why are you talking about food for so long? Like why did I have to listen to like a whole like I, I, if I want to know about food, Brian, I'll go to Wikipedia. If I want to know about the history of Cracker Jack Corporation, I'll go to Wikipedia. You should also get like all the food clips from all our previous uh-huh. episodes oh, and like fuck. and like yeah. put them in it too. Oh, like a, co- a collaboration of like everything. Though. Yeah, like get the. Hot Pocket segment, Watch Out Silvers. Watch Out Silvers. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the best of. We're changing the format completely. We're changing the format just to fuck with everybody. Yep. Oh, yeah, I'm done talking about, like, Batman, Superman, Star Wars. Yeah, no. we're, we're pop culinary leftovers. <laughs> we just, no, we just, we just want to give, we just want to give our listeners more to bitch about. Yep. Exactly. We always want that. They don't have enough. Yeah. Yeah. They never have. No, 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 no. It's it's because you know. I mean, they are paying for this content. Oh yeah, true. It's not like it's oh, fucking yeah. free. Yeah. Right. You have fucking ingrates. <laughs> My pockets are lined with money for the yeah, listeners. Yeah, exactly. Fuck. Uh, thanks. I feel like fucking Daddy Warbucks and shit over here. <laughs> yeah, I just had a dollar bill fall right in my pocket. <laughs> Fuck. I got three. <laughs> Jake Trump. Jake Trump. Oh, please don't say. No, that. yeah. That's where we got to draw the line. Yeah. Yeah, all right. We're kidding everybody. Gone too far. <laughs>
All right, guys. You know what we're going to do, though? We're going to move on to our iTunes reviews for the week. Okay. Ooh. We did. You know what? Actually, we got one new iTunes review, and I got two reviews that were actually like, you know how like people can get on iTunes and they can like change their iTunes review? Oh. To say something different? I didn't know you could really? do that. You can. You can update your iTunes review. So like, Jake, if like I'm listening to like your podcast and mm-hmm. it's like, oh, wow, you know, I'm going to give it a five-star podcast. And like, like weeks later, I'm just like, oh, God, this podcast has turned to shit. All they do is fucking talk about flat top grill and restrooms and shit <laughs> i'm gonna fucking give it a one star now i can do that at that point nice. it's, a real, it's a real dick move kind of it's a real dick move. <laughs> did, did uh shane's anger decide that uh i'm actually okay or did he like fuck himself to death why were you who why are you even bringing that guy who? up queef oh shane's anger sorry who queef all right next that, topic oh. <laughs> i didn't know if jake had a stroke and he thought he was an owl <laughs> That's not how they sound. I didn't know what was going on. There. That was my Hedwig impersonation. <laughs> nice. Is he, is Just gonna, don't die at the end. Is he going to tell me how many licks it takes to get to the center of a tootsie roll tootsie uh, I don't know. I always bite the damn things. <laughs> One, two, three. Uh, it is time now for iTunes reviews. It's one star First time I heard that shit. Uh, welcome to iTunes Reviews. This is the part of the show where we review our iTunes reviews that you, the leftover army, or you, whatever the fuck. Uh, I listened to the show one time and I think it sucks, and I'm going to voice my opinion about it because that's what I do. One time. One time listener, or maybe a long time listener. And in this case, it is a long time listener. Oh, what? Yeah, and you know what? <laughs> this is like a dream come true for me. This is like <laughs> one of those lists. This is no, I've actually mentioned this on the podcast before. Like, I've waited for this. This is like the chosen fucking like iTunes review. Holy shit. I've waited for this one. I've actually said this in a previous podcast. Couldn't tell you the number. We've had too fucking many of them. <laughs> but I've actually said, like, I cannot wait for that one listener that's like listened for a long time. And they're like, I remember when the show was good. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, the, the, I remember when the show was good and the, ch- and the show's changed. He's got a better memory than me. <laughs> so, like, this, this is that, this is the chosen listener. And on top of it, and on top of it, he fucking, he calls me out in this. Uh-oh. Show. Yeah. He fucking calls me out in this fucking review. This is like a twofer. Wow. It's like number one. It's like it's number. I'm I'm already gonna fucking orgasm. <laughs> you're a longtime listener that's liked the show, and now you don't. Like you're one of it's it's classic. It's like one of those iTunes tropes. Oh, yeah. In all the iTunes reviews for like podcasts that have been out for like you know three, four, five years, yes. you'll always read those reviews. Like I used to watch, I used to listen to this podcast, <laughs> and they they were great at first, but like the format changed, and now I don't like them anymore. And they like don't let you know about their experience. <laughs> like like they're like it's their Yelp review. Oh, you know Jesus. they just went to Flat Top Grill, and they're gonna let you know about their experience. <laughs> I've come here a hundred other times, but our new <laughs> server Kathy was a bit <laughs> and basically you know what pop culture leftovers used to have great servers but apparently now Kathy is this guy's server because oh. he calls this one 
On the Downhill Slide. Oh, yeah. Well, it's not a one-star. It is a two-star review. I'm thinking that this guy's listening because he knows that we read these things on the show. So uh, it's from Just Beachin'. Okay. And it's a two-star review. And I know he's listening right now. And you should be so proud right of yourself. Now? Probably right now. Where's he at? Right now. Yeah. <laughs> and here he goes. Here he goes. Here's his review. Here's, here's his review of the show. And and he gives special attention to me. Okay. And seriously, like if I wasn't gonna nut before, <laughs> I'm definitely gonna nut now. I'll get a tell because he mentions my name in this. <laughs> so I love this one. It, honestly, it's my favorite iTunes review ever. Oh, I'm excited. I'm glad when I upset people. Cool. Here we go. Let's do it. I've listened to this show since the beginning. Co-hosts have come and gone. The main host, Brian was a favorite, but has become annoying over time. Mm. <laughs> His tirades and yelling at the others, thinking it's, a, thinking it's a joke, is idiotic. I can see why the friends have come and gone. They can only put up with it for so long. He has to be loud and overbearing to let you know who's running the show. Their show used to follow some type of loosely based schedule... <laughs> But what? lately has gone <laughs> off the tracks. Now you listen to an hour and a half of emails before the show even gets going. <laughs> there are far better shows out there. It's a shame. This used to be one of the best shows out there that knew what people wanted to hear. Now they have lost their way. You know what? We need to have a pop culture leftovers intervention. I was thinking the same thing. And you thing. know what? Just beaching. You need to. You need to fucking get this. You know what? Instead of fucking just. Instead of giving up on us. Instead of just giving up on us. Show us the way. Show us the way. <laughs> show us the way. I'm I just... shouldn't be the showrunner. You should be the showrunner of this intervention to, to put us back on track. Yeah. Shine the light on the path we need to follow. Yeah. By my count, I think there's only one person that's no longer here ever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, shit happens and people go and then they come back, no, but that's like personal stuff. I'm, that's not anything to do with the show. I'm still friends with uh, the guys that were on the show from the League of Geeks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm still friends with Steve. And still Sean friends with us. And Alil. I texted yeah. Alil. I, I'm still friends with you guys. <laughs> Co hosts have come and gone. We yeah. don't have to defend ourselves for this fuck nut. I yeah. agree. It's fucking yuts. Is that right. the whole review? That's the whole review. It's a two wow. star. He used to listen to us, but, you know, we've lost our way. You know, I guess the show isn't supposed to, like, fucking, like, change at all. It's just we're just supposed to stay the same the entire time. Sure. Right. Nothing's supposed to change. And you know what? We're not supposed to read listener emails. We're supposed to be like every other fucking podcast out there that doesn't give a shit about their fucking audience. Right. And read their emails every show. But you know what? We do. I'd say 95% of the emails that we get are read on this show, oh, and yeah. it's because we care about our listeners. Yeah. But you know what? Apparently, it's not good enough for just beaching. He doesn't know how to hit the forward button, apparently. <laughs> the fast forward Yeah, button. you can skip this. You can skip The technology it. is there. Yeah. It is available. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> so basically what we're saying is he had the balls to post an iTunes review, but not the balls to fucking email us because he knew he was going to get. He thinks that we're the fucking flat top grill and he can fucking put, construct his own fucking episode. <laughs> no, no. You know what? There's no, there's no, no email Peg for this fucking bull, okay? Yeah. Go 
fuck yourself. Yeah. Just beat you. I don't like it. Get the fuck out. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> Nobody's paying me a goddamn dime to do this show. Right. It's free. Right. It's free content. Go fuck yourself. We kind of do what we like. Yeah. And that includes emails. It's, you know, it's fine. Yeah. It's nice. It's, I'm glad you listened to it for so long. And I'm glad the first time that you're letting us know that you, that you listened to the show was that, that we're on the downhill slide. <laughs> you know yeah. what, was, the whole time you've been listening. Oh, yeah. Fuck off. He's always sitting at home right now with his pants around his ankles with a fucking bottle of lube in one hand just waiting for his name to be mentioned probably like, oh my god they talked about me <laughs> i like it when they read mine just nobody else's <laughs> no shit yeah, mine are good <laughs> oh and he's got an opinion well drop the fucking presses man oh my god we got to listen to this guy drop the presses and the pants <laughs> Jake, talk to me about this guy, man. What do you think of <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. He's, he's definitely nowhere near as good as Flat Top Grill. <laughs> <laughs> That's saying something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. The main host, Brian, was a favorite, but it's become annoying over time. You know what? I'm glad I am the reason that you're not listening to the show. Oh, you're so different from the beginning, too. I know. That's no what's shit. crazy. Because you're like David Bowie. Chameleon. It's like, exactly. oh, what's Brian going to do today? I know. I wasn't <laughs> because I've never fucking went off the rails and yelled no, at anybody no on the shit. show ever before. Never. Yeah, if you listen to like the early episodes, I've never flipped the fuck out. Yeah. I think you established that in episode two. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's always been the same. We all hate you, but we still do this. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Jim has a good point. Yeah. No, no, the only reason I can keep you guys around is because all the money we're making from uh, the sponsors. Yeah, no That's shit. the only reason I put up with your shit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> For all this money lying in my pocket. Like when you're yelling at us and I have to look down at my toes, that's the only thing I'm thinking of is how much money I'm raking in. Yeah. <laughs> keep it together. Keep it together. It doesn't stink so check. bad. Keep it together. It'll be over soon. Can't It'll be over soon. Check. Just, just I need this check. Three more, three <laughs> more mattresses and I can, I can send my kids to private school. <laughs> yeah. You in the vinegar strokes yet, I motherfucker? I can retire <laughs> off this money. I just got to put up with that fucker Brian for yeah. five more episodes. Yeah. And Such I can retire. Pain. Well, now he's going to change that two star to one star. He's going to really oh, show us. No, <laughs> I wish he would. Fucking two stars. <laughs> yeah, fucking. That's that, a, that lacks the fucking balls to commit. That's a, <laughs> that in itself is kind of a pussy move, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. So you're saying there's a chance? <laughs> <laughs> he thought maybe, maybe his iTunes review would, would speak to you. Well, it's, it's changing my whole fucking perspective. I guys, found Christ, guys. What, what, you know what you don't understand is when you bitch in emails or iTunes reviews, it's not going to change a thing. We're not going to change a thing because nobody's paying us to do this and we're not going to conform because we don't care. Yeah. I think we've made a few people understand that. I, I think so. No, and, the, and those, you know, those are the true members of the leftover yeah. army. Yeah. Matter of fact, if anything, this costs us money. It, yeah, it well, does yeah. cost us money. We all chip in. Right. You more than anybody, considering you're the fucking asshole. Oh, yeah. The, the showrunner. Fuck you, dude! Yeah. <laughs> Damn, Frank. Joke. Let it all out. <laughs> I really feel, Frank. Well, you know, it's, it's these fucking Red's Wicked Apple thing. Was this man. your iTunes review? No. <laughs> yeah, Guys. Great. Brian, I've got some unresolved Here's we got to talk about. Here's the new... Here's the uh, two... Uh, well, here's a new review. It's, it's uh, from... Time for the Justice Lambs heir to comment. Okay. And it's by TJ Lamb Jr. Okay. Is it really? What? Yes. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, it's five stars. Oh, okay. I like hmm. Junior better than Senior. <laughs> Already. The sequel. Here's the, here's the entire review. Not enough C words. 
<laughs> wow, really? Not, not enough C-words, one star, too provocative. <laughs> He's got us. You're right. Guilty as charged. Agree with that. All right, I'm going to read the next review. And guys, this is what this is what podcasting has become. Mm-hmm. It's become other podcasters getting on your wall promoting their podcast. Oh, you motherfucker. Oh, no. Here we go. No, I got to give it up. It's TC from Epic Comic Cast, which he did donate to your TV. Okay. So I'll okay. give him that. But here he goes. Here he goes. <laughs> up, it's a five star. Updating my review to get a shameless plug. See, that's what's sad. It's like, oh, you want to get a plug on our show? <laughs> like, seriously. We're doing you a favor. Like, he knows. There's better avenues, buddy. Yeah, there's better avenues. <laughs> like, seriously. Like, I what is getting it? Honestly, I want less people to listen to Pop Culture Leftovers. Yeah. Like, hopefully after this episode, we lose a couple hundred listeners. Concentrate it. Yeah, exactly. Like, More of that email count. Get it in line with what's his face's ideals. What are you saying, Frank? I don't know, dude. Frank's <laughs> me. Frank, I'm cutting you. I'm taking this wicked ale. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, it's from TC from Epic Comic Cast. Uh, he says, updating my review to get a shameless plug. Yes, I'm staring at you, John from Friday Night Fandom. <laughs> John from Friday Fa- Night Fandom was the first one to get try to get a shameless plug. From our fucking, it's like a trend now. Yeah. He was the first one that, that tried to do it through these iTunes reviews, because like his like because it, it, when it said like he did his like plug, he did his whole fucking like uh, review, and it was by John from Friday Night Fan, <laughs> and now TC's like, yeah, I'm staring at you, John from Friday Night Fandom, but I'm TC from Epic Comic Cast. Yeah, listen to oh, anyway. <laughs> He goes on to say, anyway, what's up, Leftovers? So I guess I'm only speaking to two of you. PCL was, yeah, there's Jay. Jay's back. Right here, brother. PCL (laughs) was definitely one of the inspirations that started our show, Epic Comic Cast, and continues to top itself off every week. Some of you, insert slurping Brian message here so he doesn't rage, (laughs) leave your blood, sweat, and tears recording for over five hours. Doing a crossover with Pop Culture Leftovers would mean us training like we're about to do a run, like we're about to run a 15K marathon. And we all know Karina would gas out at about the hour one mark. <laughs> Sounds anyway, familiar. That- <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> Dave. Oh. <laughs> anyway, keep being the best nonsensical podcast out there. P.S. Brian, the business cards are immaculate. That's how it's done, Dave or Frank <laughs> or Jay or Jake. Whoever didn't give a shit about the card. I gave a shit. Yeah, Jake did. Frank yeah. did. Yeah. Jake was a little late. Yeah. Dave to this day he's probably hadn't seen him. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was fashionably late. Yeah. Dave saw him, didn't give a fuck. <laughs> he was busy telling me about some comic stuff. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> off to the side. Yeah, actually, he was. I think. Yeah. Let, me, let me let me do a little ad here for Epic Comic Cast. Yeah, talk Every, to me. Everyone, listen to Epic Comic Cast, so we'll sound that much better. <laughs> oh, <laughs> come on! Wow. Oh, holy shit! Wow! Oh, little plug for you there. <laughs> <laughs> you give the best plugs. Thanks, Jay. Thank you. Jay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do. I can do the same one for Friday Night Fandom too. <laughs> You're not ready, motherfuckers. <laughs> the, the not ready for primetime players. Yeah. Not ready. Not ready. <laughs> uh, 
All right. No, I, no. Thank, thank you, TC. I yes. mean, he's mentioned us on his show before, and he donated for your fucking TV. Oh yeah, we kid, you we kid. Fucking great. We kid, we kid. Yes. Yeah. Not really, but, but I'll say it. <laughs> I'll be honest. I think their last episode was brought to them by fucking Flat Top Grill. Uh-oh. Oh, oh, I should listen. Yeah, you would love it. <laughs> you would love it. Oh, I love that. Yeah. All right, guys. Are you ready to? Are you guys ready to read emails? Read them. Yeah. All right, guys. It's. Oh, oh, oh no. Oh no. Hit that fast forward button. Hit the fast forward button. Here comes fucking emails. Oh no, we're gonna hear some pissing and moaning from some. I gotta do this. Fuck them. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck them and their free content. I have to push a button. People with opinions? (laughs) Fuck them. I don't blame them if they fast forward through the email bumper, though. Oh god. (laughs) I like the email bumper. It's cool. I don't know which one I'm playing this week. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Yeah. This is my favorite. This one's good. Motherfucker. <laughs> I love this bumper. This one is good. <laughs> Was this Barenberg's? No. Oh, no, no. This one's good. <laughs> Deep burn. Dana, Dana, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, dude, she will attack you on Twitter. I know, I know. Goddamn. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> She'll be a real Cersei Lannister on your ass. <laughs> She's all comfortable with us and shit. She will, too. All right, guys. The, the, the first email, I'm just going to read them. There's a shit ton of them, and I'm just going to read this first one. It comes from Austin S. Hello, Leftovers. Dot, 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 Frank. Dot, 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 and Dave. My name is Austin, and this is my first email. And after listening to the show for quite some time, I never knew about many podcasts until my father, who recently emailed in calling himself Riker XL. Oh, yeah. Asked if I ever listened to Pop Culture Leftovers. I started from the Godzilla review episode, <laughs> and from then on, I have been listening to you and having a blast and hearing all the reviews, good and bad pop. And general discussions. I also like hearing about everyone's opinion on certain topics, which allows myself to look back and reflect more in depth on the topic and see your point of views. I wanted to bring up three quick questions, discussions for the group, and get your opinions. My first thought was towards the tattoos that are going to be used for Joker and Harley Quinn in the Suicide Squad. I wanted to point out that he didn't put Joker. I had to correct him. He put Jokey. Like, this is fucking Jokey Smurf. Yeah, the, I love yeah. Jokey Smurf. Dude, wow. Jokey Smurf, he used to have, like, the packages that he would yeah. give you. Yes, they were yes. all wrapped up. Oh, okay. like, blow up. Every time, like, they opened them up, it would just blow up, and they'd have, like, a black face full of smoke and shit. Yeah. Was that the only joke he ever about. played? Huh? Yeah, that, that was, was his only joke. joke. That was all That's it. not fucking funny! Pretty <laughs> 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 funny, actually. Frank. Wow. <laughs> we found Frank's pressure point. <laughs> Jokey Smurf. My God. <laughs> Don't ever bring up Jokey Smurf Wow. <laughs> Note to self. Fuck. Sorry. Shit, I was going to wear my Jokey Smurf t-shirt. Yeah. Next Seems kind of let down, you know? Don't ever take Frank to a flat top grill and bring up Jokey Smurf. <laughs> he might fucking kill everybody in the place. Yeah. He's probably the only one that doesn't get to nail Smurfette. Oh. Okay, anyway. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I Sorry. didn't. <laughs> Do you remember when the listeners used to like you, Frank? <laughs> you never liked me. Do you remember yeah. that? I remember that. I remember. Oh, Frank's great. <laughs> Fuck. Those emails stopped coming in a long Frank, time ago. Like, those come in with a wink. 
like intended. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he says, uh, what, what is your thoughts on this action? He's talking about the tattoos. If they remain, and does this impact your vision of the two characters? I honestly am not a fan of it, but I like that they are trying something. <laughs> Talk to me, guys. I mean, these fucking tattoos. Let's be honest with them. I mean, let's be honest with the fucking tattoos. They're terrible. Do you need them? Do you really fucking need them? Is it, is it like, oh, wow, I'm glad they're using the tattoos in this movie. I'm glad they're, you know what, like I, coming into this, I was, you know what, I didn't know I wanted tattoos. They gave me tattoos. I feel like I'm, I'm at Flat Top Grill. <laughs> and it's, <laughs> I didn't, you know what I mean? I'll take the tattoos. No, 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 no. If I'm at Flat Top Grill, I'm saying I'm, I'm not giving them the tattoo peg. No. <laughs> I'm not putting the tattoo peg in my fucking bowl. The damaged peg? Exactly. The damaged peg yeah. is not going into the bowl. The fucking uh, pudding peg is not going into yeah. the bowl. Like, I can um, understand maybe the ha-ha-ha-ha-ha. I can't, because it's coming straight out of the killing joke. Right, but then, like, maybe it's like, for, like, a so couple fu- seconds. It's so fucking meta. Yeah. Right. It's almost like I mean, pandering. overall, I toss The it. meme. Oh, the meme. I, yeah. The meme where fucking, right. like, uh, uh, Batman's got, like, the uh, damaged and, like, he's got, like, the my parents are dead or whatever yeah. like that is. Like, yeah. that's that's basically the equivalent of this. It's, mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. The, 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 yeah. the tattoos themselves are kind of ridiculous. I don't understand them. Like, I I wouldn't mind it so much if like it's like if there's a tattoo there for like the one scene like if he gets out and he's shirt off and shit but like eh, they need they need not to be the draw i mean that's that's too fucking complicated for him he can go sit still long enough for somebody to fucking tattoo him. what should separate okay okay they're wanting to separate he, uh, they're wanting to separate jared leto from heath ledger from fucking Vincent Price, from Jack Nicholson, yeah. from all the previous, even Mark Hamill. Yeah, they want to they want to separate him from all the other in- incarnations of the Joker. To do it with a gimmick like tattoos does not lend that much faith in your actor, especially when you have an actor like Jared Leto in the first and place. Exactly, when you have an actor of that caliber of Jared Leto, a method actor who I think could yeah. like. Yeah, you're, you're basically saying like, oh, you need these tattoos nah. to stand out and be different from Jack Nicholson and Heath Ledger. You're not putting faith in your actor, right, Jake? I agree. I mean, if you hired, like, Kevin James to be the Joker, oh, then God. fucking, like, tattoo the shit out of him. Like, <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> exactly. <Jesus. laughs> but yeah, you've got an Oscar award-winning actor here. Yeah. I'm sure his performance can fucking differentiate between those other guys. Right. You can't tell me that, like, that little clip that leaked out where he's talking to the camera and he says, I'm gonna hurt you really, really bad. I mean, that was fucking creepy as hell. That I was love enough. that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, the tattoos, that you don't need them in there. I mean, it wouldn't fucking bother me if he had a couple or something, if his shirt's off. But, like, like they don't need to Frank make a statement. just wants his shirt off. That's what <laughs> I'm doing. That a couple <laughs> times. He, he is a lovely cut individual. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Low-tasted, if not tossed. I, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm assuming it has something to do with his backstory. It, 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 you know, why does he wear, you know, what makeup or whatever the fuck, you know? Um, but everyone has tattoos these days. It's not shocking. It's not like, oh, that guy has tattoos. Okay, right. okay, that's a good yeah. point. Jay. His tattooed backstory. Holy shit. Mm, that's a good point. But the, I have no problem with him having tattoos. But the fact, like, like the first promotional image that we had from him had tattoos were like, with ha 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 yeah. ha, right. that look like killing joke tattoos. 
and it's just too meta for yeah. me. You should have a tattoo with an asterisk that says, see the killing joke. <laughs> oh, exactly. Yeah. Like, and, you know, like, okay, uh, Cabbage Patch kids have a tattoo of Xavier Roberts on their oh, ass. God. He might as well have an Alan Moore tattoo on his ass. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I agree. Yeah, it makes no sense. And, you know, I'm sure they're going to explain it. Something happened to him where he has these tattoos. And, of course, then Harley Quinn has these tattoos as well. Right. But it's just it's just kind of a dumb plot device. Like, it doesn't make sense. If, if it's some genius fucking explanation and we're right. blown away, then I'm wrong. I don't yeah. want it. I don't want it to be like we don't have faith in our actor. So we're going to make him have tattoos to separate him from Vincent Price, Jack Nicholson, and Heath Ledger. Um, and Caesar Romero. You Caesar mean. Romero. I yeah. keep saying Vincent Price was Egghead. Very right. similar. Yeah. Thank you. I'm glad you corrected me because I would have heard about it later. That would have been, that been next iTunes the, review. The one star they don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they don't know Vincent. <laughs> 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 Fuck you! <laughs> You yeah, it's all fucking ass. Uh, so I, I'd say it's safe to say it's the one thing that rubs us all the wrong way so far about any of the Batman. Yeah, it, yeah. It, 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 we want to know how it works into the story. Yeah. And if he's Robin, I'm walking out of the fucking theater. Yeah, yeah. I, all these motherfuckers keep pushing this Robin scenario. I will walk out of the no. fucking theater. No, you don't like that? No, I don't. I don't either. Uh, no, I think it'd be kind of cool. I like it in Frank oh, Miller's no book. I like the psychotic Robin in the Frank Miller story. I yeah. do not want this new Joker to be Robin. No, no. Right. Mm-mm. And to be like, oh, maybe the Joker tattooed all these things on him, you know, and drove him crazy. No, no, fuck no. I don't want that at all. That's a weak fucking yeah. plot device for one of the the coolest fucking villains of all time. The Joker needs to be just the fucking Joker. Yes. Yeah, I mean, and, and it kind of goes against, like, I guess it would make sense, of, like, in a world where, like, Zack Snyder was saying, like, yeah, Kryptonite doesn't exist. Right. All bets are off. I mean, yeah, Joker could be Robin. But, like, we're finding out no. Kryptonite is actually something. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? I, I just want to kind of – I want them to kind of stay kind of stay true to the mythology somewhat. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like I want the shit and on I, I his fucking – I know it's been done in the comics, but I, I, I that's not what I want. I, I want a real Joker. I, and I, right. I, 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 I don't want them to – I don't want the Joker's backstory either. I right. Hate that. I, no, yeah. I, I agree. It's, 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 it's a pro- I don't like them explaining like Hannibal Lecter's backstory. Right. Some of the Some of the best – Darth Vader, I think that's what kind of like ruined him. Him, yeah, just right. like going back and showing his backstory. I agree, and uh, it, it's the mystery of like why they are the way they are is just the Joker should always be the well, biggest mystery. Like even the Killing Joke itself already pushes the boundaries of what's okay to talk about with the Joker. Right. It makes sense reading the story, but that's the most I want out of it is how he fucking went insane in the first place. Yeah, and people still don't like people still don't know how to interpretate. Interpretate, uh, and I can't even talk. Interpret the end. Interpret, <laughs> yeah, 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 right. The end because of, it's such of a the fucking, killing joke. It's such a fucking question mark. Did he kill the Joker? Did he not? Motherfucker, <laughs> 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 people don't know how to interpretate. People just don't know how to interpretate. Would the Robin thing be better if? There was it was another Joker like if that if the regular Joker did exist and now there's this new no. Joker. I just want to be Robin. Does that Joker. make it better? That that's it my. Makes it more well, there still would be one Joker, I, I, but the other one would be, would be dead already. Like Jake, I love that story in terms of like a story in a comic book. Yeah, I love that story. But I don't want to see that in this movie. I don't want to have to be like, well, the real Joker's dead. And we're oh, not gonna... man. The real Mandarin is called Trevor. Oh, right. Jesus. But we've had – it's not shit. like we haven't had the real Joker 
done well in plenty of other movies. Like I right. see, like try something new. I, I don't see a problem with not that. everybody. I you know like I, like last week, not last week, but two weeks ago when we did episode one hundred three, I talked about like how I don't think that we've ever seen the definitive Batman. Right. Yeah. I don't think we've seen an actor be able to portray both Bruce Wayne and Batman to where everybody's like in agreement, like, oh, that's my fucking Batman. Like, a lot of people, I'd say a majority of people would be like, Christopher Reeve, that is, that is their Superman. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. All right. But on the flip side, not everybody's going to say, like, that's my fucking Batman. True. Right. Okay. There are people out there that say that, you know what? Hobo Joker, Heath Ledger, is not my Joker. I've heard that. Jack, yeah, Nicholson, heard Jack Nicholson's my Joker. If I talk to Jacob Harmon right now, Jacob Harmon's going to tell me that like Vincent Price is – no, not Vincent. <laughs> <laughs> Cesar Romero. Yeah. Did you just watch the Thriller video? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck's going on? Cesar Romero. Cesar Romero. Yeah. Cesar Romero is his Joker. And I'm going to talk to other listeners that are going to tell me that like, Jack Nicholson's their Joker. I don't think there's a definitive one. Mark right Hamill's now. my Joker. Mark right. Hamill's my Joker. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He, he's my he's my ultimate Joker. I there love the fucking voice and the attitude that comes with it. Absolutely. I guess that's kind of where I'm coming from, though, is that there are like so many good versions that you could argue are the definitive version. That let, Let's try a new version. And the awesome thing about the Joker is because he has so many fucking different facets to his personality he's got the fucking anarchist he's got the fucking gangster he's got the fucking like staple face fucking psycho i mean he's fucking off the wall you can do anything with that character and it's usually going to be awesome i just want well, you whatever. can't do anything you can't make him robin no i don't want to <laughs> see that I just, no i just i i want to see jared leto's joker i yeah. don't want to see tattoo joker I don't want the tattoos to define the character. I want Jared Leto to give us his Joker. I agree with this. Right. I hope that at this point they just don't know necessarily what to do with him to like promote him as being something different, and that's what they're using. Mm. And I don't necessarily know. I, I don't think that that's the right way to go. Give us some more clips of that shit. Like, I'm going to hurt you really, really bad. That was fucking awesome on its own. No I more the clips. Tattoos to tell me Save stuff. it for the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've seen a lot of shit about that movie. I mean, I, I, I get chills when I watch that no, one part with it over and over again. It's when you get lines like that yeah. that would work. But you're more focused on the damage tattoo on his forehead. You're more focused on the grill. He had the grill in that line, but he didn't have the damage tattoo. Right. I'm just saying, like, you're more focused on these other things. Right, yeah. I don't, I don't need deterrence. I want to focus on the performance. I don't need tattoos or a grill to dictate, like, how I feel about this Joker. Right. Just let Leto be Leto's Joker. Let him harness and channel that fucking character. Yeah. Because he can. Unfortunately, you've got, you've got a method actor here. Like, if anybody can do this justice, like Heath yeah. Ledger, it's the only one. It's fucking Leto. Yeah. I heard that he was sending fucking prank gifts to the other yes. cast members. Yes, that yes. was cool as shit because yes. that shows dedication to the character. Absolutely. Just like hopefully him. not any exploding packages. Margot <laughs> <laughs> Robbie was hospitalized today due to a prank gift that she no, was given by Jerry Leto. Off the rails. He, he also confused himself with Jokey Smurf. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> just like just like our listener Austin S. Because I'm li- jokey. Jokey. He called him jokey. Yeah, you don't. I think the bottom line is you don't have to tell people this is a new Joker. We yeah. fucking know this is going to be a different Joker. God yeah, Jokey Smurf doesn't need an exploding tattoo right. on his forehead. We're not right. stupid to yeah, know that he's Jokey Smurf. True. Brainy Smurf doesn't yeah. need a fucking yeah. smart guy tattoo. Right. <laughs> I've seen him in, in I've seen Smurfette images that doesn't need an empowered <laughs> oh my God. over her forehead. <laughs> I, I saw images of him in his trench coat. They had they had like a couple scenes where he was in his trench coat, and that to me looked cool as fuck by itself. He had he was fully clothed, Frank. Was it purple? I don't know. I'm colorblind. Yeah, he did not have a shirt off. No, but there's things. Damn it! There are things about the Suicide Squad trailer that have me really worried. Yeah. Um, but there are things that have me like really encouraged. Uh, I'm I, I'm. What is going? What are you doing? That we just had an earthquake. About a second ago, my no, fucking mic was like. It feels like you're like down. putting on a windbreaker, and there's like a tornado going on. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just trying to adjust you know, my mic to where it stands right. Live footage. Yeah, Frank's in the middle of a fucking tornado. Like, Frank's like like like, like, like <laughs> reporting about the Joker. That's scared me. See the jump? I was like, Whoa. <laughs> guys, live on the scene here. <laughs> there's a sharknado going on in the background. Frank's here reporting. <laughs> my, my mic got a little fucking limp, so I had to grab a hold of it with one hand and fucking push down really hard. Frank turning something sexual. How original. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> moving on. What's, what's the other questions? Oh, shit. <laughs> exactly. I, I, no, no, there are some things in Suicide Squad that have me worried. Number one, I didn't want to have to worry about this, but I am worried about Will Smith. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. wasn't at first. When, I, when they first said Deadshot, I was just like, okay, awesome. You know what? They're getting a big name in here. That's what this movie needs. They need a big name. And I was very excited. But after watching the trailer and he drops the Suicide Squad line, I'm like, are we getting Deadshot or are we getting Will Smith? Yeah. (laughs) You know, Save the World line did it for me, man. I fucking like reeked of like Independence Day. Let's go save the world. Right. (laughs) You're not going to fucking save the world. You're a villain, asshole. What are we, some kind of suicide squad? Yeah. No, I hate that. Oh, shit. Yeah. And and even Margot Robbie's voice in this kind of worried me. But there Mm -hmm. were parts where she was, like, giggling in the Joker's car and laughing where I was like, yeah, that's Harley Quinn. Yeah. That's Harley Quinn. Like, like. Like shit's getting fucking real, and she's insane, and she's yeah. laughing mm-hmm. about it. Like, mm-hmm. like Batman's probably like trying to like punch his way into this fucking car, <laughs> yeah. and Harley's like, "I hope you got insurance." Yeah, you know, just shit like that. That's funny. That's funny. That's what's missing from Man of Steel. Yeah, I agree. But Man of Steel had two parts in it that you could consider funny, in my opinion. The one part where, like, the guy was giving him shit in the fucking uh, bar, yeah. in the fucking uh, restaurant slash bar, and uh, Clark fucking destroys his fucking semi-truck. Nice throwback to the old Superman. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Uh, I love that part. I thought that was very funny, and I laughed. The second part is at the end where the girl says he's hot, and that was lame and kind of forced, and, yes. and, and felt very marvelish. Yeah. But, but um, this feels like feels like these are characters that are supposed to be funny. Fucking Harley Quinn is supposed to be funny. Joker is Definitely. He's the Joker. He's supposed to be funny. It's going to be dark humor. I almost think of Harley as like a female Deadpool in yes. a lot of ways. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. especially in the comic books. Yeah. 
even Heath Ledger was funny. And right. I mean, in his own way, that was dark way. as fuck. Poor choice of words, and then yeah. he tosses her out the window. Yeah, it was That's smart. Great. It was very well done humor, yeah. and it it made sense and to it his was character. It's dark it's humor, but it's still humor. When he, yeah. showed, right. when he showed Michael J. Smith a fucking magic trick, loved, loved it. it. Right. Oh my god, yeah, it was, it was so cool. dark as fuck. No but shit. it was also badass, and it was also funny. Yeah, the entire audience yeah. laughed. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Man. All right, guys. <laughs> Moving on with this email. That's a toughie. Moving on. Uh, let's see here. Let me. Uh, where does he go on? Question number two. Said, uh, <laughs> the second quick discussion question. Quick. Quick. Exactly. <laughs> uh, has question? to relate to Frank oh, and God. and with his Batman Arkham Knight review. Oh, I recently it. just beat the game, got the full one hundred percent, and got to give this game a Tupperware. The story is amazing, as usual, for all the Batman Rock City games, and I experienced no glitches with the game, probably because I was playing on an Xbox One instead of a PS4. <laughs> Been with Xbox since the very first console, just my opinion. My question goes to Frank. Out of all the Batman games, which one is your favorite story-wise? Story-wise. Sure. Not gameplay, right, story-wise. Right. To me, this is a tough question because I love them all, but Arkham City nudges out the win just because of the story and the experience I had with it at, uh, going after the Joker and others. Without getting spoilerish, I would have to say Arkham Knight was the best story-wise because there was some surprises for me in that. Is that the second one? No, that's the one that's on PS4. That's the fourth one. Yeah, the Arkham one Knight's there. the newest one. Um, yeah, so it's the fourth one. Uh, I mean, because it references so many other stories from in the past, and there was a lot of surprises and twists and turns in that, more so than I felt than in the other games. And yeah, I mean, I, I had some, you know, graphical glitches where Batman would get stuck here and there, shit would get, you know, glitchy and that i i, I can't disagree with Fuck you more about the xbox shit. one thing joker <laughs> never took his shirt off well <laughs> 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 yeah i mean story-wise arkham knight like it holds the cake for me because i went into that not knowing anything and uh i mean i still don't want to get spoilers but like within the first five minutes like the first thing you do is burn the joker and uh, oh wow dude uh can i let me talk about this real quick. Yeah. Guys, uh, in case you're not on Facebook. <laughs> and why aren't you? Oh, God. No, I don't There's reasons you. why you wouldn't want to be. Facebook, right? Seriously. <laughs> Facebook's stupid. It's horrible. Yeah. Fuck Facebook. I don't. Fuck Facebook. Anyway, if you're not on Facebook and you're not following Pop Culture Leftovers, uh, yeah, teaser that I gave on Pop Culture Leftovers Facebook page. I did buy a PS4. And you're talking to a guy that doesn't play video games anymore. The last video game I bought was fucking Halo 3. Yeah, that was like 2007. And I, I don't know why. I got like a hair up my ass and I was just like at fucking like Walmart and I was just like, I'm going to buy a PS4. <laughs> I just like did like out of nowhere. It happens. Bought it. Yeah. yeah. And so like, yeah, that might be part of my good pop, bad pop this week. Oh, so. yeah. I got a text message saying Xbox one or PS4. Yeah. And I replied PS4. I don't know what the question is, but the answer is always PS4. Yeah, I, and I've got both of them. So I can fucking say that assholes. <laughs> that's, I, I mean, that's like, like, yeah, if, if I'm going to ask anybody, it's going to be Frank. So I like, I hit Frank up. Cause I like the question wasn't like, 
PS4, Xbox, or Wii U. Oh, <laughs> I know because like then, then like maybe like if I was considering a Wii U, I would have like sent Jake a text. Right? No, you didn't. <laughs> like, like no, I like I'm interested in actually playing video games. <laughs> so I, so I, I sent Frank a text. I sent Frank a text. Fun puzzles. <laughs> Jake, I'm just if, kidding. If, I don't care. If I if I want to know what box, if I want to know what subscription box to avoid us. Oh, I'll send a text to Jake. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably not a text to send me either. I love them all. No, no, no. I'll just take your favorite boxes and those will be my boxes to avoid. Um, my PS4 is fucking up again already. Really? No shit? Yeah. Like, oh, God damn. I did the, uh, I did the, uh, when I bought the PS4, I did the three year warranty like the three-year service plan yeah, i bought that through playstation like, network because like i bought uh, a playstation 3 yeah and my playstation 3 i had to repurchase that thing two times did you get it through sony no uh the first time i purchased it was through gamestop oh your, your warranty for the ps4 i mean oh uh it's through walmart oh through walmart walmart okay. well the first year it's warrantied through right playstation uh, yeah mm-hmm. through playstation they'd give it to you for sony. a year free yeah, Sony does, but okay. like, never buy one from GameStop this, because those that motherfuckers only, that like only covers manufacturers' warranties. Like this, like if I fucking like if if I get drunk and piss on it, yeah, they'll, they'll <laughs> out of anger, it. right? Yeah. God, yeah, mine is pissing me off so much. <laughs> I man, speaking that, of piss, if I piss on mine, Jake. They'll replace it for me. Right. My brother did that to the GameCube. He pissed on it? Yeah, he sleepwalked. <laughs> oh, my God. And then he took a piss right on the GameCube. Take that, Link. I've spit on my PlayStation. It was hilarious, too, because it was, like, his favorite thing ever. And then he woke up out of the sleepwalking and realized what he did and just broke down in his tears. Oh, ears. my God. Oh, wow. Damn it. It was really fucked up. Yeah, but mine's story. a PlayStation Network because, yeah. like, yeah, they had two tiers. Like, you could do one, like, if it just fucks up on its own or if, like, the wall fucking falls on it if you want it to be replaced. Yeah, so Arkham City's your favorite. Arkham Knight. Arkham Knight. The one on PS4, okay. the most recent one. Yeah. Arkham Knight. Yeah. Okay. My final quick question is for everyone, and it's about summer movies. If you can pick top, if you can pick your top three movies of the summer, what would they be? Mine are number one, Mad Max: Fury Road. Two, Mission Impossible. Three, Rogue Nation. Oh wait, Mad Max is number one. Two is Mission Impossible: Rogue Nation, and three is Jurassic World. Sorry for the length. Uh, the long length on the first email sent in, but I want to end it by saying thank you. Thank you for bringing great topics and entertainment to everyone who listens, and thanks for all the hard work you put into each episode. I look forward to hearing you read my email and quickly discussing these topics. <laughs> well, I guess yeah, keep on dreaming, Chief. That quickly <laughs> part. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We spent like a goddamn hour with your fucking email. <laughs> look forward to listening to two more episodes and sending in another email in the future. Hope you all have a great rest of your day. Sincerely, Austin S. Guys, honestly, with the uh, summer movies, yeah. we may have an episode coming up where we do a summer movie wrap-up. Oh, so that'll be we're, fun. We're going to hold on to that. That'll be I know best. how much you want to talk about Age of Ultron more. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, being one of my favorite summer movies yeah. and all. That was a great conversation we had with the comic slobs yesterday. Oh, my God. It was so great. It was so great. I love... Seriously, Ryan Mears and Greg talking to them about Age of Ultron for the limited time that we did yeah. it made me feel so good. <laughs> and, oh my god! Yeah, you know, I agree. I believe Mears said he was going to send in an Age of Ultron email. Yeah, I, I hope he does 
even though I've asked for no more. <laughs> Mears, you're allowed to. But if it comes from Mears, I will absolutely read it on this show. And you can plug the fuck out of the comic slobs on our show. I don't give a shit. I think more people need to be listening to comic slobs. It's a it's a fantastic comic book podcast. So I'll take your word for it. it yeah. All right, guys. Moving on. I've got another email here. It comes from Andrew Ross, and it says, "Hey, leftovers." <coughs> And Frank and Dave. So I haven't emailed in a long time, but I'll try to make it short because I don't want to add ten, uh, add to the 10-hour email segments. And this actually turns out to be one of the longest uh, fucking emails I've ever fucking seen in my entire fucking life. Man, you guys have been awesome lately. The jokes keep coming, but it's great that we can take a break from that and talk about the real issues as well. That's what we are. You know mm. what I mean? Like every once in a while, like you've been watching the facts of life. Yeah. You've been watching it for like, you know, like 12 episodes and like, you know, Tootie's funny and shit and Blair's like, you know, she's a bitch, right? <laughs> and Joe's a tomboy and you're laughing. But all of a sudden you got a fucking episode where fucking Joe, Joe's fucking doing drugs and shit. Yeah. And Mrs. Oh, Garrett, Mrs. Garrett's got to get involved. And that's what this show is about. You know, we can joke around like Tootie's all funny and shit and like she's on her roller skates and shit and that's funny and Natalie's fat. And like, <laughs> but like all of a sudden, all of a sudden there's an episode where Joe's doing drugs and we got to talk about Holy it. Holy shit. And that's what Popcorns are Leftovers is. Yeah. You take the good, you take the bad. You take them all and there you have the facts of life. Oh. And that's what Popcorns are Leftovers wow. is. <laughs> Didn't know that. Do I remember that shit right? It was Blair or Slut? I have no idea. No, 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 remember, no, really. no. In your mind, maybe. Blair was on Survivor <laughs> a couple seasons ago. That's Jesus right. Christ, yeah. What? Really? Yeah. She got oh like second God. fucking place. Yeah. She did really, really well. Nice. Is she yeah. still hot? No. <laughs> <laughs> she's not. She's not. Is she still hot? She's not unattractive. <laughs> <laughs> she's She was always my favorite as a She's kid. doable. Okay. Well, I mean, you got to consider what standards you're talking about. So, she I mean, cries that a lot. Really low. Oh God, <laughs> man, I don't want to have to fucking cuddle after. <laughs> no, Jake's right. She was totally on that Survivor. She was a big time crier. Jesus, I liked her on that show, man. Where was Mrs. Garrett when she needed her? <laughs> oh gosh. Anyway, what the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> Shit, dude, I, I'm no paid doctor. It's okay, oh, yeah. man. It's okay, dude. I. <laughs> I re- made a really insensitive Natalie joke. Oh, you did. She I was did. fat, though. <laughs> Frank just justified it. You're good now. Hey. Well, that was like her thing. Was, I guess that was her thing. Frank, we used to call her Fatally. Oh, <laughs> when I, yeah. I, guys, I'm sorry. Yeah, I shouldn't have done that. We're, I'm we're fat. Young. It's okay. We include her. I'm fat. I'm the only one here who's fat. It's okay. She's accepted. Uh, yeah, hey guys, we have a fat guy here. Yeah, yeah. it's okay. We That's got right. fat friends. Yeah, we, we, <laughs> one of us. One of us. <laughs> Natalie is one of us. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I still hit it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would. Hell yeah, you would. And we Listen just listen to that line. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't <laughs> wait to read the iTunes reviews now. <laughs> One star, fat shaming. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, there, there ain't no shame in that game. I'd do it, <laughs> uh, dude. Marilyn, hey, you man, Marilyn Monroe. Some people would have called her right. fat back in the day, dude. Marilyn Monroe's body was banging. That's she's like, killer. It's like know. Sir Mix-a-Lot said: thirty-six, twenty-four, thirty-six. Only is she's five-three. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's how old she was. What about old girl from Titanic? 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah Kay Winslet. Kay Winslet. Pay me like one of your French girls. Yeah. Busty. Yeah. All right. the right places. Man, you gotta have the curves. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Dude, I have no problem with curves, man. Yeah. I'm holding on to them. I don't want to hit no cardboard. Exactly. Damn right. Gotta be able to take it. <laughs> she got she got me able to handle it. What are you talking about? <laughs> Alright, you <laughs> can't go through life with the last name Hammer and like not have fucking certain standards. Do you remember when this email started off with him saying, Man, you guys have been awesome yeah. lately? Yeah. Yeah. Can totally we, re- we can totally retract that right now. Yeah. Right we forgot to knock on wood after you read that. So <laughs> fucked ourselves there. Uh, he's like, uh, I know you have a lot of high school listeners, and as someone who is now 10 years removed from high school, shit, dude, I'm like 20 years removed from high yeah. school. That's fucked up, right? I don't even remember. Yeah. We didn't even have computers when I was in high school. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> we had an abacus and a typewriter. <laughs> 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 it's really important to let kids know that high school is not the end all and be all of life. And there is so much more to look forward to and try to remember to not stress about the little things. I had serious insecurity issues and depression in high school. This is not for everyone and I'm not recommending this, but my life changed when I took mushrooms for the first time. We are not advocating this. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're not telling our listeners to go out there and use drugs. (laughs) Right. But he says, I realized how trivial all the bullshit I was stressing about was, and it changed my perspective on life in a big way. And he understood his Pink Floyd albums better. Yeah. Exactly. Makes sense now. There is a wall. When he went to... Oh my god, this planetarium Pink Floyd exhibit is amazing. <laughs> Welcome back, Frank. Yeah, yeah sorry, just in case you didn't know, people, Frank left to take a, you did you urinate? Yeah, I did. Yeah, one or two. Good for you. I no, got number a, one. Okay. All right, good for you, man. Yeah, sure. High five. Woohoo! Woo! All right. I hope you wash that hand. Yeah. I did. It was wet. When I high fived, it was wet. All right. Wow. <laughs> that, that was soap and water. Way to go. Not piss, I promise. Uh, since it's been so long, I have a million topics I'd love to discuss, but I'll choose just one. Can we keep talking about Sense8? I'm with Jay. It might be one of the best shows I've ever seen. Best show he's ever Best show on TV. Best show ever, I've ever seen. For yeah. real? Yeah. Never? <laughs> was my reaction. Yeah, because you, you guys haven't even watched it yet, so you don't even have an opinion. Yeah. You don't even have a fucking opinion. Shut your mouth. Right? <laughs> All the hyperbole is scaring me away. <laughs> Never has a show made me feel so enlightened, emotionally involved, uncomfortable, and edge of my seat excited. That was just the shrooms. (laughs) (laughs) Low blow, Jake. (laughs) This guy's just still doing drugs. (laughs) That's what it comes down to. Did you guys watch it on shrooms? Is that why you like it so much? Oh, my God. yeah, I think I did. I think I did. I wish. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. I took I, I I took my I took my uh iPad out into a fucking uh farm field. Just giggled your ass just off giggled. at Sense Eight. <laughs> I was just digging in cow shit and laughing my ass yep. off. Yep. Good times. I was just Good like, times. Man, this is the best show I've ever seen. I don't know what's going on, but it's it's fantastic. Don't dig through cow shit either. We're not encouraging no. that as well. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody our age in Central Illinois done played with it? 
Since uh, – wait, wait, wait. wait. Uh, so my question is where do you think uh, we're headed next season uh, with all the Sensates? Uh, will all the Sensates meet in person by the next finale? Can they top that amazing first season? What are your thoughts? Can I run away before you spoil Sense8? No. We won't spoil anything for you. Don't you fucking go anywhere. <laughs> I I think they're going with the the villainous side. I do too. Yeah, I think yeah. they're going with the other people that, you know, might be sensitive. I so. think I think they're going to open about uh, open up uh, about that. I think there might be a uh, villain cluster where yeah. like they are like we're just seeing Mr. Whispers, but like maybe he's part of like a larger Sensate villainous cluster yeah. that we don't know about yet. So that's where I'm thinking. So just like Gotham season two, the dawn of the villains is coming. Oh god, possibly, possibly. <laughs> but it, it would play with a lot of the other characters' sensibilities and what they think about what's happening to them, and maybe what maybe they do have to choose some side at that point because there are characters that are very gray. But it's like it's like, the, the thing is that I don't understand. Like if if Mister Whispers is in a cluster, yeah. of like other sensates. What I don't understand is, like, why, like, there should be some way that, like, the Sense8s that on the hero side should be able to battle them. Yeah. Because, like, once he's aware, once he's come into contact with one of them, then he can really track them down and locate them. Correct? Right. They should have some way to combat him, right? Shouldn't there be? I mean, it, you know what I mean? If he's part of a, of a villainous cluster, there should be a way, like, where, like, one of them like tracks one of his yeah. people in his cluster, and they, they and they can actually attack them somehow, kind of like mentally, right? Don't you think? Well, I think that's kind of the whole setup. Was like he's this lone guy doing this shit, this shitty shit, doing and then shrooms. he he's going against he's going against eight other people. I think he's going to realize he needs some help um, at so some think, point. You don't think that he's formed a cluster? Yet. Not yet. Okay. I, I think that's what's going to happen is like he, he realizes that these people are now in tune with each other and there's no way that he can beat them at that point. So he needs to create his own kind of situation. Well, kinda, but ultimately, he wants to fuck them all. He kind of did. He, I mean, he, he, Daryl Hannah's, Hannah's character was defeated. Right. It's true. And the only reason that uh, the other character was not defeated is because, like, wasn't he, like, passed out at the moment or something? Like, he wasn't conscious or something? Yeah, it was just like, yeah, it was like, you can't, you can't look at him. Yeah. If you look at him, you're fucked. Yeah. So he is kind of this unstoppable force in a way. Like, if you but, come in contact with him, you're screwed. Right. Part of me is thinking, like, he's part of a cluster, though. It's got to be like I where if he's like a villainous cluster, or if that's just too. I don't know. I don't know, but he has all these resources. Yeah, like who's he working for? You know, he's working for some kind of corporation or whatever. Where do all these people come from? There's got to be somebody else that's kind of involved in that. Yeah, and he controls these people too at the same time. So maybe they're not functioning on full. Maybe they're they're just fucking basically robots for him to do what he wants with them. Uh, as part of your uh, your second question, like, uh, can they top that amazing first season? What are your thoughts? Um, in my honest opinion, I don't think they can. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, the Wachowskis, uh, we've learned from The Matrix. <laughs> um, that first film, like, they, they kind of, like, spent their load, right? I yes, mean, they yes. shot their load, and that, that, that first Matrix movie was just so amazing. There was no way they could live up to it. And that's what I'm worried about here. Yeah. I'm just hoping that, like, uh, the collaboration between them and Straczynski, like, they'll be able to, uh, they'll be able to pull off a second season. But, like, yeah, if you're gonna ask me honestly, can they top the first season? I, I don't think they can. I, I don't think we're gonna get another, uh, 
four non-blondes moment where we're all just kind of like, wow, oh my God, what an amazing moment. Or like the orgy scene where it's just like, wow, that's, that's awesome. Or like, there's just so many different scenes in this show. Um, so back up. There's a character called Mr. Whiskers. Is he Mr. like a kitty Whis- cat? Whispers. Whispers. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They, and uh, they 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 feed him cat food. Um, he sing the meow mix song. He does meow 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 meow. It's got to be wet, or he considers a plot to destroy the world. Well, his only weakness is when you take a spray bottle and you spray. <laughs> right. <face>. Bad, <laughs> Mister Whiskers. <laughs> Back to your cluster. I'd be okay with them ending it with season one. Their Hannah's in in, in Sense Eight. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They uh, you'll see her in the first episode, and yeah. then like she'll come up later in the later episodes. When they defeat her, it's it, it it it's one of those things like you you want to definitely like retain all the things that happen with Daryl Hannah Daryl Hannah. Uh, towards like the end, of not the Colonel movie. Sanders, not Colonel oh, Sanders, Dar- not, not Daryl Hammond. <laughs> oh my god! All right, uh, moving forward with the email, just to let you guys know, I am Team Brian all the fucking way. Brian is the reason I ever started listening to this show because of his honesty and animated conversation when something pisses him off, aka everything Dave does. <laughs> <laughs> I would be Team Jake because I hate Man of Steel. But he gave me shit in my last email for being a Game of Thrones book reader. Hmm. Oh. Yeah. Aren't all of you book readers? I when read it, the book. When it comes to source material of comic books compared to the movies, of course, we, Those want, books. Of course we, want a, uh, we want things a certain way. You can't blame us for that. I would be Team Dave, but I'm not a fucking idiot. <laughs> no, it doesn't say that. That's just me. <laughs> well, I'm not taking it back about the... Uh, the book readers. The book readers. They thing. know you. I know that. Yeah, Game of Thrones one specifically. It's because they have something to say. I try not to bring a whole bunch of shit up about it, but like I've read the books and I, I acknowledge the differences. I just kind of keep it to myself because I know that most people watch the show. Yeah, and to address this comic book point, the, the comic book movies aren't ever direct adaptations of the comics per se. Mm-hmm. So it's not like we're watching the movie and going, "Well, it's supposed to be exactly like this and exactly like that." Like it's. It's a little bit different than when you're like adapting a, a straight up book adaption. Yeah, to a show for a two hour movie or whatnot, you got to have something to keep your butt in the seat. You can't have all the fucking like character development and story because they can. What's well, not even that? Out. It's not a direct adaptation at all, for the most part. Like in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, like the Civil War movie is not a, an adaptation of the Civil War comic book. The well, right, Age of be. Ultron. Is I mean it could be if it wanted to. Well, yeah, but I mean they haven't really set it up to do that. Yeah, exactly. Like the new was it the new mutant new warriors or new mutants in the comic version of Civil War that ended up like the new warriors I believe gotcha. they're like doing like a reality show. Yeah, because they thought they could take somebody out and ended up blowing up like so many square city blocks. They blow up a school. Oh, okay. I couldn't remember what it was they blew up. I knew there was an incident. Yeah. So. Yeah, I read something. Deal with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that hey, never happens. Hey, listeners, I'm back. You, hey. didn't, know, you didn't even know I left. No. Nope. I, yeah. di- I did. You guys kept the con- <laughs> You did because yep. you're here. You were taking an animated piss. <laughs> I was, yeah, that happened. <laughs> Could someone animate the piss? <laughs> like, Hopefully not. Andrew, Andrew Roscoe's on to say, I would be Team Dave because I actually supported some 
of his empowered female woman argument. Mm. But then he blew his nose into the mic when I was with a customer, and I oh couldn't God. stop fucking laughing. <laughs> so I look like an idiot. I would be Team Frank, but no. I'm not even Team Frank, motherfucker. <laughs> Just kidding. Love you, Frank. Yeah, I love you too, buddy. I would be Team Jay, because people have told me my laugh is annoying too, so I get it. But you hate my favorite Marvel movie, Guardians of the Galaxy, so... That's a no-go. Yeah. Brian is who I always talk to and the first person I think of when I see something pop culture related. I am Team Brian all the way. Hope you don't think this is a rating because I consider you guys my friends. And only assholes rank their friends. I just want to let you know why I chose Team Brian. <laughs> uh, here are my Hunger Games attributes. Oh, God. So he's pitching himself to me. Okay. Uh, here are my Hunger Games attributes. Only five foot nine. Yeah, if this is your first time listening, basically what we're going to do is we're going to have a Hunger Games with our listeners, and uh, we get to choose our tributes, two tributes, and they're going to fight for us in the Pop Culture Leftovers Hunger Games, and they're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> and there's only going to be one winner. Yeah. So, like, out of all these listeners that love us and they listen to us every week, like, uh, the majority of them are going to die. Yeah. They're going to be dead. For your oh, team, this guy dies, so I don't have to hear any more Game of Thrones spoilers. Oh, God. <laughs> Reduce the chances. If it helps, at this point, none of the shit lines up either way you look at it. Yeah, there's so still he- stuff that you jerks can spoil, so knock it off. <laughs> he goes, here's his, here's his Hunger Games attributes. I'm, I'm, I'm only five foot nine, 175, but I work out and play a lot of basketball. Okay. That'll come in handy. Yeah, yep. hitting that hoop. Yeah, exactly. You hoop know? dreams. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when Katniss has her bow out. Right. This dude's got a basketball. Dunk that basketball. Hit that three. <laughs> Alley-oop. Hit Alley-oop. that three. With a grenade. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. You can, uh, yeah, she, uh, you can be a part of that assist when she fucking puts that fucking uh, arrow through your fucking skull. Yeah. If I put nine, you're worthless. Sit on Andrew, this you're fucking worthless. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Andrew, he goes on to say, I have also taken Kempo mm-hmm. and uh, ca- let me. Can, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right. Cap. Capoeira. 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 Wow, Jay telling someone how to pronounce something. <laughs> Holy shit. Jay knows, Jay knows his different like martial arts and shit. And his fucking, you know what I mean? Uh, so I have a few moves. I'm wiry. To quote the replacements, I also broke the Spider-Man to Marvel story to Brian. He did. This is our, uh, he actually, uh, I couldn't fucking publish this, but he fucking knew a guy that knew that the fucking Spider-Man Marvel story was going down. We never got to talk about it on the podcast, but I wanted to remind you of that. Ha ha. I think I can be more of the undercover fighter. Wait, for a lot of people to kill each other, and then I come out and kill the last few people left. So basically, he's, a, puss move. he's a pussy that hides right. until the very end. <laughs> and then he kills everybody that's left. Well, that's a smart move. You know, kind of hang back. No. Yeah. No, yeah, well, it is. It's a strategy. Yeah. Sometimes it's, it's smart to be a pussy, I guess. <laughs> oh my god! No, he's just gonna, gonna have a, a, a couple of barbarians. He's just gonna sit back and read those last few Game of Thrones books. <laughs> yeah. They're then, never coming out, so that's not happening. Oh, uh, they're coming out. <laughs> Sorry, this email is longer than I hoped, but I love you guys and fuck all the haters, aka Sean's anger. Mm. And Who? And whoever hates Jay's laugh. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Why do these people listen then? The army doesn't want you, so please go away. <laughs> right. Love all you guys and keep up the great work. 
Andrew Ross. Nice. Oh, it doesn't end there. He's got a fucking PS that haunts me. P.S. I'm a regular Disneyland goer. I'm a dick, right? <laughs> P.S. P.S. I'm a regular Disneyland goer, so I'm excited about the news that they are going ahead with the Star Wars land. I will definitely be there opening day. Yeah. A lot of Disneyland regulars are upset about this because it's going to be more crowded and it's taking over another part of the park. Hmm. But I'm pumped because the current Star Wars rides suck ass. Yeah. They also added the Star Wars trailer to the World of Color show, which was awesome. You can pretty much hear me coming in my pants at the end <laughs> of the video. And I saw the video and it's pretty awesome. Did you and hear him? I totally heard him coming. <laughs> Good I listened to it multiple times. Times, right? Multiple times. <laughs> so awkward, right, guys? No, awkward. no, I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm I used even to it. What that sounds? I'm desensitized. Like. Sounds like <laughs> <laughs> one more time, Jay. <laughs> That's exactly what it sounds yeah. like. So, thank you, Andrew. I appreciate that. Yeah. Andrew's he's active on our Facebook page, so thank you. Yeah, we all just ignored Frank's noises there. Yeah, <laughs> you heard him in the background. <laughs> Next email comes from True Breezy. True Breezy. Nice. This email, uh, hey leftovers, Frank. That 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 white knight. That's directed to Dave, who's who's not here this week. Yeah, no. This email is all about me putting in my resume, so to speak, for why I should be Brian's tribute. Oh. I know you said that you didn't want to put anyone in the woods with that guy who was stroking Dave, <laughs> but I couldn't help myself. I am totally down for this. Attached is my PowerPoint presentation, and she sent it to me. What? I am, I am reviewing it right now. Holy shit. I am reviewing. I have been kind of overwhelmed with how many people want to be my tribute. <laughs> like, seriously, like, I, I honestly, seriously, like, I, it's not a joke. Like, I seriously think I'm the least popular person on the show. Like, you always say that. That's so yeah, I know. It's not a joke, though. Like, I, I seriously. It's not a joke that you think that, but yeah. it's a joke that you believe it. Yeah. Really? Yes. I don't. I, I, I don't think there's many people that hate you as you think there are. Oh, there's a lot of dude. I, no, well, yeah, I disagree with more, Frank. But there, but people, the people that love you really love you. Right, and that's a lot, true. And there's a that's, lot of that's them. true. That's true. They're, 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 the people that do that do like me, yeah. do like me, do, do love me, love me. Yeah. yeah, you're a love or hate kind of guy. Exactly. Like there's like, and that's what that's how I want it to be. I'm not. I'm not going out of my way for everybody to like me. If you don't Obvi. like. <laughs> if you don't like me, if you don't like me, fuck you. I don't give a fuck. I'm not. I'm not gonna kiss your fucking ass so you fucking like me. That's but, the dude that went down the street earlier. If he yeah. likes you. <laughs> oh my god. Come on. Come on. Settle, Frank. That's something that happened. Anyway, I think that guy wanted to be your tribute. Oh my god. Uh, next email. It comes. Oh yeah, he should be. I'll send him out there. <laughs> next email. It comes from True Breezy. I am taking applications and yours is at the top. Okay. So I've got a ton of them. It's unreal. I got a question for True Breezy yeah. for Twitter real quick. Hey, yeah. True Breezy, who are you rooting for on that all returning player survivor season next season? Oh, she hit me up on Twitter. Does she watch Survivor? Yeah, yeah. Okay. She's a big, uh, Natalie, one of the 20 fans. Okay. Uh, next email comes from Ryan, not Ryan Mears of the Comic Slash. Ryan Johnson, director of Episode 8. Not Ryan Johnson, the director of Star Wars Episode 8. But it's Ryan DeBoer. And he says, Dear Brian, Jake, hopefully Jay, and the Left Knots. 
Love knots. <laughs> My name is Ryan DeBoer. I am a first-time emailer and a long-time listener since the Guardians of the Galaxy podcast recorded over a year ago. The next 10 seconds are my customary ego stroking that if this is your 23rd email read today, you have my permission to skip past. I just wanted to say thank you, Brian, for all the time and effort that you spend in each week and research. Stroke it, stroke it. <laughs> stroke. <laughs> you do a great job at giving the Leftover Army a positively unprofessional end product week after week. To the rest of the Leftovers, I just wanted to let you know that the content you provide is amazing and you affect hundreds of people like me on a week-to-week basis that you don't even know about. It's because of you guys that I actually started to read comics and see movies I would have otherwise not seen. Keep up the great, awesome work, you guys, uh, and you know that this hobby of yours is greatly appreciated. The main reason I wanted to email you is to give you a possible idea on how you can handle the leftover Hunger Games you have been talking about the past few weeks. Instead of just picking who would you who would win between X and Y, you could play a game of Super Fight where you could roll a dice to figure out who faces who. Then you draw one of your two, three, four leftover tributes and draw a weapon, location, and possibly support a character to help them. Followed by a one to two minute debate and rebuttal on who would win the in the fight. You know what? I think that you are the fucking owner of a flat top grill. <laughs> because that's, you know what I mean? <laughs> you guys following me here? I do follow you. You want to make this any more fucking complicated for me? If he is the owner of a flat top grill, <laughs> I would like some gift certificates. Oh my god. <laughs> I will eat there. Yes. No. <laughs> I will make perfect concoctions of deliciousness. Much like he goes on to say, much like, much like the Hunger Games. A lucky draw with an overpowered weapon or benefiting situation could determine the outcome rather than just sheer fighting and a sheer fighting ability and stats, although the stats can definitely come into play in the argument. Overall, I think this could make for a hell of a segment on a podcast and wouldn't result in people feeling like they are being ranked when they lose a battle due to stats or popularity. Anyways, you can take my suggestion and tell me to shove it up my ass or tweak it and use it on the podcast. Yeah. Thanks for the awesome content you give me each week, except for last week. <laughs> Brian. Because we here at Pop Culture Leftovers, we're all about not hurting people's feelings. Right, exactly. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, fuck you, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, you. fuck your flat top grill. <laughs> Uh, no, uh, I would really like to eat at your flat top grill. Oh my though. god, <laughs> you're such an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I hate the super fight idea, but yeah, I'd love to eat there. <laughs> Invariably, somebody's going to end up wielding a dildo bat if I end up getting to pick some shit. Ryan, 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 Ryan. I don't know how we're gonna how we're gonna do the rules, the old pop culture leftovers, Hunger Games, but. Somewhere in there, you're going to die first. Right. <laughs> okay. I, you're, I, you're not going to be a tribute for anyone, but somehow, 
Fodder. Somehow you're going to be fodder. You're going to be the first red shirt to bite it. <laughs> the sacrifice to open up the games. Yeah, the honorary sacrifice. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's His like, blood will mark the beginning of the, the Hunger Games. <laughs> like, the, like, 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 like the kid in class. It's like always raising his hand and oh, waving God. his hand when he's got the answer and shit. Fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> that's, Ryan, that's ooh, you. Ooh, ooh, and it's unfortunate, Ryan. Yeah. Ooh, I'm sure you're a nice ooh, guy. You're a good but, dude. Yeah. It's your downfall. Did you guys always have that? Did you guys always have that one kid in class who was trying to hold his hand up with his other fucking arm like this? Like, yeah, ooh, yeah. Like, his elbow, yeah. like, ooh, ooh, ooh. fuck yeah. that shit. Yeah, he now he now manages a fucking flat top girl. <laughs> Am I right? I love that guy. Right? Oh, like, uh, fuck you, Jay. <laughs> Barf in a sack six times. Mix it together. See what you get. Next email comes from Finn. I wouldn't pick that and put it in my bowl, Frank. <laughs> it's as easy as that. Uh, whatever I would make would not be as good as that. Oh, man. just I just want to read off a fucking menu. Just, yeah. Don't yes. go to the Frank Top Grill. No. Oh. Vomit is on the menu. No. If I, can, if I can go to the Frank Top Grill and it says <laughs> fucking... Medium, medium rare. Yeah. I mean, whatever. I'll just pick one of those, and I know I'm going to have a good experience. But medium is well done. Oh, in my world. yes. Well, Jake, I'm not an idiot. <laughs> I, uh, I don't have a death wish. No, I know no, you're no, not but, an idiot. I'm just letting everyone know. Before you hit the frank portion of the experience, you got to blow at least a point zero eight on like a fucking breathalyzer, or you won't get it. <sighs> or just blow something else, right, Frank? <laughs> just blow. <laughs> just blow. Guys, next email it comes from our uh, comes from our buddy Finn Deets Creek. He says, "Hey, leftovers, scrawny Finn. Oh, don't be a dick. Oh, don't, be, <laughs> don't be a dick. Dude, he was fun. he was defending your fucking uh, Funko Pop bullshit this week. Yeah." Man, Finn's probably having the fucking week of his life after seeing his namesake wield the blue lightsaber. Scrawny people are cool too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's a, that, that's a thing that people are saying right, right. now. That's like hashtag scrawny people rule. Right? I'm, look, I'm looking, at, I'm that looking at this table. You got two people that maybe might classify into that or fit, and then another dude who like classifies as buff, and another dude who classifies as fat. Frank just called me scrawny. He's off the show. I, I said maybe. <laughs> he called you scrawny. He called you scrawny too. I said Jay. maybe. Call me fat. fat. Yeah, oh, you're the fat one. No, fuck. Jesus Christ, I weigh like 40 pounds more than you. Fuck. All right, here we go. He, yeah. <laughs> the seat creaks when I sit down in your house. Finn goes on to say, shut the fuck up, Frank. Yeah. <laughs> so Thank I you. Can, so I can fucking finish this fucking email. Love Finn. <laughs> I am not trying to add to the, he says Kilimanjaro size stack of emails. Does he mean Kaiju? Oh. Kilimanjaro? Uh, Mount Kilimanjaro. Yeah, Mount Yeah. Oh. The big volcano. I, you know what? I stand corrected, Finn. Oh. Mount Kilimanjaro it is, sir. Yes. <laughs> touche. I, I, touche. <laughs> Great reference. I'm going to give you uh, two free coupons for two free meals at Flat Top Flat. Grill. <laughs> Fuck. You can expect mm. those in the mail. Figure I'll it out those. yourself, you fucker. He <laughs> <laughs> would, you fucking son of a bitch. I do. <laughs> I hate you. I'm sick of it, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> If we get done by eight, I'm gonna go get some flat tops. Make sure we don't get done by eight. All this talk about it. I'll go tomorrow. Is there a flat top here in uh, Peoria? Yeah, it's over by Grand Prairie. God, fuck Peoria. (laughs) 
Hey, so, so many more steak places. I am not trying to add to the Kilimanjaro size stack of emails, so I will make this quick. I am emailing because I want to fight for Jay in nice. the PCL. Hold on a second. Fendi's Creek. Jay, don't kill me over Fendi's Creek wants to fight for Jay in the pop culture leftovers Hunger Games. Brave. If you remember Rue from the first Hunger Games, she could have won if Katniss hadn't brought her out into the open for anyone to throw a spear at her. <laughs> she was very tactical and used her size to her advantage. Yeah. That she was, was scrawny too. He says that was for no Jake. Way. Even though I am 15, almost 16, I have taken wilderness survival courses and had a brief time in my martial arts. I'm on the varsity tennis team. Hmm. And I love Jay's laugh. Tennis, I, a real man sport. I, <laughs> oh my god. You leave him alone. Fuck you, John McEnroe can fucking win the Hunger Games. He will tear you to fucking shreds. Right, no shit. Andre Agassi would fucking rip your throat out, Jay. <laughs> you son of a fuck. He says he loves Jay's laugh and he hopes that you considers him. Hashtag Team Jay. Oh, yeah. That's awesome, man. It's awesome. Finn Deeds Creek, man. He's yeah. fucking he dude, he's like he's saying I'm gonna be your fucking tribute. Yeah. You wouldn't see that motherfucker coming. You wouldn't see him. Hell no, no, he's would. like Nightcrawler. He's the lurker in the shadows. <laughs> he's act- I, I imagine he's very acrobatic. If, if, Jay, gets, <laughs> if Jay gets Finn, I'm I'm fine with Jay having three people. I will take Finn. I will take <laughs> You are such an asshole. You are a fucking asshole, Jay. I want this to be a fair Hunger Games. <laughs> oh, <fuck>. Wow. <laughs> you don't know Finn's fury. You don't know how Finn's He's like a fucking Hulk. <laughs> All right, this next email. This Teenage thanks, baby. He's got youth on his side. Yes. This next email comes from Jason, and it's titled, Enjoying the Show. From North Alabama. Hey, buddy. Wow. Hello, Brian, Jake, Dave, and Frank. My name is Jason. He doesn't even fucking address you. The re- the Jason J. He didn't His put two and two say. together. Yeah, His he's just like, oh, there's only one Jason, and it's me. And I'm, from, <laughs> I'm from North Alabama. <laughs> fuck, fuck you, G- leftover Jason. You <laughs> fuck that Illinois J. <laughs> and I and I hope Finn dies first. I'm, I'm gonna fucking ACL Hunger Games. Send Finn to his house. He's gonna be creeping. He says, he says, my name is Jason, and I've been thoroughly enjoying the show for the past four months or so, up until your reaction of this email, which I will probably never listen to your show again. Oh, okay. Because you guys are assholes, and you disrespect <laughs> every one of your listeners when you guys send, uh, when you get an email true. from said listener. Yeah. Now, he true. doesn't say that. That's, no. that's just me, and I'm just speaking the truth. <laughs> Our listeners can't send us an email without us being an asshole. Yeah. Right? Right. Busting balls is a rite of passage. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Yep. If your balls aren't busted, you're being, not part of the group. Being on this show from the from the get is fucking a rite of passage. Pretty much. Like, I busted your balls oh, when you God, first got yes. on here. Mm-hmm. Yep. You've had to fucking earn your fucking... Balls. Whatever. Whatever. Whatever, whatever respect. Left out. Whatever respect <laughs> I gave you. I didn't have pubes till after the first ten episodes. Of the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I think that was my favorite comment from the show ever. <laughs> Jason goes on to say, "I was stoked last week when a listener wrote in and mentioned the movie documentary Muscle Shoals, as this is my home and it's an awesome place to live." 
I'm an emergency room nurse and work a lot of hours, so it's great getting to hear you guys as I wind down after a shift. I can't say enough about the podcast and really enjoy all the personalities, especially when Brian is giving Dave shit about blowing his nose on the air or falling asleep. Because of you guys, I've got back into comics with Marvel Unlimited and started watching Orphan Black and Sense8. And also avoided that abomination of a movie, Fantastic Four. Fantastic. <laughs> Keep churning. Wow. I like that word. Say that again. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Keep churning out those five and six hour podcasts every week because they're damn awesome, guys. Jason Corrington. That's Curington. Oh, like I a Keurig. know how y'all feel. Fuck up names. That's just me. <laughs> he didn't even mention me. Yeah, he didn't even mention me. <laughs> yeah no wonder. <laughs> That's fucking leftover Jason, yeah. dude. Yeah. Jason. Um. Jason. <laughs> Jason. <laughs> oh no. Next email comes from. This is if if you've listened to the show, you'll recognize this name. Next email comes from Wayne Brunius. Oh, yeah. oh your, your best friend. Oh, yeah. My, my, <laughs> my buddy. Your Hello, Leftovers, and whoever else is there. Oh. That's me. And Brian. Oh, <laughs> what? Does it say that? That's not a Brian ad lib. It says that. Oh, huh? shit. Brian. I volunteer as Trib. Never mind. <laughs> oh. oh. Wayne. <laughs> Wayne, in what fucking universe would I ever fucking choose your Funko Pop loving ass to represent me in the fucking jungle? Are we just saying that dick ain't hard enough? What? Whoa, Frank. Like he couldn't hang. (laughs) Like he couldn't hang his tribute. Is that what we're saying? He couldn't hang his tribute. Are you... Are you dismissing call, his ability? Do you call, Are you dismissing his dick? Do you, yeah. Do you call your dick a tribute? No. <laughs> I have to think about that for a minute. I've referred to it as a lot of things. I am totally lost right now. Yeah. Where are you, you going with this? Like, he can't go the distance. Okay. Okay. <laughs> can, we, can we please move on? All right. Yeah, <laughs> Frank, I'm going to pretend that you just had a stroke. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and you don't know what you're we saying. We do that right with now. my dad all the time. It's okay. Right. 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 <laughs> like, half of your face is not functional right now. And, yeah, you're just, you're, you're a nonsensical asshole. Okay. That's yeah, true. Right. This is sometimes. not too far-fetched to a <laughs> fantasy to believe. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Frank Frank just had a stroke, yeah. and uh, I'm going to finish this email. Well, this is the first time I've drank in, like, like a good amount in a while. Uh-huh. Yep, out comes the <laughs> day. This is day for Jay. <laughs> that was a great sad little sigh. Uh, <laughs> okay, all right, I'm done now. Sorry. But uh, he's uh, just checking in to get domesticated Dave's SummerSlam grade. Dave's not here. Yep. Personally, I give it a B minus or in PCL slang a taste day. I'll give it a grade. I didn't watch it. I watched the whole thing. Yeah. I give it a B minus too. B minus? Yeah. yeah. Had some good part. I thought John Stewart was hilarious. I, I wish they would have had more John Stewart. Well, he had a line that really cracked me up. He said, uh, for the last 16 years, he's been uh, covering politics, and he's glad to be finally covering something that's real. <laughs> oh, that's <yeah>. awesome. <laughs> and he was going around getting autographs. for. He had his son with him at the show, yeah. and he was like saying that he was getting autographs for his son, but then he was telling his son that he couldn't touch any of the stuff because he was going to sell it all on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so it's really funny. I thought Stuart was really great. 
the Cena Rollins match was fantastic. <coughs> but yeah, it was all around a pretty fun show. I, I've been really disappointed with the last like six months of WWE pay per views, so it was nice to see one that could even be a B minus. That's good. So yeah, good time. Uh, we have a listener named Joshua Gutierrez mm-hmm. who's on Facebook. And no, he's a great guy. Emails. This email comes from Osiris Gutierrez. Oh, wow. And he says, hey there, Leftovers and the others. People just don't know anymore. The others. Like, it's like lost. No, no, no. Our, no, our two-star review is right. We just have like a fucking, like a rotating group of fucking like, you know, hosts. Whoever because Brian hasn't pissed whoever off Whoever I haven't pissed week. off. <laughs> Fuck you, Jake. You're not coming back next week. God damn it. <laughs> I'll be at flat top. Hey there. Oh my god. <laughs> Still gonna be figuring out the menu. <laughs> oh I got it all figured out right now. That's why I like it. <laughs> Mixing sauces and shit. Yeah. What the fuck communist bullshit experiment. You know like 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 the when fucking, were right if when that's fu- what it <laughs> When fucking Daniel showed up for training for Mr. Miyagi. It's not like Mr. Miyagi said like right, what do you want to learn today? Yeah. Mr. Miyagi's like, no, I want you to just yeah. Paint my fucking fence. Right. Hey Daniel, just put what color peg you want for what, what you exactly. want. Exactly. <laughs> right. Did you right. guys see that fucking There video? was no crane peg. <laughs> Mr. Miyagi fucking grabbed his fucking nuts and he fucking taught Daniel's son yeah. whatever the fuck he wanted to teach him when he wanted to teach him. I'll be your Mr. Miyagi if you want to go to Flat Top. Seriously, I need a Miyagi. <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I'm not saying that there could not be a great Flat Top experience. But I need a Miyagi. I need a fucking sensei. Somebody needs to tell Seriously. you what to order. I'll be yeah. your splinter. I'll I need your... <laughs> I need a fucking flat top sensei when I go there. I need it. Because I I, I cannot be trusted on my own accord to order uh, – to, to have the right combinations. I'll be uh, your stick and tell you what color stick to use. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Because seriously, uh, like Daredevil, I'm fucking blind when I go there. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I added egg to it and I don't even think that he put eggs in it. Well, yeah. yeah, that's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> it is a little fucked up, Jake. It's really <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> All right. So Osiris says, hey there, leftovers and others. Just wanted to let you guys know that I have only recently come across your show, and I have been binge listening since. We're sorry. I'm a tattooist. Yeah. I, I, I can't even talk. I'm a tattooist. Is that how you say it? He's a tattoo ta- artist. Yeah, he's a right. tattoo artist. I've only ever but heard he can, of that. But he's combining it. A tattooist. Ooh, yeah, tattooist. he's like, I'm a tattooist. I'm a tattooist. That sounds almost like like a religious thing. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. a tattooist. Like a head-to-toe covered. Right, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot. I was waiting for the dick joke. Yeah. No, he's like, I am a tattooist living and working in Brooklyn, New York, originally from Miami, Florida. And a Marine Corps vet that's really just a geek at heart with my love of comics, movies, and gaming. Wanted to give you guys a shout out for doing such an awesome podcast and definitely Tupperware the Leftover cast and the Leftover Army. Though I'd obviously prefer it to be referred to as the Leftover Corps. Hmm. It's not happening. No. Something <laughs> that can be related to Green Lantern is Os- happening. Yeah. Osiris, like, we've been, it's the leftover army for, like, a long time, and you're, you missed the boat, Chief. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, adding some pics of my comic geek tattoo work. Thanks, guys. And so he sent, like, a bunch of his pictures of his Oh, I'd like to see those. I'm Neat. going to post them on Facebook this week. Cool. Sweet. That's nice. what I do. Osiris, thank you for letting us know of your existence. 
And, uh, you know, it's nice that you just, like, you want to make some tweaks to the show and call us the leftover core and stuff. But next time, just keep that to yourself. (laughs) Just keep it to yourself. It's a little insulting. Like, I don't tell, like, I, like, I would call myself a tattoo artist, not a tattooist. Yeah. I don't tell you about that. No. But now, I did now because apparently, like, you, like, have to tell us, like, we got to call our, like, listeners the leftover, uh, core. Yeah. Osiris, go start your own Purple Lantern core. Right. You know what? <laughs> the sapphire lanterns. <laughs> just, just to make him feel a little bit better, I'm going to give him a little oorah. Okay, so there he goes. Yeah, oorah. Oh, oorah. That was Frank. like the weakest fucking oorah that ever. Was. A little oorah. oorah. Yeah. Oorah. Sorry, oorah. Just to make you feel a little bit better, I'm going to give you oorah. Oh, just like there ain't no fucking way I can handle no, the core. Never, no, no, ever at all. Like, 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 like if droopy dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's like if droopy fucking dog. Gave him an oorah. Oorah. Just, 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 just to give you, just to, just to make you feel a little bit better, I'm gonna give you an oorah. Frank, you might as well just said, hey, Osiris, fuck you. Yeah. No. Disrespectful, Frank. Yeah. Totally hey, disrespectful. Bro, I'm sorry, Osiris. I'm gonna send you some coupons. <laughs> oh my god. For flat top grill. Yeah. There you go, buddy. Compensation. Alright, we're gonna take a little quick, we're gonna take a quick break and come back with more of your stupid ass emails. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We'll be right back with more of your uh, asinine opinions. Yeah. Have it your way. Things that we don't care to read. Yep. Well, I'll be right back reading more of your stupid comments. You can do it the way you want to do it. At Flat Top Pop Culture You get a poopy fucking burrito. Oh, my God. Fucking Finn, you fucking asshole. Like, I fucking retweeted some Mount Kilimanjaro shit to him on Facebook, and he replies to me. I'm sorry. I really don't understand. You don't remember your fucking email? God damn it, Finn. Oh, fuck. He fucks with your head. See? I know, right? Hey, hey, Shit. hey, hey, you know what's going to happen this episode? I am going to open a Marvel Collector Corp. Oh! I'm going to periscope that shit. Right. That's, like, that's, I want to see you cry, Brian. That shit's going down. You know what? We're going to take a, <laughs> we're going to, we're going to take a pause real quick. That way, that way that you people are like, I can't, they haven't started with the news yet and good pop, bad pop, and I'm going to, I need something to bitch about. <laughs> Do me. Oh my god. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you and your too many email comments. I don't give a shit. And you know what? You know what? You know what? If you don't like the emails, I want you to write write me a check. Brian Frederick. And send it. I'll give you my fucking address and you can fucking send me a check. And then I'll stop reading fucking emails. <laughs> It's better than a sponsor. Exactly. <laughs> I, you know what? I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't want to sell you mattresses. Just write me a fucking check. <laughs> if I get a hundred dollars every fucking week, I'll stop reading emails. I want a fucking check from Flat Top Grill. Black <laughs> 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 promoted the shit out of them. Yeah, exactly. They owe me. You got two, four, and two against All right. though. All right, uh, we'll be right back. I, or not? Who gives a fuck anymore? Yeah, we might not be back. Who this, knows? this could be the end of the episode. Yeah, this could be the end of the fucking show altogether. Yep. You should split it up into two parts and have this just be the first part only. <laughs> just a fucking troll. You wait half the week to release the Email, rest of title emails. <laughs> you not cooking? Yeah, dude. Pork chop sandwiches. 
Oh shit! Get the fuck out of here! What are you doing? Go! Get the fuck out of here, you stupid idiot! Fuck! We're all dead! Get the fuck out! My god, did that smell good! Detective, this is no going, and you tell me do things. I done running. Hey, we're back, and uh, welcome back. Welcome back to the uh, dive bar of podcasting. <laughs> oh, jeez. Sorry, AKA. Finn, for just telling you to fuck off on Twitter. <laughs> you just told Finn to fuck off on Twitter. <laughs> well, in a in a sense, in a sense. Okay. Not yeah. like seriously, only in a drunken way, because that's the only way I do things. That's true. <laughs> that's true. All right, so yeah, we've got three emails left for those for those of you that are worried. We'll be getting the news in about three hours. Yeah, so yeah, <laughs> sit tight. Only an hour. To... Only an hour in email. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fucking babies. Did I forget the email? Come on, Finn. God damn it. This next email comes from Thirsty Thursday. <laughs> Remember oh. Thirsty Thursday? He left us that wacky fucking iTunes review. Yeah, that was yes. fucked up. He's wacky as fuck, right? Yeah, crazy. I'm wacky. I'm crazy. Yeah. You know? I'm creepy. I'm kooky. The Zanester. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you're part of the Adams family. He's a zany motherfucker. Yeah. And yes. Frank just caught on to that. A member of the Adams family, sir. He says, hey, fellers. Oh, sorry, I've been MIA. And that means missing in action for all you fucking oh. thick, skulled, ignorant fucks that don't know what MIA means. Oh, probably half our audience. Yeah, people, <laughs> <laughs> people that eat it flat top <laughs> grilling shit. Wait a minute. I knew what MIA meant. Flat top yeah. griller motherfuckers. <laughs> Sorry, I've, sorry, I've been missing in action since my non sequitur of a review. Hmm. I meant to send an email months ago, but I picked up a second job, and I've been busier than a dime prostitute on Nickel Night. Oh, wow. zinger! We got fucking Don Rickles on the fucking podcast this week. Yeah, don't quit your second job. Yeah. <laughs> Binge listened to the last five episodes this past week. So glad. I Episode 100 wasn't the last, you sneaky snakes. <laughs> now I can keep listening to you fucking nerds forever. Good shit, man. Couple comments, questions, rudeness with happy endings. Fuck whoever doesn't like Frank is what I say. He rules so hard. Fuck, I don't even like me. Yes, Wait, sir. what? <laughs> I work with an autistic kid. Are we saying something here? What the fuck? It goes from talking about Frank. That was hilarious. God damn to him talking about an autistic kid. Jesus. <laughs> I am not the one that doesn't like right. Frank. I mean, I work with an autistic kid. <laughs> I was going to say, like, Guys, that's insulting autistic I kids. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to disrespect any autistic kid. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just a functional alcoholic. That's all. <laughs> Functional. Fuck, he says, "Fuck whoever." Functional in quotes. Fuck whoever doesn't like Frank is what I say. He rules so hard. I work with an autistic kid every day, and he will randomly just yell out, "Stop!" So I started saying, "Hammer time!" <laughs> right after he said it. Now, sure enough, his new thing is to say, "Stop." Hammer time. Oh, my. <laughs> Makes my day much more enjoyable. Um, I've perverted somebody's disability. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> Basically, like, you've trained an autistic child. That's... Yay! One of the 
wonderful news. That's, <laughs> I wish we could train We more. have sunk. <laughs> you guys are still trying. I won't take a hint. <laughs> We've sunk to a new low. Sorry, accidentally sent that first part. I might be a little high. Yeah, he sent me two emails. This My is the second part of this uh, wonderful email that I, <laughs> God forbid, I don't read this fucker. Jay is new for me, so I think he's going over everybody. So he talked about Frank and his autistic kid that he talks to and how much that autistic kid likes stop hammer time. So now he's talking about you, Jay. He says, okay. Jay is new for me because I've only been listening since the Age of Ultron episode. But he seems like a pretty cool guy. Very glad to hear that he will continue coming back. Y'all should troll the fuck out of the people saying he has an annoying laugh. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just videotape him laughing with one hand on his. Wow, this is this gets weird. Now this gets weird. This gets, this gets like Eli Roth weird. Oh shit. He says, Just videotape him laughing with one hand on his cock and his middle finger up on the other hand. Also have some raptors and explosions going on in the background for good measure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> I've already got that video. Yeah. <laughs> isn't, isn't that actually the new flat top grill? <laughs> oh my god. On, Do what you want. Flat top grill. Jay's laughing, middle fingers, raptors, jacking off. <laughs> now on to Rosie the Riveter. What? I don't know. Fuck it, man. Let's just flip the script. If every film needs an empower woman. I think he's cost, I think he's talking about Ashley. Derivator? Okay, maybe. Our listener? Or is that a character from a movie or something? I don't know. Uh, all right. I don't know. We're confused. Yeah. It I, happens. Him and Andrew Ross are doing shrooms together. <laughs> <laughs> if every film needs an empowered woman, then I'm going to need a whimsical man, too. Let's make Mad Max Mad Maxine. The empowered female has to protect the fancy boys from the evil Amazonian women chasing them. <laughs> Might as well name the male characters Dave 1, Dave 2, Dave 3, etc. <laughs> nah, I'm playing. It takes courage to stand up for an unpopular opinion, despite how unpopular it may be. I'm sad when you aren't in the weekly lineup. I need my dose of Dave to get stroked every week. Lord Fred Durst knows my girlfriend isn't doing it. I also need some comic help. I love the Marvel Cosmic line, but I don't know where to go after the Thanos imperative. Plocks... Help me read. My man, Jake. <laughs> I, I, I got lost at the Fred Durr shit. Yeah. My man, Jake. Dude, you were a superstar in my book. Uh-oh. Then I went to the mall and figured out what a Funko Pop was. Oh, God. The fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Only use I see out of those things is Jacking off on them, watching it drip down as the heads bobble. But the heads don't bobble. <laughs> I'm sick of that. Hold on, hold on. What, what? Are they not bobbleheads? No, they're what not. The fuck they're are not. They? They're, they're all one figures. solid piece. A lot of the Marvel ones. You are guys, pr- like, I, it, 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 like, like they get like these these Funko fuckheads. <laughs> <laughs> they get serious. Like Jake gets like seriously like like when I when I call them bobbleheads, Jake. <laughs> They are not. Well, they don't bobble. (laughs) Excuse me, sir, but these are not bobbleheads. And I will not stand for this. They don't even bobble. Do you see my head bobbling right now? Well, no, sir. (laughs) If you do not, and you will not see an Iron Man 
bobble, Funko Pop bobble as well. If you're coming on them and their heads bobble afterward, you might want to get checked out. I could have sworn that, like that little, I, that little Ant Man. All the, one. all the, a lot of the Marvel ones are bobbleheads, but most oh. of the other ones are not. Hmm. I've never seen one wow. that bobbles. It's wow. like a bobblehead without the bobble. There's rules. Yeah, there are. <laughs> no, there are rules. Don't feed them after midnight. You don't feed them after midnight. You don't, come don't get on them wet. Them. No sunlight. <laughs> no sunlight. Don't jack off on them. Don't jack off on them. Because- Shouldn't that be a rule for everything? Don't jack off uh, on not it. A, not everything. <laughs> no. <laughs> there's definitely some things I want to jack off. Oh my god. And there's like to- towels. Right. <laughs> Socks. Spanker chips. <laughs> Uh, he says, uh, I, only use I see, uh, basically, like, so, okay. I don't read it again. This guy has seen, well, hold on. He's seen, he's seen these Funko Pops. Okay. And, like, you know, like, you know, like, you look at something and you can make it a quick assessment. Mm-hmm. And his quick assessment was, uh, only use I see out of these things is jacking off on them and watching it drip down the, the heads of the bobble. I mean, I'm fucked up, but that's not, like, the first thing that my head goes to when yeah. I look at something. Yeah, exactly. It goes to something even more fucked yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, the first thing I got to think of is, can I eat it? <laughs> now, where do we go from there? Will it take its shirt off? It's like, it's... Like, it's <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't see him like in the store looking you know like looking picking up oh here's a vision like vision yeah okay. the <laughs> I thought you meant like you were having a vision <laughs> oh, no, the vision Funko Pop and like here's Thirsty Thor's day he's looking at it he's like alright he goes up to the customer service table and says would you mind if could, could, is there a sticker that you can place on this? Can I take this to the bathroom? <laughs> I feel like the only functional use that this serves is maybe for me to possibly masturbate on top of it as I watch my semen drip down the the front of this of this non-functional bobblehead. I need to see what it looks like before I take I, it home. <laughs> I need to see what it looks like before I take it home. That's what it comes down to. That's, that's he, the most fucked that's up what, thing. Ever. Exactly, and th- this is an email that we got from. A listener. These are these are our listeners. Yeah, this is this is our leftover army. Our leftover <laughs> army. Sends us, they send us emails about jacking off on top of uh, vinyl uh, figures. Nice. Yeah. Thanks, army. <laughs> Thanks, army. <laughs> Good job, Brian. I'm proud. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad that this is the fucking. This is the audience that we serve week in and week out. The audience that we serve week in and week out. We got a real brain trust exactly, going here. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, you guys have talked about these Funko Pops week in and week out, and I feel like the only function that they serve is maybe I could spunk on the thing and uh, watch it drip down. I could watch my semen drip down the face of uh, you know uh, uh, this Funko Ant Man. It's the beginning of many a Vine video. <laughs> I hope not. It's one thing to come on it, but to watch it drip? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's gone too far. That's fucked You've up. You've gone too far, sir. He says, that's the closest thing to any action you'll be getting while they are on your living premises. <laughs> oh Who am I kidding? You're probably a stud with the ladies. Please, please, please don't take a break again. Dave just isn't empowered enough to keep old b-hole in line oh that's my nickname b-hole? the old b-hole the old b-hole what? <laughs> the old b-hole zany whoa <laughs> I got you there looks like old b-hole's at it again <laughs> oh man <laughs> I'm gonna call you that forever now oh man they don't call me dark prime they call me the old the b-hole, old b-hole. <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, guess who's going to Flat Top Grill this week? It's the old meal. He don't know what sauce is the mix. <laughs> Should I add rice to this concoction? Or cum? As long as it's dripping off a Funko Pop, who gives a shit? <laughs> it's <laughs> old meal. Presentation is everything. Yeah. Yeah. This. Yeah. Oh, and, 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 and he addressed. He addressed uh, Jay. Talked about your laugh. He he uh, talked about Dave. He talked about Jake. And, and here's Brian. Uh, fuck you. Uh, you're funny. Anyway, now on to come. yeah. No, he says Brian. Fuck you. Now on to my relative comment. Uh, yeah, this you know this, uh, this this guy is just uh, fucking like he's just like a fucking like a like a like a just rattling off jokes. Yeah, just just rattling them off like, like Rodney Dangerfield. Like, like Rodney Dangerfield, like yeah. a machine gun of fucking comedy. Right. Oh, I'm fucking hilarious! <laughs> wow. Let's re- let's, come on, behold! Let's read the rest. Let's read the rest of the email. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! You, hey, hey, you got me all. <laughs> you got me. You got me. Now on to my relative comment. Finally. At least he admits that everything before wasn't relative. Exactly, exactly. Uh, a couple episodes ago, y'all were discussing the future storylines of the Batman movies. I thought that one that might be pretty cool... The Joker kills Bruce Wayne in an inadvertent way and then jacks off on a Funko Pop as we watch semen drip down the face right. of said Funko Pop. No. Wow. That fucking Joker. The Joker kills Bruce Wayne in an inadvertent way. One of the Robins becomes Batman slash Nightwing. We call him Batwing for short. Joker, now depressed, gets caught and is sent to Arkham Asylum but doesn't actively try to escape because he feels empty after the lame way he had killed Batman. That sounds riveting. Mm. (laughs) New threat threat emerges. Batwing can't figure out how to stop his new threat. Has to visit Joker in prison to get advice on how to stop said threat. We have a silence of the lambs thing brewing. (laughs) Obviously, that's what I was thinking. Joker helps Nightwing stop the threat, and during the conversations, Joker finds himself rejuvenated at the sight of a new hero in the making. Joker escapes. Gets some fava beans. And a nice nice Chianti. And who knows? Y'all can test the fuck out of it if you want. Just wanted to give you... A way to fuck with me back. Only fair. No, I think we've done that the entire time. I want to come all over that synopsis oh, and watch wow. it drip down. Yeah. Hey, guys, what's the old beehole have to say about this? <laughs> <laughs> what's old beehole have to say? Tell us, beehole. Oh, <laughs> Here's what the old beehole has to say. Oh, my God. God. Be- you broke beehole. God damn it. This guy, this guy's, this guy's, this guy's calling me beehole like it's gonna catch on. Dear leftovers, dot dot dot, and Frank, dot dot dot, and Dave, dot dot dot, and beehole. Beehole. Drip down. The old Funko drip down. The old beehole. You know what? You know what? Um. I'm not even gonna address this fucking scenario. It's horrible. Yeah, I'll address it. It's I'm horrible. Gonna, you know, what? I'm gonna toss it in the old bee hole. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sucker. Yeah. He goes on to say, "Okay, 
my B, it was so long. I don't know what that means. First time emailing. Sorry I was such a dick. Just wanted to see if I could make y'all laugh. As much as you make me do. Oh, oh God, you want to see me in the end. And he brings us back around. <laughs> I just called you a b-hole, but now I'm an endearing asshole. <laughs> he's, an, he's so endearing now. I know. Jesus. I know. He wins. He yeah. wins. You win, you endearing fuck. Drip down. I won't clean the <laughs> semen off my Funko Pops now. Oh, my God. <laughs> Seriously, Brian. Do they stick together? <laughs> Seriously, Frank. I leave them in the box. So they, you they could would, like make like the Tower of Power. I'd have like, to come on the box. The Destructicons or something if you stick them all together like that. God, no. Seriously, Brian. Seriously, Brian. Frank! Seriously. I didn't do it! I didn't do it! I got this email and one more and we can move on. Oh my god, Supermicons! <laughs> what? <laughs> I like I heard that right. I said it. I Spermicons. You're eating someone else's combo. God damn it! That guy needs to come back and get his food. Why don't you eat your food? God damn it, Tina. He says uh, people are not going to understand that. I don't give a shit. No, seriously. What does Frank say that they do understand? That's not a goddamn thing. Seriously, Brian. Thank you so much for all the work you do setting up this uh, podcast. Uh, it's got to be tough, and I think it really shows to your character and how you persevere every week. It gives a grit. <laughs> <laughs> Frank just snorted at that. Fuck you, Frank. I know. <laughs> you fucking son of a bitch. You persevere. I know. Like, like, How do you do it, goddammit? There needs to be like some like like eighties montage music <laughs> every week I'm doing the show notes and shit. <laughs> I was thinking like I have a tiger. Yeah. Oh, I don't know why. Like I'm picturing, like Doogie Howser doing his fucking blog at the end of the day. Bullshit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm like, talking about I'm like, come dripping off toys today. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm click clacking on my fucking typewriter and shit. I'm like, ah, f- fucking Frank janked up on a fucking Funko Pop today. Anyway. He says, uh, he says, uh, persevere. Yeah, 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 yeah. I couldn't imagine the show, uh, without you. Jake might be your rock, but you are the rock of this show. Oh, rock of Gibraltar. During, during boring work times, tough workouts, lonely nights. It's been you, Brian. Oh, man. <laughs> it's gotten me through. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Only times pulling him through. <laughs> Pull. The only thing that separates us, Brian, is this thin <laughs> material. Yeah. This elastic band. This Tell it like it is. Thin layer of cotton. <laughs> Brian, let's yeah. go broke back. <laughs> Your beehole. I want you to your beehole. <laughs> broke back beehole, bro. Broke back beehole. Let's do this. The beehole boys. No, he goes on to say uh, none of that. Uh, he says uh, during boring workout times, tough workouts, lonely nights. It's been great counting on you guys to help me get through. Uh, thank you all so very much for hmm. what you are doing. If you haven't noticed, just through your conversations, you have touched a lot of people. Mm. In the inappropriate places. Lawsuits later on about this. Exactly. Not in that Bill Cosby way. 
little bit in that Bill Cosby way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Mainly amazing, mainly amazing people, but a few dickheads. And yes, that sound of you're hearing that. Yes, that sound you're hearing is me stroking all of you. <laughs> Under the table. This guy's all about jacking off. Yeah. yeah. What uh, the fuck? There's a lot of fap talk in this. Yeah. Time to go. Might I just belched. Time to <laughs> time to go. Might email again. Then again, might not. Who knows? Fuck y'all. I'm out. Thirsty Thursday. One, two, three. Hey, Thirsty Thursday. Never send me another email. Again. Yeah, that'd be all right. Seriously. Thirsty Thursday. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How clever. Yeah. Yeah. He did a. Uh, he did a. He did a uh, iTunes review nice. that like went over. Like, great on the show. Like, me and Dave, we read it, we laughed, we had a great time, and he's just like, you know how I follow it up with this fucking shit that he sent? An email all about jacking off and b Jacking off, me being a b-hole, and uh, here's my, uh, I'll give you one serious comment about a bat wing, and blah-bitty-blah-bitty-blah, yeah, I, please... This is proof that nobody on fucking Twitter pays attention to what actually anybody tweets. I fucking I fucking tweeted watching cum tripped off of Punko Pop dolls. Hashtag beehole. Somebody somebody that, that they got at that little box that they talk about fucking toy collections retweeted it. Oh, so, like 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 a legitimate page? Yeah, like because like it? because I mentioned Funko Pop. Like, don't they, spoil the episode on Twitter before we even publish it. Seriously. No, but it, it's like it's like it's like a, like no an Easter egg. This episode, it's like an Easter egg when they fucking finally get the joke. <laughs> Some kind of egg. All right, um, I got actually I got two more emails. Uh, the next one uh, comes from uh, Ashley Deriviter. She's our glorious Pegasus unicorn. Yes, yes. powerful. Dude, like seriously, like like a lot of emails I just read, like this last one, and I just, I try to push it as far as out of my mind as possible. Um, the last one that I just read, yes, the beehole email, the Thursday, yeah, the Thursday Thursday <laughs> one. Like seriously, like I try to like erase it from my mind. I'll, I'll never forget that email, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's one of those things. You know what I mean? It's like a horror movie, exactly. <laughs> And But this email that I got from Ashley Deriviter, this is like one of those that I want to think about. And she says, sup leftovers and left outs. This is my formal Hunger Games entry. Mm. May not have formal training, but I'm naturally athletic, quick on my feet, and have the most important trait, MacGyverism. Oh, you fuck. Yeah, Yeah, that's dangerous. Absolutely. And I've mentioned MacGyverism on this show before. Goddamn. And... Hell, I can make anything out of just about everything. Need a weapon? Have a spare paper clip? Funko Pop remnant that Brian threw against the wall and a paper towel roll? <laughs> Here's a double-sided battle axe. Done. Ooh. Also, I have a paralytic litter and a rainbow cloak that can render me invisible. So oh. that helps too. Perks of being a goddamn Pegasus unicorn. <laughs> so to choose my leftover, as hard as this is... Who am I kidding? I love all of you assholes, but I have to choose the biggest one of them all. Frank? Darth Brian. <laughs> Let me be your champion. Hit the music. You're, Bri- <laughs> <laughs> You're Brienne of Tarth. For the pop for the first annual pop culture leftovers Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. And the and in the infamous words of NSYNC, it's gonna be me. Oh. <laughs> Glorious Pegasus Unicorn out. 
God. Derivative. Jesus bye, bye, Christ. Bye. That changed the game. I hope uh, you pick her. She'll <laughs> think she'll, she's invisible and then my people will kill her. <laughs> <laughs> but how are they going to kill her if she's invisible? Frank, she's not really invisible. Oh. She it's in her mind. Oh. It's a goddamn game changer. <laughs> MacGyverism? You gonna compete against that, dude? That's a, like seriously, like that's a like a compelling argument. It yeah, is though. MacGyverism. You gonna fight MacGyverism? <laughs> Instead of a big pile of weapons, it'll be a big pile of Funko Pops. In the of the <laughs> I, I, I have a lot of thinking to do. So yeah. Next email comes from Matthew Chikella. Thank you, Ashley. Math- Matthew Chikella, he's the host of uh, the Never Submit Movie Podcast. Mm. Oh, yeah. And he says, hey, Leftovers and whoever the fuck else decided to show up. On the last podcast, you guys discussed getting together and watching WWE uh, SummerSlam. I was just wondering if you guys got together to watch the show. And if so, what did you think? We didn't. No. 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 <laughs> we hate each other outside the show. <laughs> We hung out yesterday. I hated two of you, dude. You had a beautiful time. I hated time, actually. I hated every moment <laughs> of riding these uh, these awesome roller coasters with Jake Elliott. <laughs> <laughs> he says, uh, "What did you guys think?" And if you give a shit, you can hear my thoughts on the Never Submit podcast. Cheap plug. Hope this email was short enough for you, Matthew Chikella. It was. Thank you so much, that was Matthew, great. for the short email. Yeah. And uh, none of us watched Super Slam, uh, Summer Slam, excuse me, except for Jake. Yes. And uh, I B minus it. B minus. Yeah. I taste it. I taste it. There you go. You guys, you know what, guys? You know, are you guys ready to move on to Good Pop, Bad Pop? GPPP. Because we've t- GBPP. <laughs> <laughs> say that ten times fast. Can't say it once. We're gonna move on to a segment of the show that we like to call. Good pop, bad pop. Uh, yeah. Where are we? Time for more leftover reviews with good pop, Ding. bad pop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, good pop, bad pop is where we talk about the things in the previous week and or weeks that we either watched or read that we liked or disliked. Sometime on the show, uh, we rate things. We have a uh, very unique rating system. And if you're not familiar with said rating system, we want Clive... Uh, to uh, go over the rating system with you right now. Or whenever the fuck he feels like. The rating system is simple. If the leftovers don't like something, they toss it. If they do like something, they suggest you taste it. And if it's brilliant, it gets a Tupperware rating. If all the leftovers love it, then it gets the pinnacle of success, a Tupperware party. All right, so yeah, toss it, taste it, Tupperware. That is the rating system. First thing we're going to talk about is a movie that uh, I see uh, three fourths of us have seen. Yes, guess which one didn't see it, listeners? Oh, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you could take a guess, which 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 one of the cast didn't watch the movie? Here's a hint: he's drunk. Oh no! The movie is straight out of Compton. <laughs> And uh, synopsis for Straight Outta Compton in 1987, five young men, usually, using brutally honest rhymes and hardcore beats, put their frustration and anger about life in the most dangerous place in America into the most powerful weapon they had, their music, taking us back to where it all began. Straight Outta Compton tells us the true story of how these cultural rebels 
armed only with their lyrics, swagger, bravado, and raw talent, stood up to the authorities that meant to keep them down and formed the world's most dangerous group, and uh, group NWA. And as they spoke the truth that no one had before and exposed the life in the hood, their voice ignited a social revolution that is reverberating today. Um, this movie stars O'Shea Jackson Jr. as Ice Cube. That is Ice Cube's son. Yes. If you did not know that. Um, it also stars uh, Corey Hawkins as Dr. Dre, Jason Mitchell as Easy e who, if you guys didn't know... Uh, Jason Mitchell was just added to Skull Island. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That cast. Uh, the King Kong movie. I think it's like the prequel to King Kong. Mm. Uh, and in all honesty, like that movie needed something. They recently lost J.K. Simmons yeah. and mm-hmm. Michael Keaton. I mean, a cast that... I mean, I, for a while there, I was like, holy shit, fucking uh, Skull Island has J.K. Simmons, Michael Keaton... Mark Ruffalo and Tom Hiddleston. I was yeah. like, holy shit. Those two is- are still there, though? Ruffalo and Hiddleston? Ruffalo and Hiddleston hmm. are still signed on. Uh, J.K. Simmons and Michael Keaton have since left. Hmm. And I was just like blown away by this cast, though, at first. So mm-hmm. this is great news that they picked up Jason Mitchell. So I agree. Neil Brown Jr. stars as DJ Yella. Aldous Hodge uh, as MC Ren. Uh, for all of you out there that kind of like recognized MC Ren and were like, where have I seen this guy before? Uh, if you were a fan of Friday Night Lights, you might remember him, I think, coming into the third or fourth season of Friday Night Lights as Voodoo. So, uh, yeah, it was cool to see him, and he was great in this movie. Uh, Marlon Yates Jr. as the DOC. R. Marcos Taylor as Suge Knight. Kara Patterson as Tamika, Alexander Ship as Kim, and of course Paul Giamatti as uh, their agent uh, Jerry Heller. Rhino. Yeah, the Rhino. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, we're gonna we're gonna talk about Street Out of Compton. Three fourths of us saw it. Frank, you can like uh, I don't know, fuck off or whatever. <laughs> yeah, go for some Funko some pops. Funkos, yeah. Who's go. got some Funko pops? Jay, where are they? Brian's got some. Go beat off on a vinyl bobblehead. And oh, excuse me, Jake, they're not bobbleheads. I'm sorry. <laughs> some I'm are. Sorry. Some are. Some are. Some aren't. Yeah, I don't wanna. I don't wanna misquote any. Whatever the fuck. <laughs> Now I'll jack off on something. Let's, I, I, Jay. You know what? I want to hear your thoughts first. What did What did you think about the the, the Straight Outta Compton movie? Uh, I loved it. Um, I Tupperware the shit out of this film. It, and and again, and you know, I I know a lot of complaints are, oh, this isn't an accurate film of what actually happened between these guys and all that fucking shit. This is the best fucking hip hop movie we've ever fucking had. It's, it's like the only one I can watch because the rest of them are such shit. So I was like just totally fucking excited going into it. Um, and then watching it and, and just kind of seeing like stuff. I, you know, I, I didn't know much about like, uh, I didn't know that Ice Cube wrote so, you know, most of their songs. I didn't know anything about any of that stuff. And of course, it's skewed in that direction because he was part of the writing process. I don't give a fuck. This was awesome. Um, it took me back to, it took, the, the main thing is it took me back to when I first started listening to rap. Growing up in a fucking podunk town full of goddamn rednecks and fucking football players and then hear it, you know, hearing rap for the first time. Public Enemy was my first exposure. My Brian yeah. was my first exposure to Public Enemy after listening to fucking heavy metal and all this, you know, Pantera and Metallica, which I'm not taking away from that, but when I first heard rap music, like, that was the most powerful shit I could think of. And, like, yeah, I can't relate 
to what NWA are saying. I can't relate to what uh, Public Enemy are saying. But, like, that was the first time I felt like, okay, somebody's finally speaking out about how much this shit sucks in this fucking world. Like, I didn't hear punk rock yet. Like, I didn't get exposed to punk rock until Nirvana and stuff like that. So when I first heard Public Enemy, I first heard NWA. That was, like... That changed me. Anytime music has a fucking voice, man. Yeah. You know, like, dude, like, me and you, we aren't from the fucking streets and shit. No. But, I mean, like, this music has a voice. Yeah. And, like, this is their story. And this is where they came from. And this is their voice. And it's powerful, man. It, it was like, it was finally somebody being, like, real and angry about something. Yeah. And when everybody else was just talking about, you know, relationship, I had a bad relationship. Oh, parents just don't understand. Parents just don't understand. Shit like that. And then finally hearing somebody just being, like, utterly angry about something, like, changed my whole fuck. I was like, I'm not alone. Like, I, 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 like I said, I'm living in fucking Metamore, Illinois, and we've gotten, you know, we had one black kid in the school. One. Yeah. And, and it's just like, that changed my whole thing because I felt alone. I was just this fucking nerdy white kid that liked comic books. And then, uh, you know, my my parents didn't get it. My friends, I didn't have many fucking friends. I had a few friends. And then to be like, finally, like something in the, on, on, that I can listen to. And, and it's a, like a well-known group, like talking about this fucking anger and how they're pissed off about society. I'm like, yeah, I, I understand that. Thank fucking God. It changed my whole life. I fucking, I remember dressing like that. Like, I wasn't trying to be anybody, but I was like, this is, this is finally something I can stand behind that I'm listening right. to instead of fucking hair metal bands and whatever bullshit was being shoved down exactly, our throats. Exactly. It's, uh, when, oh yeah, oh, okay, uh, all the shit on the fucking Sunset Strip. That means nothing. But when music creates awareness. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. And, and it's not yeah. about, like, like I said, it's not about, Yes, there were inaccuracies in this story. Dre and Ice Cube had a big hand in it. They left out a lot of shit. We didn't get to hear from Easy E. Of course, he's dead. Um, but growing up in that time period, like that was my punk rock. That was my revolution. That was my Beatles. When those got, when I heard that for the first time, I was like, life is is way different than I ever fucking thought it would be. Mm -hmm. And to hear somebody else that was struggling worse than I was as a fucking privileged white kid yeah. was huge it was huge it, it it helped me through a ton of shit and and it it gave a voice to that i think angst that a lot of people felt regardless of your race or whatever the fuck it was yeah it, it was just like standing up against authority and that was that was just huge and that this took me back to all those times no man i mean you watch movies like selma you watch movies like Selma where it's like freedom of speech and, you know, being able to like demonstrate and, uh, you know, uh, be in public and like demonstrate and give your feelings and shit like that. You watch Selma. There are parallels between watching Selma and then watching the scenes where they're fucking like in Detroit and performing. Yeah. When they're demonstrating in fucking Selma, they're the, the same things you see. And fucking straight out of Compton. Yeah. It's, 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 it's crazy. And this is like, this is like fucking like, you know, 25 plus years later. Yeah. That this shit happens. And what's, what's terribly fucked up about this is that they were telling people this then. Yeah. And we act like 
there's so many people I'm friends with that are like, I'm now behind this cause. And it's just like, they were fucking talking about this so long ago, man. Right. And right. you had your head up your fucking ass. Right. It, it's just like, thank God. Like, I'm glad it was made. I, you know, regardless. I'm glad. I'm glad. Dude, I know I'm jumping into this too, but that's I'm glad fine. that they, they fucking showed, they showed actual footage from the Rodney King. Exactly. They showed actual footage. Yeah, that was hard to fucking watch. It was hard to watch and when I'm we had sorry. to watch it. I, I don't give a fuck. Those cops shouldn't have fucking got off. Yeah. That was, that was, that was totally an abuse of fucking power. Yeah. Anybody who watches the fucking video knows it's a fucking abuse of fucking power. Yeah. It wasn't just it wasn't just black youth or whatever in LA that were pissed off about that. Right. But, you know, look at how nothing has fucking changed. Nothing has changed. In fact, that got buried. That got buried. It's like, oh, let them off. And they still right. get fucking let off. I'm not fucking knocking the police, okay? No, no, no. There there are there are some great police officers yes, out there. Absolutely. There's police officers that but when help I the see fuck. when I fucking see the Rodney King video, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's bullshit. And we act like, oh, just because we have cell phones now, right. oh, it's just coming to the forefront. That fucking shit was at the forefront. Right. And yeah. me as a fucking kid that was fucking picked on and treated like nothing in school, that those guys fucking gave me a voice. I'll be honest with you. Like, 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 like I will never, we'll never understand what it's like to be, we're all four white guys. We'll never understand what it's like to be a minority. But like I have, I have friends that 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 I do have African American friends that have been pulled over by the police, and they've told me stories about like how the police have treated them. Um, I have, uh, I'm in sales, and I I know I know of African Americans that are in sales that deal with the public and how the public treat them, yeah. and how they feel like they have to act white. Mm. Yeah. In There's, order to talk to us. Right. There's and, a fucking judge that just got sentenced to 28 years for selling black teens to for-profit prisons. I, Jake, actually, yeah, you, you showed me that article yesterday. It's Jake Bullshit. posted it. I, yeah. Uh, yeah, Jake. I mean, that shit happens. Everybody's got to know that. It's not made up. It's real. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't want to turn this like this whole podcast into a race thing, but... You care if I rate the movie? Go, yeah, rate the movie. So Jay tosses it. I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> you read me right, brother. <laughs> I um, I completely disagree with Jay's toss. Um, when um, when Brian read that email asking what our three favorite summer movies were, I was like, oh shit, I don't think I can answer this because me it's too. gonna spoil the, my what I'm gonna say later on in this podcast. I, right. I think Straight Outta Compton is easily. One of my three favorite movies of the summer. This is the highest of the Tupperware and maybe the best biopic I think I've ever seen. I mean, I was just blown away by this movie. Can I interrupt you just for a second? No, I'm no, sorry. I'm fucking no, passionate it's, it's, about this. It's a discussion, Jake. Uh, Jay. Like I said, the music at the time was so fucking watered down, fucking garbage that mm. like to see these guys like doing what they do in this movie was just just awesome because that that like that was totally a new art form and it always comes from shit like that it always comes from you know the worst part it always comes out of that and then you have this fucking revolution which we don't get anymore because you know that's a whole nother goddamn subject but just to see like rap music come out of the hair metal phase and and for me as a stupid fucking white kid that didn't know that was amazing. Yeah, to this see shit it saved, on screen. This shit saved music. I mean, yeah. I, I couldn't agree with you more about yeah. that, Jay. I, it's, but yeah, I, I, this movie was amazing. The performances were amazing. The soundtrack was fucking amazing. 
and even before this movie came back, I've kind of, this album has kind of come back to me in my life. Um, I, I've had a little bit of some issues with corrupt law enforcement. <laughs> and So, um, I, would you say that maybe Fuck the Police has been kind of a little bit of an anthem for you? It, it has. It has. <laughs> for, for over a year now, it, 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 this song has took on a whole meaning, yeah. new meaning for me. And, and like you said, I'm not trying to put myself in their shoes or anything. No, you can't. Like, yeah. we, seriously, we, we're four white guys. I will never understand what it's like to be an African-American in America. But the song I did can help o- me, I yeah. Can, I can only talk to like my friends and like listen to their experiences and from the, and just and be angry about it. And like I remember being like in this movie watching certain scenes and just being fucking angry. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, the song has almost been like a like a healing aloe solution for for my wounds too when I listen to it. Like right. it, it makes me like okay, you know, it's yeah. this isn't just one fucking isolated event. You know, cops are pretty fucked up and have been for a long time. And like you said, I know there's decent cops absolutely, out there. Absolutely, absolutely. But I mean, in today's day and age, it seems like the majority of them and the mentality no, there, that it there, takes to there be there are a cop. different. There are different. I, I'll be honest with you. I don't. You know, whatever. I mean, there's different profession outside, professions out there where people get like a certain god complex. Mm-hmm. One of them is police officers, and the second, oh, okay, of course, politicians, mm-hmm. and the third is doctors. Yeah. Yeah. You can have a god complex. Yeah. And uh, you can look down on other people sometimes. I'm not saying that they're all like this. There are some wonderful police officers out there, wonderful doctors out there, and, and there, I'm sure that there are good politicians out there. Mm-hmm. That, somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. I, I, yeah, you, show, show me a fucking Yeti. <laughs> You know, show me a unicorn first. But. I thought, I mean, like I said, the acting was was great. It yes. was great to see uh, Paul Giamatti in a good performance again after kind of some of the fiascos. <laughs> watch, um, uh, yeah, Paul Giamatti in this movie is absolutely fantastic. But I do want you to watch that Beach Boys movie that I. Oh yeah, about. that's that, yeah, that's on the list. I yeah. just needed to come out on iTunes or right. home video or whatever, and I'm there. Yeah. So no, uh, but like this is definitely up there. Okay, so we got Jace toss it my Tupperware Brian. <laughs> Damn it. I'm being oppressed. (laughs) Again. Guys, I I watched this movie. Me and Jake, we saw this on the same day. We just saw it. Yeah, almost at like the same time. Almost at the same time. I saw it on Thursday. And uh, watching this movie, I, I coming into it, I knew it was two and a half hours long. Mm -hmm. And I know like, I'm not like the, the time, you know, judge like Jake is like, you know, Jake. (laughs) Yeah. It felt like 45 minutes. Yes, this is one of those movies that two and a half hours. It flew by. Great story. Uh, the f- I give it a Tupperware. Nice from the get go. I I love this movie. I absolutely love this movie. Uh, the focus is on like the actual group, um, and uh, and the breakup of the group. It's mm-hmm. not it's not just one thing. It encompasses the characters and then their stories. The characters dictate the focus of the movie. So it's not like they try to focus on like one aspect of the movie, like right. oh, they, they try to just focus on like how the police officers treated them, yeah, and their you know freedom of speech. No, the characters and what the characters are going through in the movie that dictates the focus and themes of this movie. That's a good point, and that's what I love about this movie, and that's why this movie is a Tupperware, and it, it accomplishes so much because. There are parts parts uh, in the movie where it's about like uh, just the group coming together, mm-hmm. their struggle, and then it's their struggle of like you know their uh, keeping their integrity 
and uh, like what they the 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 thing that they do in Detroit mm. that's amazing. Yeah. And then from there, it's it, then it focuses on Easy E's story. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and his battle with HIV. Um, we get to see things like that I've always kind of wanted to see, n- knowing about certain things that happened in hip hop. I went. It was awesome to kind of like finally see like MC Ren and Easy E's reaction to No Vaseline. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That was harsh. You know what I mean? Like, like, you, like you know that these songs came out, and you know that it was like you know disses. Yeah. But to actually watch this and see like the other group's reaction to the song, and to see how Jerry Heller, Paul Giamatti's character, reacted to the song, mm. and like what he's calling anti-Semitic and right. all this shit. It was amazing. Yeah, what a complex character he was, I, I thought. Agreed. I mean, I, I, I use a real person. I know I'm calling him a character. No, no, no. He's a character that you, you're endeared to. Yeah, you felt so much sympathy for him, and then, like, and then he the, kind of morphs into a giant slime ball. Yes. And yes. It was almost heartbreaking. That, no, that's, that what, that's real life. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah. That's real life. It's not like, it's not like everything's fucking, like, you know, black and white. The way he stood up to those cops. The way he stood up to those cops, but like, the way you feel towards him when Easy E confronts him yeah. later on. Yeah. What a fantastic performance. What a great movie. Yeah, it was great. It's just real. It's just real. The Academy know, needs Jay, to show Jay's this. saying like they, they left some things out, yeah. which I'm sure, yeah, they did. Yeah. But overall, it's just a fantastic. It'll be a shame if the Academy doesn't give this movie any any notice. In my opinion, that's a fucked up thing. I I applaud shit like this. I applaud Empire. Mm -hmm. Empire is a pioneer on television. People want to see more of like the hip hop culture on TV, and I think that's awesome. And I love Empire, and I Tupperware the fuck out of it. And this type of a movie. I want to see more. And like, who was I talking to? Was I talking to you? Yeah, like, yeah. You talking about like they're doing like a Snoop Dogg movie next? Yeah, I, I was saying that they had a greenlit a Snoop Dogg movie yeah. already. Yeah, yeah. And this is great. It's fucked up that it's like taken this long for there there to be like a good hip hop movie with with good actors and uh, shit they, like they that. They did that fucking notorious Big TV. It's okay. Movie. It's okay. Like if you're looking at like from a documentary, I want to know more about Biggie. That kind well, of thing. They, well, it's all been fucking. It's all Jay. It's all been like VH1 behind the music. Like yeah. Yeah, TLC. Bullshit. You yeah. know what I mean? It's true. It's true. This shit deserves a best picture nom though. Like no Absolutely. one's fucking business. Yeah. And I, I'm from afraid. the from the fucking get go, where Easy E is in that fucking trap house. And, oh, yeah. and he gets out the fucking window. Like I am, I am hook, line, and sinker into this because this is only stuff that I've heard about from other people talking to me about how this shit goes oh, yeah. down. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You want to know what really like happened between like them and Suge Knight? Yeah. You want you you want to know the fucking mm-hmm. origins of fucking Death Row Records? It's in this movie. Yeah. You want to know why Aftermath happened? Yeah. Yeah. It's in this fucking movie, and that's what I love about this because like it it it. it the origins, I'm not talking like, they're not going back to Grandmaster Flash and shit. No, no. No, but man, yeah, they, this is the fucking roots of like gangster hip hop. But they kind of do acknowledge the existence of kind of the bubblegum rap. They do, yeah. they do, and, yeah. they do. They talk about, uh, there's, there's, uh, LL Cool J, they mm-hmm. bring up LL Cool J. 
You know, and just the way the club promoter is to the guys, yes. like wanting, like yes. wanting his kind of brand that's going to have people yeah, dancing. I don't, I don't want that gangster thug shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it gives it a whole new meaning because, like, when we were kids and we're watching these videos and shit, and we're seeing like Tupac videos and Dre videos and NWA, mm-hmm. and we're like, we're being told by media outlets that this is fucking thuggish shit. Yeah, but then I, the, I then remember the, watching those fucking like videos where like they were like fucking trampling on the NWA records. Yeah, I remember like not being able to get an NWA fucking record. Mm-hmm. I remember like sneaking and listening to that shit on headphones out on the playground as oh, a yeah. kid. I remember that shit. Yeah, this is fucking real. Like 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 mothers were and, and parents were going crazy ape shit over fucking NWA. And like, if you knew somebody that had an MWA fucking like cassette yeah. or record or whatever, it was like you were sneaking and listening to that shit out. It's like contraband, right? right. Exactly, yeah, time. exactly. Yeah. And it, oh, sorry, Jay. Uh, I'm, I'm just saying, like they, 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 even today, like they continually tell you, like this stuff is garbage. It's bad for people to hear this stuff. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, it, like I said, it's it's like hearing stuff that I don't I don't know about in my lifestyle. I don't know about this shit, and I need to know about it. And everybody needs to know about it. If you live on this planet, you need to know what's happening to your your fellow human beings. I don't care what the fuck color they are, you dumb motherfucker. We have a little bit of a we have a little bit of like an anti-establishmentarianism thing going on here, and it, this is something that I really need to fucking see this upcoming week. The only reason why. I didn't watch is because just the time issue, but I fully intend to try to watch it before the next show. Yeah, and, and like Brian said, that's not even like uh, that's it's it's not really necessarily a political movie because the character performance are so solid. Mm-hmm. You care about every single one of well, these, and guys. it doesn't focus on like one thing in particular. Yeah, I agree. it's like it's like it, it just basically it takes you like on the on the journey of each character and it like does. what they're going through. I thought it, the majority focused on the trifecta though of um, Ice Cube. Dr. Dre and Easy. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But like each character like had their own issues that they were going through. You know, like like uh Easy E was like all about um you know, Easy E was kind of like thinking like, you know, Jerry had done them right and like yeah. he was he was a great manager and like, you know, like Dr. Dre felt like, you know, like yeah, he's taking advantage of us and like that's why he left and that's why he started Lunch Mob and mm-hmm. shit. You know what I mean? And and it I remember this stuff happening. Oh, me too. Me too. I remember this stuff happening as a kid, and it was kind of like neat to kind of see like it all played out on the screen and have like kind of like an, a better understanding of like what actually happened. Yeah. I remember reading like, and I, I remember knowing that Suge Knight was a huge piece of shit. Yeah, oh yeah, and actually seeing that, yeah, he was a huge piece of shit. Yeah. I remember Dr. Dre's real controversial Rolling Stone interview and a lot of this information I read for the first time in that interview. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of crazy seeing all of that, like, right. reenacted on the TV and everything. Yeah. And not the TV, the, in the theater. Um, what am oh, I- wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, I was talking about Suge Knight. But, like, you know, like, after watching this and seeing, like, what a scumbag he was in this fucking movie. Yeah. Because the movie, yes, it portrays him as a scumbag. Surprise! And knowing, <laughs> and knowing what we know now about like him being in Las Vegas at mm-hmm. the time of Tupac Shakur's death, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it makes you think. You I've always I mean? thought <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. It's like, come on! I mean, he didn't give a fuck. He didn't give a fuck about Tupac. 
he knew he was worth more dead than alive. I don't mean to get conspiracy on you guys, yeah, but yeah, yeah. he fucking knew that guy wasn't a moron. Well, I mean, he was just ruthless as shit. Anybody who's close to the information at hand, like even back in the day, like always thought that that was a conspiracy. I don't know, man. He I was in the car. He was in the car. Yeah. He didn't get shot. He got exactly. like a graze. Right. Yeah, right. No shit. Yeah. Like grazed right. by a bullet. He right. didn't get shot. And another thing about this movie, we keep talking about all these heavy topics in this movie, but one thing I thought that made this movie so great is it had some really great, like, light moments, too. Like, kind of the best of both worlds. One of yeah. my, one of my favorite scenes was, um, when we see Easy E rapping for the first time in yeah. the studio yeah. booth. And all the people, Hilarious. he has to kick everyone out except Dre, and then even Dre is laughing a little bit. And just seeing Easy E try to hit that beat with the right timing and sing, I, I thought I was in hysterics in my seat at that, at that scene. That was great. And I thought there was the movie did a really great job of having a, a lot of really great light, touching moments. As as long as it also being really heavy and dramatic when it needed to be too. I thought it was just like. The perfect movie, like you know, it, yeah, it just really encompassed did. like every tone and theme you could possibly have in one single movie. It was great. Uh, it, it, what I loved about this is like the ensemble cast uh, all worked well together. The director did a great job of like making sure that like everybody stood out in this. Film. F. Gary Gray, and uh, yep. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, man, wow. Surprising. It takes, I agree. I was blown away that this was a F. Gary Gray movie. It takes a lot. It takes a lot for all the people that, that were involved in this movie, for everybody to stand out the way that they did. Um, who were the, I mean, with all the great performances, like for you, who were the standout performances in this movie? And I mean, I, I know you can talk about like, uh, uh, O'Shea Jackson Jr. Mm-hmm. and, and, I thought all three of them, all three of the trifecta, I thought were, were, were standout. I do wish we could have had a little bit more to do with like MC Ren. And like that was yeah. my only complaint was that it really was singularly focused on the three main the guys. Trifecta. But you, but you have to. I mean, you only, you only have two and a half hours. I did like the, I did like the fact that they, and it's, I did like the fact that they did point out that MC Ren was like when it came to like the NWA side. Yeah. That he was like the lyrical fucking he he was the guy that they got like their yeah the post IQ Ice Cube writer post yeah. Ice Cube writer for other lyrics MC Ren was where is that we just never really got in his head at all yeah yeah and I, I was a little bit disappointed by that that's true and I mean and it's not like they cast like a, an actor that couldn't handle it agreed I mean, agreed like uh, uh, fucking uh, Alice Aldous Hodge. I remember watching him on uh, Friday Night Lights, and I mean, like, this is a guy that fucking he's a he's a pretty damn good actor. So, um, and I, I mean, the other guy, I, I can't even remember his name. I'm drawing a blank. I'm so space headed. DJ Yella. Yeah, like, and he's the same way. He was in the same like camp as um, MC well, Ren for me. Exactly. And he, if he even got a little bit more time than MC Ren, but you right. still really never got in his head exactly like what he thought about all this shit and everything, right? You know? Right. So. Yeah, it's like like when it came to like MC Ren, like all you saw was like his like reactions to like Ice Cube's like. Yeah, the Vaseline and yeah, everything. Yeah, the Vaseline and all that. Yeah. So, dude, I Tupperware the fuck out of this movie. You yeah. gotta watch this movie. It's a great movie. Yeah, it was. It was so so good. I wouldn't mind seeing it again. It's definitely one to own, and I'm really excited about um, what special features they may add. Like if they might have any additional footage or stuff. Or even listening to a commentary track with Dre and Cube on the Blu-ray. Yeah, man, I'd, I'd want to hear their commentary on the shit. 
Yeah. We got Snoop, we got Tupac, we got we got all the way up until that. Oh my god, the actor that played Tupac. Amazing. I can't fucking believe that. I man. thought like that a, was CGI. I'm not even fucking kidding man, you. He looks, he looks like, like a Tupac fucking Tupac Yeah, Shakira, man. Dude, He's dude, like dude. like spot fucking on. It's Doesn't crazy. He? It's insane. He was like they shot him kind of at a distance in in the recording studio and yes. I was like that's that's like CGI or something. And then I looked it up later. I'm like somebody actually fucking played that guy. I saw a close up with him in like real life Dr. Dre now, man. And it's fucking eerie as shit because Dre looks, you know, his current age I and think Tupac still looks like in his fucking Tupac 20s. It's crazy. Tupac Shakur for like our generation was like the equivalent of uh, <clears throat> fucking like Kurt Cobain. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Like, like I right. remember where I was when I found out Tupac Shakur passed away. Yeah. You know, even when, more when so than killed. Biggie I think for me. Oh, oh even yeah. more so than yeah. Biggie, yeah. yeah. I didn't appreciate Biggie till later so I think, I, I don't know, Tupac was just so in your face all the time that we I think we yeah. heard more about him but yeah, that was huge and it was just like that That never set well. That shit never set well. No. <laughs> Still doesn't. Yeah. <clears throat> Alright guys, uh, we're going to move on to uh, our next Good Pop, Bad Pop. Did, you, did one of you guys have a specific one that you wanted to bring up from your own personal Good Pop, Bad Pop? Oh yeah, Jay, talk to me, man. Yeah. Um, well, th- this week I watched a couple of things. Um, uh, the the Christian Wig, uh, well, Christian Wig, Christian Wig, welcome. <laughs> the Christian Wig, Christian Wiggy. Did Kurt Cameron produce that? <laughs> no, Christian Wig, do. <laughs> um, it, it's called Welcome to Me. It's on Netflix. Um, uh, I love Kristen Wiig. I love her sense of humor. I love her sensibilities. Like even when she's not trying to be funny, she's funny. Um, this is a story about her, though. That's it's 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 a darker comedy. So if you're in the mood for something like that, I would highly suggest you check it out. I'm tasting it. I'm not Tupperwareing it. Because it kind of falls flat towards the end, but that's how many, a, how many episodes is this? It's, it's a movie. It's, it's just a movie. Yeah, it's just okay. one thing. Um, she has uh, borderline personality disorder. Um, she gets off of her meds. Tim Robbins is her psychiatrist in this. So you got Tim Robbins, Kristen Wiig. Oh wow! Um, and she's she's basically like. One of those people you know that watches too much television. So she's like really into Oprah Winfrey and, and just all the talk shows. Right. So she has borderline personality disorder. She wins the lottery and then she gets, she uses that money to get her own show. And it's funny. It's like, you know, you're, you're laughing the whole time, but at the same time, you feel bad about laughing because it is, it is, it is a darker kind of tinge to it. So she's still great in it. Like she's not even trying to be funny, but she's still funny kind of thing. Um, you know, she has a couple of love interests in this that kind of, you know, are trying to, you know, people that are working on the show and whatnot that are trying to kind of bring her back to reality. And she never gets there. I mean, I don't mean to spoil, well, spoiler alert, she never gets Ah, there. Okay. Um, but it's just one of those things, like, if you love, uh, if you love Kristen Wiig, I would highly suggest you check it out because it was laugh out loud funny at times. But again, it's just, it's one of those movies where I felt bad about laughing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just watching it and I'm feeling bad about, you know, because there are people with fucking personality disorders, you know, that, right. that does happen. I Some mean, of what we, she does we, so- we podcast with one. Isn't right. 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 Yeah. But <laughs> it's, it's just funny because there's these moments where she's, you know, like teaching people how to cook, but it's just her. There's no guests. Right. It's just her doing her own talk show where there should be guests. 
and there's not, and it's just like these really fucked up situations, and I, I don't know. It's, I, I enjoyed the fuck out of it. Just if if you're in the mood for a dark comedy, check it out. No, I mean like okay, honestly, like. Are you not Tupperwareing it because you're worried about what people would think if you did? No, because it it, it ends on such a um, fucked up note. Okay, where it's just like I didn't really think it was going to go down that far to okay. that okay. to that point. So it's just kind of like yeah. all the way up to the end. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it, and then yeah. the end, it's like, what the fuck just happened? Right. So it's just it's another one of those. I'm intrigued now. What's, I, it, what's it called again? Uh, it's it's god damn it, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to me, Kristen Wig. The, okay. the way you're describing it reminds me of like kind of the way I laughed at like the fucked up people and like the therapy scenes in Fight Club and stuff. It, it, How it's like not funny, but it's still like it is kind of like that. Oh, like, yeah, like the like the 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 chick that has cancer, but she's like. Is like begging. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly like because some of what like she Bob, does so well is yeah, Bob's character Bob's and everything. Character, yeah, meatloaf. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're some right. of what she does so well is that like it's like the fish out of water thing. Being awkward is like her whole thing. It's it's so awkward. It's <laughs> so awkward. And I know I'm sure you guys would appreciate this I kind would of appreciate humor. it. Um, I love watching the train wreck. Yeah. It, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> right. It's it's as funny. Why do you think I host this fucking show? Because <laughs> you're a real bee hole. <laughs> 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 I'm not trying to say it's not as funny as something like Bridesmaids. Right. It is that no, funny. No, 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 no. It's a different kind of humor, it sounds I, like. You know, it sounds like a different kind of humor. Like 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 maybe like like a like a dark comedy slash smart comedy. You're you're concerned for her character. But you're also laughing mm. at her character because she's such a great fucking comedic actor. Mm. If anyone else would have done this, it would not have been funny. I love I love like niche comedy. I love it when a comedian's like, you know what? I don't want to please everybody. Yeah. I just want to please a certain certain group of people that will appreciate this comedy. Uh, Jeff Garland did a uh, movie with Sarah Silverman called uh, I Just Want Somebody to uh, Eat Cheese With. Right. And Sarah Silverman's uh-huh. a and, great example. And it's such a great movie, yeah. man. It's such a great fucking movie. Um, I mean, think of think of all the things that you think of are absurd about Oprah Winfrey and, you know, Rosie O'Donnell's shows where, oh, let's teach you how to make a fucking cake today and that oh, yeah. kind of shit. Well, she's doing it by herself. Nobody else is there. The audience is kind of like, what the fuck is going on right. the whole time? So It's like a train wreck. It's definitely a train wreck. The whole yeah. thing is a train wreck. And by the end, you're kind of like, god damn it, that kind of sucks. But the whole up until that point, it is hilarious. You, you guys, uh, if you like that, Jay... And you want to see like something like a train wreck done really well? Mm-hmm. Watch Hello Ladies. Okay. On HBO. Okay. With uh, oh, what's his name? I can't remember the guy's name. Is that the creator of the Office's show that yeah. he did for HBO? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Watch Hello Ladies. You'll really appreciate it. The guy is so awkward. Around. Ricky Gervais? Not no, that. No, the oh, American sorry. Office. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Um, guys, moving on to our next. Moving next, on. Next topic. <laughs> How do I introduce this one? <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. You know exactly where this is going. No, I can I'm, I'm digging it. You know what the sound means, right? 
Went out American Summer. I know what that is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no shit. It means we're getting sued by Jefferson. <laughs> <laughs> it means we're getting sued by Jefferson Starship. You are correct. For uh, for not paying royalties to play uh, the song. Yep. We ain't making no money off this. They can kiss my white ass. Oh. <laughs> Hairy wow. white ass, I might have. Wow, Jesus Frank. Straight, <laughs> straight out of Frankton. <laughs> no, we're going to be talking about Wet Hot American Summer. Uh, Jay, you talked about it a uh, couple weeks ago, uh, yeah. episode 102, I believe. Um, and I had not seen Wet Hot American Summer, the movie. I had not seen the, uh, the, the series on Netflix. I wanted to let you know... That I now have watched Wet Hot American Summer, the movie, uh-huh. and the entire series on Netflix. Nice. Ooh. All right, so now we can have a discussion Talk about, about it. About it. <laughs> um, okay. First thing I wanted to point out is that I am glad that I did not listen to you <laughs> and watch the series first. Oh, okay. Okay. I uh, actually got a text message from our buddy Aaron Claude Miller, and he's like, Brian and Jesse Candelori, okay. our, our buddy uh, from the Candelorians. Uh, the Candelorians from Facebook, and they said, Brian, you definitely want to watch the movie first. Jay uh, is smoking crack. Uh, I've never smoked crack to him. Jay is a uh, uh, crack smoker. Yeah, and uh, don't uh, fucking uh, watch the series. I have a fucked up story about that, but it's not about crack. So you know what? I want to. I want to talk about like I'm in full agreement with them. I would not have understood Bradley Cooper's character and his relationship with Michael Mm. uh, Ian Black. Right. I would have been totally 100% lost when it came to uh, the voice of Bob's Burgers right. yeah. becoming a fucking uh, can of mixed vegetables. Right. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot that I would not have understood um, why – there's a, just a lot of different characters like Paul Rudd's character and like you know his relationship right. with uh, old girl mm-hmm. and – I, I, I honestly like I understand what you're saying. Like I think what you were saying is like I prefer the the show, the Netflix series more than the movie. Mm-hmm. But I think in order for me to appreciate the fucking series, I think I had to get the backstory and watch the movie first. Right, you know, you're I, right. I, I did watch the movie first. Okay, um, I wouldn't have understand like what the big deal was with like. Uh, Christopher Maloney's character, mm-hmm. <laughs> Jonas and Jean, yeah. I wouldn't have known anything, right. man. Oh. So I'm glad that I did not listen to you. <laughs> no, no, I'm glad I disregarded. I'm glad that I disregarded. Like you're like my friend of over 30 years. Yeah. I'm glad I disregarded everything that my friend from over 30 years has said. Right, smart move. I'm glad I did. What does that tell you about me? <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't listen to anything you said. <laughs> so, so guys, no. What I'm going to do is I watched Wet Hot American Summer the movie. Yeah. And I'm going to Tupperware the movie. Oh yeah. I, I, mm. I, I laughed my fucking ass off. It's uh, it's it's if you like shows like. Uh, uh, you know, uh, Children's Hospital. You're gonna love Wet Hot American Summer because, like, this is like the roots of fucking like Children's oh, yeah. Hospital and yeah. shit. And then watching the TV series, uh, the only compl- I, I, I'm going to Tupperware the TV series. The only complaint that I really have with it is that they they kind of focused more on the kids some at some points. At That's some true. Parts 
and like the kids were never a focus in the original series. I can understand like I kind of talked to the comic slobs about this yesterday that they were like, well, in order to fill out like like you know four hours of content with eight episodes, that you kind of had to like maybe put the kids in there a little bit more. Right, that makes sense. That makes sense, but. I'm going to Tupperware both the movie and the series. I absolutely loved it. It was I had such a great time. Oh my god! And it's it's such a fun show. It's so fucking bizarre. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You guys, Frank, uh, Jay, go ahead and talk about this. Like for me, it's like the same thing, man. I mean, like you, in order to have like the appropriate fucking appreciation. For for the series, you gotta watch the movie first. Because one of the funniest things to me is seeing all these fucking old ass actors, like in the same fucking roles that they were in like yeah. 14 fucking years ago. Yeah. And they're so out of place, it's hilarious. Michael Showalter looks like, <laughs> what the fuck happened, Michael? <laughs> shit, man. Goddamn oh stud God. and then shit. Yeah. Like, the movie on its own reminded me a little bit of, like, Napoleon Dynamite. Like, the more you watch it, the yeah. funnier it is. Yeah, true. And, mm-hmm. man, oh, my God. Like, Paul Rudd, this is, like, what I wanted to see out of him all summer long. Like, yeah. Ant-Man was fucking shit. But this is, like, Paul Rudd's fucking wheelhouse here. Absolutely. Fucking awkward as hell. And just over the top, like, psh, psh. When he has to fucking pick up all that shit in the fucking yeah. lunchroom that yeah. he knocked over himself. One of his best scenes ever as an actor. Oh my god. <laughs> like he's got fucking attitude about having to do the every Paul, little thing. The Paul Red Janine Garofalo's <laughs> Yeah. Oh pick that up. And, yeah. I, and like, you know, it, it takes a little bit when you're watching the movie up front to like get your bearings like of like how serious it is or isn't. Like when the kids start fucking dropping left and right and he's fucking kicking kids out of his van that yeah. have seen too much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to the road, yeah. Right, oh no shit. God. I mean, that's fucking great, man. Two it's kids. awesome. Two kids fucking drowning in the lake. Yeah. <laughs> and I... It's Tons of kids die. It's shit. fucking... Never crazy. heard from a kid. It's hilarious. <laughs> what are we going to do? We're going to take the person that was partnered and just talk about the fucking door. <laughs> the movie, the movie, old dude, is like, okay, the fucking talent show and shit. Yeah. Old dude's fucking talent is fucking like... The wind and shit. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck was that about? Yeah. And like the song, that song. What's that song? Uh, uh, damn higher it, it's in both of them. Yeah. Higher and higher. <laughs> Yeah. And then, like, we see the origins of that song, and you know who they incorporate into this movie? The best part of Horrible Bosses 2, Chris Pine. True. Oh my god. Chris Pine. Yeah. Is so funny. He's the best part of that series. (laughs) He is so funny comedically. Yeah. Like, Horrible Bosses 2 would be an absolute toss it without Chris Pine. Yeah. Chris Pine is so fucking good in Horrible Bosses 2. And he fucking kills it in, uh, American, uh, Great Edition. Hot American Summer. Yeah. So good. The rock star hero (laughs) type person. So fucking good. Yeah. Like, I love, like, how, like, Elizabeth Banks' character, how they incorporate her, Mm -hmm. the reporter. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Just watch. Okay. If you haven't seen Wet Hot American Summer, watch the movie. (laughs) Watch the – don't listen to Jay. Watch watch the fucking movie first. And then watch the series. There you go. I absolutely love it. Uh, uh, Ken Marino. Yeah, he's fuck. He's one of my favorites, I man, from the state. Yeah, yeah I mean, you know, like I, 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 I loved him from the state. Michael Ian Black. Michael Ian, yeah. And I, I love them when they were they, they both played, uh, they both played gay lovers on Reaper. Yeah, 
with uh, Tyler Labine and Brett Harrison. Oh, shit, I didn't know that. I loved. And uh, they were great on uh, Reaper in the second season. Party Down. And, uh, yeah. Well, the one, yeah. And, man, uh, and I, just, I love I love What Hot Macker in Summer. Like, I hope that we get, I hope that they come back and do another one. Yeah, the aftermath, the, the aftermath, the later years. <laughs> aftermath, yeah. Right. yeah. I, I got to tell you guys, this is fucked up, okay? I thought, I thought for sure that I had seen Wet Hot American Summer, the movie. I did not. Really? I did not see it. So oh. I saw some other camping movie with fucking Stephen Colbert. I don't even know what the fuck oh, it is. Fuck. If wow. any listener knows what the fuck it is, I IMDb'd it. It doesn't exist. So now you, <laughs> <laughs> so you never saw it in the correct order. I oh didn't even God. see it in the correct order. Okay. Wow. So wow. I didn't. Shit. I didn't get the references. But I love. I like it better this way because it. I love I love the state. I love kids in the hall where it's just like, what the fuck is this joke about? Right, like, right. What are they talking about? So I enjoyed seeing it and then seeing what actually happened in the movie afterwards. So I actually yeah. watched it in the correct order. Nice. Not, not in what you should watch it in, but I watched it in the proper <laughs> so order. So basically it's like you watched the Star Wars prequels yeah, first. Yeah, first. Oh, shit. And no. loved and it. And then you watched the trilogy. Yeah. <laughs> but but going going back and seeing it, Wet Hot American Summer, is the, the film is superior. Yeah. But the series still, it, yeah, like you said, besides right. the kids' shit, like the Caddyshack bullshit yeah. or meatballs or whatever the fuck they were trying to do there, it was still fucking I, – I still enjoyed like seeing the progression from that and being like, okay, this is what that leads up to or this is what – I can understand like some of the people that they put into the show. Like I, I enjoyed that they got like all the original cast in. Yeah. I didn't appreciate that they – it felt like David uh, – what is it? Uh, David uh, – What's his name? Hi, uh, David uh, from David Hyde Pierce. David Hyde Pierce was kind of forced into it, right? It felt it felt all over again. It felt like kind of like uh, Arrested Development season four. Yeah, that's true. Or but like, he seemed kind of fucking out of place in the movie itself, anyway. That's true. I'm, <laughs> that's true. I'm I mean, it's looking awkward as fuck. Yeah. There's there's a lot. It's it's that kind of just. I don't know what that humor is. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, he was the professor. Yeah, was just kind of like he was so awkward. Yeah, yeah. And then they ended up like like coming up with some kind of way to block a fucking. But it was like like, it was like meteorite or some shit. We have we have a great cast in the first film. Mm. It's like okay, now we're just gonna like. Well, we're gonna throw Kristen Wiig in here. Yeah. We're gonna throw what's that? What's that actor's name? Jason Schwartzman. Jason Schwartzman. We're gonna throw him in there, and then we're also gonna put like uh, John Hamm in now. Um, Oh, I I love Paul Shear, and it's like they kind of threw Paul Shear in there, and they put they put uh, you know Peel from Key and Peel. Yeah, they put him in there. It just fucking cracks me up though, like with the Christopher Maloney shit. Because I've only ever seen him be when like a he straight was, arrow fucking character from yes. CSI, and then also in Man of Steel, he was like all military shit. And then, and then and he's Sin, so fucking and, broken in this. And in Sin City, a dame to kill for too. I mean, really? he was in that movie, oh, God, and he plays like that. you know, he, he plays like a uh, fucking detective, <sighs> police officer, and shit. Michael Sarah, yeah, it's Michael awesome. Sarah. as a lawyer. Yes. <laughs> he was great. He was great. It was a small fucking part, but he was fucking hilarious. Oh, my God. <laughs> I tell you, like, uh, out of all the... Okay, let's talk about the actors that, like, 
look like shit. <laughs> oh my god! Fifteen years later, so many. That was the best part right. of like watching the first episode of the series. Besides Paul Rudd, Paul <laughs> Rudd, <laughs> Paul Rudd looks great, immaculate. Yeah. Ken yeah. Marino looks decent. Yeah, I would say. I would say. Um, what's her name? Uh, Elizabeth Banks. Mm-hmm. She's looks she looks good. good. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah, Michael Showalter. What the fuck? <laughs> he looks oh like god. pure shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's running after that kid, and he's like, come here. What the oh, fuck? Shit. He was a good-looking He was a good looking dude. That was 14 years ago, man. Life is yeah. fucking hard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Janine Garofalo actually looked – I mean, she she's uh, – She ages well. She ages well. Yeah. I mean, you know, and uh, she looks good. But, man, I don't know. I love it. I Tupperware both the movie. I Tupperware the series. I, uh, I really hope to see – that we get uh, an aftermath, like you said, Jim, yeah, like, like a part three to this. I it was a see. good time. I it's, wanna, it's just silly. It was it's fucking awesome. It was very silly. It was just giggle your oh, ass God. off. Amy Polair, though, yeah. unfortunately, I don't think like, like like the character really, like in the first movie, she was really that good. Yeah. Right. In the second movie, she was better. Mm-hmm. But like uh, even like Bradley Cooper and... Wasn't, wasn't really impressed. No, they were definitely more. I, th- I I thought they were more so in the series, more prevalent than yeah. the movie. Yeah. You know, I I think they focused more on those two guys more so. Yeah, but yeah, I I, I yeah. Overall, like I said, I fucking I swear to God, I saw that movie, and wow. I'm like, I'm gonna watch the series. That's it's cool. Bizarre. No, I didn't. <laughs> Don't trust me, guys. Yeah, at all <laughs> for anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, guys, moving on. Wet Hot American Summer. Uh, after that, what do you guys have? Uh, who has uh, Good Pop, Bad Pop this week? Um, I can continue my DC animated movie rankings. Okay. Yeah, I. Um, this is the third one. It's been forever since I did this. So for a quick recap, the first one was uh, Superman Doomsday. Mm-hmm. I gave that a high taste it. The second one was uh, Justice League New Frontier, and I gave that a Tupperware. And so far, that's where the rankings sit, is uh, New Frontier is the number one, Superman Doomsday is the number two. I thought you did, like, a, like another movie after that. I'm doing them in the order they were released. I thought you did, like, an Arkham, kind of like Batman movie or something. Oh, I haven't w- even watched that one yet. That one's, like, 17 or 18. Son of Batman? That one's way later, too. That's way okay. Later. Yeah. So, yeah, dude, yeah, I've only done the two so far. This is the number three. The third release from the DC animated movies was Wonder Woman. Um, it was produced by Bruce Tim, written by Gail Simone and uh, Michael Jelinek. This is a great. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut you off. <laughs> I fucking love this fucking movie. Yeah, Tupperware the fuck. I, I don't give a fuck what your ranking is. Gail oh, Simone and Bruce Tim. You, you already had me, guys. I fucking love this movie. I Tupperware the fuck out of this. Um, so good. Great voice cast. Uh, Carrie Russell is Wonder Woman. Nice. Nathan Fillion is Steve Trevor. Um, Alfred Molina is uh, Ares, the God of War, who's basically the main villain of the piece. That's fucking Doc Ock from Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. Dude. yeah. Mm-hmm. Rosario Dawson is um, Artemis. Um, Oliver Platt as Hades. Virginia Madsen as oh, I, I suck at these names. Wonder, Wonder oh, Woman's no. mom. Um, I take, suck at these let, names. Let, you want me to read them? Yeah, let Jay take them. That, that's pretty much the, uh, the, the, the. That's pretty much all the main people. Um, but yeah, Brian Tupperware's it. I Tupperware this movie too. Damn, um, this movie really blew me away. Um, Wonder Woman. I, Wonder Woman is a DC character that I just have never been very knowledgeable about. Me neither. And this movie does a great job of 
shown you the origin of Wonder Woman, how she became Wonder Woman, all of her backstory, mm-hmm. and having a main villain with motives and a final confrontation between Wonder Woman and the main villain okay. in like a 77-minute fucking movie. Damn. Not- Damn, son. So, I mean, just they pack so much in the 77-minute movie. Even it, her love interest. Even her love interest. Wow. It is going to be hard-pressed for a live-action feature feature film to be as focused as this movie, to do what this movie did, to not only have the origin, but have an interesting main villain and to have a great final confrontation, to pack all of this in a feature film the way they did it in this animated movie. If you ask most people that have watched this movie and you ask them, like, what would you want to see in a Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman movie, they would tell you, well, just adapt this film to a movie. Really? And you'd have a great Wonder Woman film. Yeah, it's incredible. And I, I'll say this for every single one of these DC animated rankings. If you see this shit in 1080p Blu-ray, it is the crispest, nicest looking shit you'll see on your fucking TV. Like, it is just a gorgeous movie. The animation is just beautiful. Unbelievable. I am going to make this my new number one. Wow. Awesome. Nice. I um, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I was really surprised at coming to that decision, honestly, because remembering these movies, I, I almost remember New Frontier as being my favorite. And so watching this right after it, I was like, I was better than New oh Frontier. Oh, my God. New Frontier is so fucking good, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're oh, comparing two great fucking DC animated movies. I love fucking Darwin Cook. Oh, oh my yeah. god, the first time I saw fucking New Frontier, it's like, oh my god, I wanted to like run out and like read every fucking like uh Martian Manhunter story ever. Because Oh like, yeah. It, it, it's so goddamn good. Have you seen this Wonder Woman movie, Jack? No, I, I I'll bring it next week. See the, you this, can add it to your stack. This is something okay. like I nothing against Wonder Woman, but it's just it's not a character necessarily that I've ever been interested in. Now I'm interested in Gail Simone, I'm interested in Bruce Tim. Yes. So those are the two things that would lead me to to watch this. But her as a character, like I don't I don't I don't know enough to like have an informed opinion. This is the movie to watch. I mean, really almost Everything I know about Wonder Woman, I know because of this movie. Wow. I mean, they just nail it down. And like I said, to be able to do not only the entire origin, but also have yeah. a plot on top of that. When you watch this movie, and then you watch the fucking Wonder Woman pilot that NBC came out with like yeah. two years ago, you're like, oh, fuck. what the fuck? <laughs> you guys missed the mark on so many fucking levels. This movie is so damn. It has it all. We see we see that where Wonder Woman comes from. We see Wonder Woman come to the mainland for the first time and interact with all you know men for the very first time in her life. Mm-hmm. And just, uh, it's unfucking believable. It's really good. The final confrontation is so fucking good between fucking uh, Ares that got a war and yeah. Wonder Woman. See, it, how do you wrap that up? That's my biggest concern. I, I understand you can get this story of her, her origin, how she relates to other people, but how do you also include a threat like fucking Ares yeah, and, and wrap that up at the end? It's and, all tied into her origin, which is what makes it so beautiful and everything. Awesome. It's not like two separate movies. It's not like, okay, here's part one, that's her origin, and here's part two, that's the main threat in her dealing yeah. with it. It's all cohesive and wrapped together okay. just perfectly. Think about these DC animation movies. I mean, think about like fucking All-Star Superman and how much they pack into that movie. It's true, yeah. You know what I mean? There's like, I, Honestly, like if you watch All-Star Superman... It's like you're watching like four to five different movies within the same movie. Yeah. And it works. And it's the same thing. Like that movie doesn't even hit over 90 minutes either, I don't right. think. Right. So and like I said, this movie is 77 minutes fucking long. And it's just like 
there's so much. It's like going to explode at the seams with how much shit Jesus. they pack into this fucking movie. <laughs> it's, God it's, damn. It's, it's the, honestly, I like I, Gal Gadot hasn't made a fucking Wonder Woman movie yet, but this is the best Wonder Woman movie ever. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It's it, that damn it'll be hard pressed. Yeah, Probably will be, be even be after she does one. Uh, that's what I'm saying. I, I agree, yeah, Frank. I agree. Probably even I'm not even a Gal Gadot Wonder Woman hater, but yeah. it's still like you're hard pressed to beat. This is the fucking right. bar. Wigs aside, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> inability to act aside. Yeah, and the animated girl they cast as Wonder Woman, I I couldn't tell if she was wearing a wig or not. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's that seamless. Any way wow. you look at it, it's so been basically wrong. this is number one. This is number one. New number Frontier one. is number two. I'm surprised that you're putting this. Above New Frontier, uh, it was it was hard. I'm like, really? But I just it, it's so good. It's so dramatic. The funny moments are really funny. Listeners, listeners, like what you don't, what you need to understand about this is like Jake isn't going off of recollection. He's watching these again. Yes, I before I do one of these spots for Good Pop Bad Pop, I watched the movie the previous week. I actually watched this today before I did the podcast, yeah. like about two hours before I came over. That's awesome. God damn. You're excited as shit about this. <laughs> I, 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 I just had no idea. This wasn't on my radar, like I said. And it's no it's idea. been out for quite a long time. Gail Simone is one of my favorite fucking writers, though. Yeah, I, this came out in 2009. Wow. So. I had no fucking idea. No idea. So good. I mean, they really... And good on DC Animation for doing this as their third release. Like, you would think that a lot of times it's oh it's Wonder Woman we'll we'll get to that eventually yeah that's what know? it feels like yeah. so I mean good for them on they haven't even done a Batman DC animated movie yet we started with Superman Doomsday we went to Justice League New Frontier and then we're doing a Wonder Woman before we even doing our first Batman one so good I applaud DC for that it's awesome and nice I, the animation division just kills it on DC love it highest Tupperware damn greetings leftover army. Pop Culture Leftovers is the people's podcast. They're always looking for new writers and YouTube reviewers to join the team because they themselves aren't talented enough to write them. In all honesty, they're not even sure Frank can read. But their listeners can. So send your reviews to popcultureleftovers at gmail.com and if the leftovers like it, they'll contact you and you could see your article featured on popcultureleftovers.com. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Leftover Army. You should follow the leftovers on Instagram at Instagram.com slash PopCultureLeftovers and on Tumblr at PopCultureLeftovers2.tumblr.com. If you get a few shots of vodka in you, it's almost as sexy as my voice. That's gangster. Hey. <laughs> hey, we're back. Hey. Hey guys. Hey, hi. We're back. <laughs> yeah. You're listening to the podcast? It just really doesn't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> no, no. We're dead ever. inside. Remember when we tried to appease our listeners? Like we really cared about like what they thought. Did that happen? It no. did at one time. Like yeah. I really cared about like what people thought about me and like what the what the thoughts were and like whatever. Like now I don't give a fuck. <laughs> right. Like 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 seriously. Like you're 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 basically like your opinions are they're they're falling on deaf ears. Right. Yeah. Believe it or not, I got I got fired for telling a listener to suck my dick. Right. That's you got true. fired. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I still stand firm on for that. Real? That happened. <laughs> Like, I did not know that happened. True story. <laughs> it's a true story. You don't know about the dark history, Frank. All right. All right. All right. 
I have to wait for the straight out, straight out leftovers movie. <laughs> straight out leftovers. Straight out the straight out leftovers. <laughs> Left. The struggle is real. Frank, do you have a good pop band pop this week? Yeah. Or, or are you broke as fuck? No. Like every other gun. No, no, no. Fucking no, no. week. No, I got a pair of things and they're really short. Okay. Whoa. Oh, First, wow. Okay, let's. Okay, I'm moving on. Hey, Jay. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> what, do you, what, what do you got, Frank? First thing I got is uh, Gears of War Ultimate Edition on Xbox One. Most people that are going to be interested in this are people who missed out on Gears of War on the previous generation or big fans of the Gears of War series on the Xbox 360. Um, honestly, it's a very low taste it for me only because of the value involved. A year ago, Xbox came or Microsoft came out with the Master Chief Collection for $60, which contained Halo 1, 2, 3, 4, and all the map packs contained therein. And this is a $40 game that is just a remake of the original Gears of War. Uh, I unknowingly uh, had bought it knowing, not knowing that it was only the first game. For $40, that's a little steep for a remake of a game that's almost 10 years old. I believe it's 9 years old. I think that game came out in 2006. The That was the first Gears of War game and the last Gears of War game that I played, and I think you're right. Oh, wow. I'm a fan of the series, but the thing is, is that I mean, for $40 when they've already established you know, a year prior that previous generation game can be bought you know with several installations included it's like the halo master chief collection ruined it for me a little bit forty dollars is a bit steep i mean and hence the low taste it because the only content you're getting for that forty dollars is the original uh gears of war and granted it's supposed to be in 1080p at 60 frames a second but what i experienced on my console you know, at launch was not 60 frames a second. They might fix that with a future update. If I was you guys, I mean, if you're a fan of the series, wait and see what you can pick it up at GameStop for. But uh, low taste it, honestly. Okay. So you've okay. In order to like appreciate it at all, you have to be like a diehard Gears of War fan. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, they've got a sixty dollar version that includes like a whole bunch of. Like multiplayer skins and gun like graphics and shit, but like that's twenty dollars wasted. There's a lot of shit that people liked from Gears of War two and three, like horde mode specifically, that some people are still keeping their fingers crossed and holding out hope that that's going to come out for this original Gears of War game, and that is not going to happen. What's altered from the original in this version? The only thing is, is that you have five extra chapters from the PC version of the Gears of War game that was not included in the original 360 version. Okay. And then you have the increased graphics. I mean, some of the standalone cinematics, like the CG cutscenes, are a lot cleaner. And they look pretty good, but I mean, for a $40 price tag... When that sounds lazy for a $40 fucking dollar price tag. It really I is. I, I mean, especially considering that the year prior, they set the bar really high with the Master Chief Collection. That's considering like when 60 you, bucks, you get four fucking games. It's like when you expect to download an episode of Pop Culture Leftovers, and like the two, the first two fucking hours are fucking emails. Ugh. And then like, like you've got an extra like bonus like fucking 30, 40 minutes of us talking about fucking food joints. <laughs> You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I mean, I just th- I just think it's a real cheap Fuck cash. Fuck you, in. listeners. <laughs> I think it's a real fucking cheap cash. Free. In. Yeah. Give it give it honest to God, give it 6 months. There ain't not one fucking thing that's going to change with this shit. Mm. 
give it six months. Go to GameStop. If you can find it for like 20, 25 bucks, it might be worth it. But for the full 40 fucking dollar price and sure as hell not the $60 fucking like deluxe edition. Don't do that. There ain't no fucking point. It's pretty and it's neat to revisit that shit, but not at that price tag that they set out. It sounds like uh, fucking like comic books when they get to like the quarter bin and shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Wait for the trade. Wait (laughs) wait for the trade or the quarter bin, man. Um, Speaking of video games, I'm going to move on to my next good pop, bad pop. Yes, I purchased a PlayStation 4. Uh, The guy that doesn't buy or play video games at all. What what am I thinking about the PlayStation 4? Uh, I purchased a PlayStation 4. It was just kind of like on a whim. Mm -hmm. I was at Walmart and I saw it and I was like, Frank, should I get a Xbox or should I get a PlayStation 4? Yeah, that was a no-brainer. Frank texted me back. He said PlayStation 4. Um, and the whole reason for me doing this is because, yeah, I'm thinking towards the future. I'm thinking towards November, and I'm thinking about Star Wars Battlefront. Hopefully yeah. shit still God, works yeah. in November. <laughs> I, bought, I bought the three-year warranty. Uh, the three-year performance guarantee or whatever the fuck Walmart calls it. Yeah. So, so three years, my shit is covered. But... Um, I uh it came with uh Batman uh Arkham Knight mm-hmm. and uh I wanted to talk about that. Holy shit, I haven't played a video game, a new video game in a long time. And uh like right out of the box putting the putting the disc in. Um oh my god. Uh the grappling hook? Uh-huh. Dude, I I could be Batman literally for fucking hours. <laughs> And just fucking, like, grapple hook from, like, one fucking point to another fucking point yeah. all day. I had a lot of fun with that. It's almost like that mechanic from Spider-Man 2, like, on the PlayStation 2, where, like, literally, without even doing any missions, you can just fly around the fucking town, grapple this, grapple that, beat the fuck out of whoever. The, uh... The- Basically, being able to uh, interact with some of the different characters, meeting uh, you know uh, Gordon uh, early on in the game, uh, Poison Ivy early on in the game, being able to control like the Batmobile and stuff like that, I had a lot of fun. I'm not going to Tupperware this experience, <laughs> but I am going to give it a high taste. It I, I really enjoyed myself. Um, I'll be honest with you; like I've only played for maybe a couple hours. The rest of the time with my PlayStation Four, it's. Uh, been kind of like a way for me to watch Netflix and Hulu, mm-hmm. and uh, I keep it in rest mode so it'll like uh, charge my controller. That mm-hmm. way, I can watch more Netflix <laughs> and more Hulu. It is a plus, but, but you know, like it, it's nice to just know that I do have it for like when November does hit, and I do get that fucking Star Wars bug. Oh yeah, and yeah, leftover army. Absolutely, I want to play some fucking Star Wars Battlefront with you. And, uh, yeah, if you want to add me on PlayStation, you can. PlayStation 4 or whatever the fuck. Uh, uh, my uh, handle is Baraka23. Uh, B-A-R-A-K-A-2-3. I'm a big fan of Baraka yeah. from Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat, yeah. And Michael Jordan's my favorite player of all time, number 23. <laughs> So I just combined the two. Baraka23, <laughs> fucking add me. I'll be your friend and shit on fucking PlayStation. I may not know what the fuck I'm doing <laughs> on PlayStation. Like, when you add me, I don't even know what that does. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, seriously. I, I don't even know. Like, I've added, like, a few people and shit. I don't even know what that does. And if you're online, I don't know. Like, it means, like, you're there. 
but I don't know what we, I don't know what we can do. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. You can't do shit with me, right? <laughs> there is some cool shit that you can do, like with SharePlay. Like if one person has a copy of the game, like if you don't, mm-hmm. you can go into SharePlay and like you can both play the same game. Right. I have to double check. I think Mortal Kombat works with that. I know Call of Duty doesn't, which is a little bit of bullshit. But it is one of the neater features about the PlayStation 4 specifically as opposed to like the Xbox One. Do you have Mortal Kombat? Yeah, I do. If I can get my PlayStation 4 to turn on, I'd love to try that out. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, man, like if it's giving you that much trouble, like take it back, get it swapped out. I don't know why it's like that. I have not had anywhere near that bad of an experience with my like uh, PlayStation shit. Xbox, yeah, but not like Sony, but I'm gonna get I'm gonna get PlayStation for a high tasted. I mean, and, and you know what? Like I've only played the one fucking game, but like I can't wait. Like I'm I'm waiting for fucking like Star Wars Battlefront. I'm waiting for No Man's Sky, hmm. uh, Oculus Rift. If that hits the fucking system, I'm down. Bring it. Let's mm-hmm. do this shit. Let's fucking do it. But I'm glad to have a next gen system just so I know like if a game does come out, I'm gonna be able to play like the latest and greatest. So like out of all the fucking next gen systems, I'm not gonna pick up an uh fucking uh X Bone. I'm not gonna <laughs> fuck fuck the Wii U. If I wanna if I wanna play Wii U, I'll I'll fucking go to Jake's house. We'll fucking like I'll fucking I'll fl- I'll play Mario and then I'll I'll rub one out while I look at his, his Funko Pops. Not on my Funko Pops. I will I will watch drip down on that yeah, exactly. shit. Exactly. I'll I'll fucking look at your fucking like uh your fucking Ant Man Funko Pop and I'll rub one out. Yeah. You got your own. You don't need to look at mine. Yeah. <laughs> shit, I haven't even opened the box yet. Oh, oh shit. Nice. I don't know. Maybe I'll do it next this week. Maybe I'll do it next week. All right. Hey, uh does anybody else have any good pop bad pop this week for me? Uh or, or am I gonna keep this fucking uh fucking shit going? I got one more little thing. Uh, we know about your little thing. <laughs> I play with you, a lot. You usually, yeah, you, you, you bring that up a lot. <laughs> no, I uh, I recently purchased Final Fantasy VII as it was recently released on iOS, and this is the version that you can get on Steam or on PC right now, where a lot of it's high res. But honestly, some of that takes you a little bit out of the game because all the backdrops are pre rendered, so you got your little high res character kind of standing out a little bit from the background. I know they're doing a remake, and that's probably going to come out like 2017 or 2018 or whatnot. But like, if you've got any kind of interest in like what the original Final Fantasy VII was all about, you could check it out on iOS. Honestly, I like the control system on that. Really, it's like the exact like duplicate of the PC version of the game. But like, the controls are static; they don't move depending on where you put your thumb, and that's like the opposite of a lot of these Final Fantasy redos on iOS. And it's very organic and it feels very good. So if you're a fan of the original Final Fantasy VII, you could go ahead and pick this up and like even slide into God mode where all your shit's leveled out to like level 99 and just revisit the story even. So I, I, I give that a Tupperware just in the sense that it is a perfect redo of what has already been established for $15. That's an option to do God, do God mode? Yeah, it's in the in the menus. You don't have to know any kind of secret code or anything. It's just in the like uh, static status menu. Hmm. You can go in and max out your stats. For, so. 15, for $15? Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. I loved fan, uh, Final Fantasy VII. For $15, being able to do what you're saying, that's, yeah. that's phenomenal. Yeah. And that's like right up my alley because I wouldn't necessarily want to put the time in to grind all the levels. I mean, I've done that several times in the past. 
And honestly, if I want to go back and revisit that, I just want to blow through it real quick and check out the story, which I can do by maxing my stats. My wife actually has never like seen it, and I want to get her like acclimated to it before the remake comes out. And this is going to be the way that we're going to do it. That way I can blow through all the shit and turn off random encounters, thank God. That way you can just literally run through the whole fucking thing. And just real quick to visit the story. Random encounters, that sounds like a follow up to like the Tinder app. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Slight, you know, like swipe left, swipe right with random encounters. Totally like back in the day, like all RPGs. <laughs> swipe <laughs> right for Dark Elf. Hey guys, welcome to, welcome to, welcome to Brian's Dating Disasters. Brought to you by Random Encounters. Press R1 right now for anal. <laughs> oh. Oh. We have to go there right away. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, Tupperware for what it is and the price. So anyway, I took this chick the fucking flat top grill. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of anal. <laughs> Guys, uh, moving on, moving on with our good pop, bad pop. I, I've got a couple more things that I wanted to talk about. Uh, one of those things is that I have been listening to, you know, we talked, we talked about, uh, um, Fantastic Four. We talked about that movie, the Josh Trank film. Yeah, and uh, I kind of, uh, I kind of went off and I, I expressed my opinions about the director Josh Trank, who I had a lot of like love for when he did Chronicle. Yeah, I loved Chronicle, and you know I'm gonna still to this day I would Tupperware Chronicle. It's one of those movies that I've seen like three, four, five times. And I still enjoy that movie. Mm-hmm. I think it is a smart movie. I like how he used the powers in that movie. I like how, like when they got their powers, like they work it and they use it like a muscle. And the more they use it, the stronger the power gets. I thought it was a fantastic comic book movie that was not based on a comic book. But not a Fantastic Four comic but book But not movie. a Fantastic Four comic book movie. <laughs> now, you know, I, t- I, I talked a lot of shit about Josh Trank. <laughs> and uh, I felt to myself like, does he really deserve this? I want to know because I, I knew that there was the Josh Trank, Kevin Smith podcast that he did on Fat Man on Batman. It was a three part deal, and I was like, does he really deserve like all the trash talk that I gave him in that last episode? I want to know, and so I listened to all three parts. <laughs> Gosh, and um, I am. How many podcasting hours was that altogether? Over three, maybe four hours okay. of podcasts that I listened to over like the last like two weeks. Like you know, I listened to it in chunks. Um, guys, I, I looked at Josh Trank all wrong, and um, in this he he talks about how he grew up in Los Angeles. He went to Beverly Hills High School. But it wasn't like it sounded like like his dad was also a filmmaker, and you'd think like his dad being a filmmaker, he grew up with like a silver spoon in his mouth. Mm-hmm. Well, his dad made a like a documentary that won an Oscar for like World War Two and like how like 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 the Jewish uh, community was treated in World War Two, and he won an Oscar for this like short film that he made. Oh wow, I didn't know about that heritage. And, uh, yeah, Josh Trank is, he's Jewish and his father made, made this documentary and like when they found out, like when his father found out that he won the Oscar, like, like him and, you know, his mom and him, like all got together and like jumped up and down and were like, oh, happy. Like, oh my God, I can't believe you did it. This is going to change our lives. 
And, like, they come to find out, like, yeah, like, it opened a few doors for him. But, like, he just won a, he won an Oscar for a documentary. Yeah. And unless you won an Oscar for, like, Best Picture, Best Actor, Best Actress, you know, Best Screenplay. Yeah, Best it, Director. Exactly. It, 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 it'll open a few doors for you. But it doesn't – it didn't change their entire life. And so – Josh Drank like opened up about how like he was uh, an overweight kid. I think he said he was over three hundred pounds at one time, um, and that like was like wow, I didn't know that about him. He uh, his uh, him and his father divorced his mother, and his father remarried and, and and met this woman named Judy Tull, who I found out was like he said that like, she was one of the original members of the Groundlings Theater. Oh wow! She knew John Lovitz, and she knew like a lot of these comics that like really made it big. And she didn't make it big. And some of these some of these comics are like were the original primetime players on Saturday Night Live, mm-hmm. and like she didn't make the cut, but like she knew a lot of these people, and like she introduced them to like people in the business, and like. He was unsure of himself and his abilities and, and like one night like they sang karaoke together and she like inspired him to like come out of his shell and like she inspired his creativity. Like he knew he like he knew he was creative in his core, but she was like the one that like brought it out of him and she brought it out of him and like he started to like figure out like this is who Josh Trank is. This is this is who Josh Trank is. Josh Trank I've he talked about how he watched like uh his dad recorded like on VHS all the Criterion films mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and how he started to watch the ones that stood out to him and then like all the all the films like he knew the names of but didn't watch he he went back and watched them just cuz he was curious now and he he fell in love with film he fell in love with film you know what i mean yeah and so like now he meets this woman Judy Tall who like shows him like like yeah you are creative and they do this karaoke song together and brings him out of his shell and he starts to like figure out like this is what I want like I want to be a creative person and like there's other creative people out there I need to meet these people they bring out the best in me and like from there it's like you know he's he started working at uh, at, at uh, Beverly Hills High School they have like a public access network called KBEV Okay. And he started working at KBEV and like it wasn't digital. So he started working around analog equipment. And so he started working around all this different equipment and learning how to use these, you know, like uh, different cameras and like editing software and all this stuff that they had at the time. And it was just amazing to hear this guy who we fucking trashed on during the Fantastic Four review, but who has a love of film. He has a love of movies and he has a vision. I think he is a little obsessed with Akira. I think he is. I think he's a little obsessed with like the fly and the Cronenberg shit. But on the flip side, like this guy loves film. He loves movies. He wants to be a legit director. And he did a movie called like, uh, Princess Leia's the stabbing of Princess Leia on her 22nd birthday or something. And like, 
he put it up. Uh, it cost him like $75 to make this thing. He put it up on YouTube and the next day it had over 350,000 views. It went viral and MTV contacted him. Spike TV contacted him. And next thing you know, like he's working for Spike TV and it like elevates his career and it gets him. Like this is like a rags to riches story. Like this is the shit that I love. I love Bad News Bears. I love Rocky. I love mm-hmm. underdog stories. And Josh Trank is an underdog story. And this guy loves film. Like, this is what he wants. I, I, I honestly think, like, looking back on it now, I think, like, his, he had, he had in his mind a version of Fantastic Four that he thought everybody was gonna like, that, that everybody was gonna love his vision. But, like, I think what happened was, like, after fucking, uh, Fox kicked him out, and they saw, like, what they had, they didn't know how to put it together. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not saying that Josh Trank's Fantastic Four would have been fucking like, like uh, reinventing the wheel. It, it would have been better than what the movie that we saw. But I'm saying, yeah. I'm saying that the people at Fox, when fucking, when they fucking kissed, when they kicked Josh Trank off this fucking project, and they fucking had the footage in front of them, and they tried to put it together. They didn't, they didn't, they don't have the vision that this guy has to put the right movie together. And I'm not saying that this guy would have fucking made a great movie, but I think it would have been better than what we saw in the theaters. It would have been hard, hard for us to be worse. And I'm saying that Josh, exactly. Agreed. Um, I'm saying that Josh Trank is a filmmaker. He appreciates film. He loves film. And from what I hear from him, he's not a pompous asshole. He's not a fucking, uh, silver spooned, privileged motherfucker. It sounds like he worked for everything that he got. It sounds like he's just kind of a socially awkward guy. He's very, he's socially awkward, and I think Hollywood and Fox they used him as a scapegoat. Mm-hmm. They chewed him up and they spit him out after the same studio gave him Chronicle. And he made them millions of dollars on a movie that should have been shit. Yeah. Yeah. When you look at Chronicle, when I, when, before Chronicle came out and I saw the, I saw the previews, I was like, this movie's gonna be garbage. I left that theater thinking like, oh my god, that was a really damn good found footage film. That's the best found footage film I've seen since fucking Blair Witch. Mm Fuck your paranormal activity. <laughs> yeah. That was the best found footage film I've seen since Blair Witch. And I think Fox kind of fucked him on Fantastic Four. Um, I'm not saying that even if we got the director's cut that it would have been like the best yeah. superhero movie film I've ever seen. I'm thinking it would have been better. But I'm thinking that I, I, I do think that Josh Trank is a director with a vision. I think he does have talent. I'd like to see him... I'd like to see him direct something new in the future. I I hope like a uh, smaller uh, film studio does like uh, take a chance on him. I, I'd like to see him do a smaller movie, and uh, and, and I, I want to see it succeed. I, I uh, li- listen if you listen to him, you listen to the way he talks about like Judy Toll and like uh, some of these people. It reminds me. It fucking reminds me of like uh, Polly Shore. Like he grew up like his mother. He grew up around fucking comics. He just because he grew up around comics doesn't mean that he could become a comedian. He grew up around them and he fell in love with the business. And that's what Josh Trank did. Mm-hmm. 
Polly Shore grew up, his mother grew up around like, you know, like all these different uh, comedy clubs. And he watched these comedians and he fell in love with it. And he tried to figure out his own craft. And next thing you know, he fucking does a pilot for a network and his career goes down the shitter. Yeah. <laughs> it's... I don't know. The Trank thing, hopefully, much like David Fincher came out of the Alien 3 debacle. Yeah. Hopefully, Trank can do the the same thing. Because you you yourself, Tupperware Chronicle, I think it's a great movie, too. It is. It proves that he is definitely a competent filmmaker with a vision. The only problem I have with Trank, and I'll be honest with you, because I'm not going to bullshit, is that he is a little obsessed with Akira. Mm. And I saw that in, I did see that in Dr. Doom's character. Oh, yeah. At Blowing the end. them heads up. Exactly. <laughs> He's a little upset, obsessed with that, obsessed with that. So I think he needs to, I think he needs to branch out a little bit. But I mean, I think there's something there. There's something special about him. He loves film. He's not just, it's not by accident that he was chosen by the studio. There's something there. There is a talent there and I want to see him, I want to see him succeed. I want to see him get another movie. I hope a studio takes Takes a chance on him, so that's all I have to say. I, I, uh, I kind of retract uh, all the shit that I said about Josh Trank, as far as like the Fantastic Four stuff. I think like the reason that movie is as a nine percent, as opposed to maybe like a forty-five to fifty percent on Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> is the fact that the studio gave us the final cut. Yeah, and it's nonsensical. Um, I, I think that Josh Trank did have a vision. I also think that um, had they gone with uh, uh, what's his name, Jason Sterling? I forget the, the Justin Sterling, the original writer. I mean, there was two writers. No, oh, yeah, Jason Sterling and then Simon Kinberg. Mm-hmm. I think you know. I mean, choose one or the other. I think we would have had a better movie. I don't know, but that's usually always the case when you have rights and rewrites right. and rewrites. Kinberg did the rewrite. Yeah, yeah, and so. Um, I don't know, man. I just I, I I think that I think Trank deserves another movie. Rate the interview for me. What do you give it? The three podcasts together. Oh, Tupperware. Really? Oh my good. god, it, it's so good, and it's nice. Like I, I, Kevin Smith sometimes can kind of be long winded and mm-hmm. talk and want to hear his own voice. Sometimes this is not the case. He lets Trank take this interview and really open up. And, uh, it's, 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 it's really cool to hear. You really get to hear it. It's neat too. listening to like one director talk to another director. Mm-hmm. It's really neat. It's not like watching like inside the actor's studio where like you've got some guy who's just a fucking critic. No, you've got two guys that are in the same fucking business mm-hmm. and they can relate to one another. And Josh Trank has a respect for Kevin Smith and Kevin Smith respects Josh Trank's vision. It's really cool. I Tupperware the fuck out of this. Uh, Fat Man on Batman, it's three parts. It was supposed to be four parts. I don't think we'll ever get the fourth part. But oh my god. In, in order to, for, to, to, to truly fucking judge Josh Trank as a director, you need to listen to these. I, and, and I felt like I owed it to our audience after our fucking Fantastic Four review mm-hmm. for me to listen to this. And I retract some of what I said. I, I think this guy is a competent Good director. On you. So I'm I'm not saying like, oh my god, I blame this fucking movie on Trank. I I think that Trank is a competent director. I just think that this was 
this I think Fox threw him under the bus, man. I really oh, do. Yeah, I think so too. So, so yeah. yeah, for them to respond so quickly after he's like, okay, here's my vision. It would have been better. And then Fox News is just like lambasting him for the next week. Yeah. Or Fox News, Fox Studios. <laughs> they don't need to do that. Right. Bullshit they, either way. They didn't need to say shit. Like if it was really, you know, his fault, they didn't need to say anything about it. But they're like, oh, it's his fault. It's the blame game. <clears throat> Somebody's got to blame somebody when this shit tanks. I just wish that Josh Trank wouldn't have sent that tweet out. Right. Saying that, like, uh, I had a fantastic version of this. And then he pulled it. You know what I mean? Because, like, uh, as soon as he pulled it, it was kind of like like he didn't want it to exist. Right. Like, he felt that way, but, like, he pulled it. So it. But what he doesn't understand is, like, once it's on the fucking internet, it's part. It's out there. You. Right. There's. doesn't matter like what you post like once you've put it out there somebody saw it man somebody fucking saw it and it's out there and i wish that he wouldn't have resorted to that because i think he's better than that and i think chronicle speaks to that he's better than that it's not going to do him any favors either i mean that's going to get him way more blacklisted saying stuff like that on exactly. twitter than and it would be if he would just not said that and had agreed. what happened unfortunately that's the trend lately with like Edgar Wright and Josh Re- Whedon and yeah. shit like and everybody's well, gotta make excuses and he lost the Star Wars gig right so it's like <sighs> man Josh Trank don't I, kill yourself don't yeah <laughs> yeah yeah buddy I mean seriously like uh, uh, I, th- I I think what what, what was so amazing uh, with Chronicle is that that it's so awesome. He talks about the origins of how he met Max Landis in uh, high school for the first time. They met in high school and they were frenemies because they were both like the movie guys. That's funny. And so it was like they were like kind of like arch rivals. Hmm. And then like later on, like he was thinking to himself as he's doing Chronicle and he wanted some rewrites of Chronicle. Like who does he know that's in the LA scene that could help him with this? And Max Landis was one of his friends on Facebook, and so he contacted Max, and he said, Max, here's what I'm thinking of. What do you think? Max Landis gave us the entire second act of Chronicle. Mm -hmm. Like, the second act was not fully formed until Max Landis got a hold of it. It was the perfect storm of, like, director, his vision, and then Max Landis, like, kind of, like, retooling the script. And it's like... It's amazing, like, when you get, like, two talented guys like that together and they just make a great movie that should not be good. Chronicles should have sucked. And it was really good. Yeah, it was good. It I was mean, a- on paper, it's a found footage superhero movie. Right. Like, oh, Jesus. Exactly. And it was really good. I was really surprised. And it, it was just really neat to hear the story of, like, how this movie, like, it was the perfect storm of, like, you know, Max Landis. Like, this was, like, his first movie, like, that he did that was purchased by a studio he like helped write this and like the studio liked it it's amazing it's amazing and uh i don't know i'd like to see these two work together in the future i i want to see max landis did that american ultra which is Mm -hmm. interesting i want to see it for that but but um i i want to see i want to see i want to see trank work again so i hope it happens that's all i got too i I think he'll get another gig eventually yeah and I, I retract everything that I say about him for the Fantastic Four. I, I don't know. I don't think the movie would ever have been a Tupperware. No. But I, I think it would have been a lot better had we seen Trank's vision as opposed to like what 
Fox gave us. I don't think it would have been a 9% on Rotten Tomatoes. I think we we're looking at maybe like the... Like an eight percent. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go at forty eight percent. You know what I mean? I don't think it would have been like. I don't think people would have been saying like this is the worst fucking comic book movie ever made. Right. Uh, Last thing I want to talk about for good pop, bad pop is I watched uh, It Follows. Yes. Oh, nice. The horror film. Um, It follows. I couldn't tell you who any of the cast are. yeah, they're kind of no names. All I could tell you is that, like, uh, it was a horror film that came out, and all the critics, it kind of took them by surprise. It got a lot of accolades and attention. And, uh, Dan Hunter, our listener, he mm-hmm. wrote a review for it. Oh, nice. And that was one of the reasons, like, I, I kind of wanted to watch this. So when I went, I was walking through the store and I saw it on the shelf. I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy it. So I purchased it. Jake, I've lent it to you. Yes. And so I'm, I'm expecting a review from you in the coming weeks. I'll watch it by next week. Um, I've never seen a horror movie like this. Um, let me go ahead and rate it. I'm going to give it a high taste it. Okay. I can't give it a Tupperware because it doesn't – The um, like like most horror movies, like it doesn't stick the landing. It's hard to um, do in horror. Very hard to do. Yeah, great concept though. Um, I, I don't know. Like uh, – one of our listeners called it STD, sexually transmitted demon. That's funny. I called it STE, sexually transmitted entity. Mm. And uh, <laughs> basically how this movie, it, how it works, um, it blew me away. Because like, like they don't spell it out for you at first. Like you have to keep watching before you kind of figure it out. And like the logistics of like how this works. Um, this girl meets this guy they go out on a date and things get a little weird on the date they end up they end up parking somewhere and and having awkward teenage sex and he ends up putting like a uh formaldehyde and like the the rag over her face okay is it formaldehyde is that what it's called yeah yeah and she ends up passing out. She wakes up and she's in a wheelchair and she's she's strapped into this wheelchair and her and she can't move. And uh he explains to her that he's passed it on to her and that she needs to have sex with somebody else to pass it on to the next person. Sounds and pretty fucked. It up. is fucked. That's not oh even my the half. Oh, you've seen it, Jack? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh. You see a woman in white walking towards her. And at the time, you're trying to formulate what's going on. Like, you're trying to figure out the rules of this movie, and which is really cool to do. It's really cool trying to figure out the rules. Like, the rules are spelled out for you later. Yeah. But, like, trying to figure them out, figure, them, figure out the rules as they're happening in the movie is really it's fucked up, but it's actually cool. Yeah. And I love that about it because it makes you think. And, I like smart movies like that too. Um, and, um, you know, you see this woman coming at her and you see like the male character that says he's passed it on off to the side and the other character walking towards her. Very and not, slowly. And not him. Yeah. And so it's almost like he's like, He's testing this out, mm-hmm. and man, it, it, it's 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 it, 
yeah, it's a it's an STD or STE, sexually transmitted demon, sexually transmitted entity. I've never seen a, another horror movie like this. Uh, visually, it is very scary. Uh, the director does a great job. Whoever did the casting of like whoever like it follows like the the it could be a different character. Yeah, and changes whoever it is in different scenes of the movie. It's cast perfectly. And it's scary. It's goddamn disturbing. It's disturbing. <laughs> I would highly recommend watching this one late at night. I made sure that I did it on a very pitch black night outside. <laughs> um, and uh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed myself. Um, I, but, I, you know, on the flip side, a, uh, Quentin Tarantino kind of affected my rating. I gotta be, I gotta be honest with you. Quentin Tarantino, uh, famous director, Pulp Fiction. Uh, who's also coming out with The Hateful Eight, that new movie coming out. He saw this movie as well, and uh, he had something to say about it. He said, it's one of those movies that's so good you get mad at it for not being great. Right, yeah. And, he, and I, I was thinking to myself, like, after I watched this, I was like, oh, my God, I love this movie. And then when I read his comments, I was like, ouch. And I was like, where is he coming from? And he says, I'm not going to spoil – he says he, – I'll tell you what. I, I'm not going to actually quote everything he said because if I quoted everything that Quentin Tarantino said, I'm going to spoil the movie for you. But basically what it comes down to is the comments um, that he said – he says that this movie does not follow its own mythology, and he points out that there's certain parts of the uh, certain points in the film where it kind of like strays from its own lore and mythology, and there's holes in the plot. That's a shame. And going back and thinking about it, he's 100% absolutely right. And unfortunately, I had read these comments before I fucking got to review it on the show. Yeah. And yes, it has affected my fucking rating. From a Tupperware to a high tasted. I'll text you when I finish it so you can send me the link to that. Right. But if you, if you want to read what uh, Quentin Tarantino said, because I don't want to say it, just Google It Follows Quentin Tarantino and you can read that. Uh, but uh, other than that, this movie is a high tasted. It, it's, um, you know, and I was thinking as I was watching this, I was like, holy shit, this is better than the Babadook. Yeah. And then I fucking read Quentin Tarantino's comments, and I was like, no, Babadook's better. Uh, yeah, <laughs> see, I watched them back to back. Did you? Yeah. Wow, what a double feature. Babadook yeah. is better, Yeah, but only slightly because of the few inconsistencies. There's right. a few things that just throw this movie off from being a total Tupperware. The, what, what I love about the Babadook is, like, it's, like, the closest, like, as far as, like, the characters, like, developing the characters, it's, like, the closest thing that I've seen in a horror movie since The Shining. Yeah. And that's what I love about the Babadook. Yeah. And in this one, it's like they don't have to really develop the characters all that much. They really don't have to. No. They don't have to. It's the mythology. And Quentin Tarantino is 100% right that they kind of – the yellow dress. Yeah. Things like that kind of fuck up the mythology. You'll understand it once you watch it. Yeah. You'll understand it once you watch it. But yeah, yellow dress, things like that fuck up the mythology but of this character in It Follows. You haven't seen anything cinematography-wise uh-huh. or soundtrack-wise. The soundtrack's fucking phenomenal. Yeah. This is one of those creepy fucking movies. Be- best cinematography, best cinematography yes. since Six Sense. Yes. Since Six Sense. Yes. Wow. Yes, you're, you're talking about when you, even though there's these little holes in it, 
Right. You will still drive around thinking about this movie. Yeah. You wow. will still look at things and but think what, about this movie. What pisses me off, though, is it's like I don't want to compare this to, like, a Scott Derrickson film. Yeah. Like, Scott Derrickson, I, his horror movies are great two-thirds, and he doesn't stick the landing. And I was hoping, like, what I've heard from critics, like, I was hoping, like, this would just be like, oh, wow. Flawless horror movie, right? And it wasn't. It yeah. wasn't almost. It, it gave me that Scott Derrickson ending, yeah. and I was just kind of like, "All right, whatever." Yeah. But overall, I did enjoy myself, and I would highly recommend watching it. Follows even the parts that weren't supposed to necessarily be scary are scary. It's it's like straight up Alfred Hitchcockian. Yeah. Like yeah. we're not telling you what's going on necessarily, but you're going to be freaked out by this scene. Right. Right. And it's it's suspenseful as shit. Yeah. That's that's another thing that I think a lot of horror films are lacking. Just the suspense. They didn't rely on gore necessarily. There's only a few kind of gory scenes. Yeah, that's true. The rest of it is all like, oh fuck. Yeah. Kind of moments that are just like, yeah. Oh my god. Fucking tall dude. Tall dude. Oh my god. Tall dude. That's what Becca kept saying. The fucking tall dude. I'm like, yeah, I know. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Tall dude. Tall dude. And fucking like, uh, fucking, uh, doggy door golem dude. Doggy door golem. Yeah. The guy on the... Tall dude. Doggy door golem. And the... What the fuck? <laughs> and the guy that was... <gasps> oh my god! They're driving away. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit! Yeah. Naked brawny man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Naked, naked brawny. brawny naked man? brawny roof guy. Yeah. That's the other fucked up part. They don't really spell out. Yeah. But the, they. That happened. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. They don't really spell that out necessarily. <laughs> Jake. Yeah. It follows. Yeah, it follows your ass. ass. I, uh, hold on. That means you're it, bud. It follows. It's following. You. I want to it follow up. <laughs> I want to it follow up. Uh, clever, I see what you did there. <laughs> I, I'm a punny motherfucker, aren't I? Yes. But I want I, I want an it follow up from. You'll Jesse. enjoy it. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. I, I love horror. I love good horror movies. What's this on? Like, is it on Netflix or you got to rent it? Yeah, uh, just movie. Yeah, just rent it. Yeah. I gotcha. Gotcha. You know, gotcha. Guys, I talked real quick about uh, the uh, Josh Trank uh, podcast, Fat Man on Batman. Real quick, I wanted to talk about. You know, we talked about Rick and Morty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you guys listen to the latest episode of the Pointless Pod, hmm. it's with uh, Kevin Pereira. Kevin Pereira. Yeah. yeah he uh, interviews Justin Roiland, who's uh, one half of Rick and Morty. Oh, cool. Okay. So if you're the big other fan- to Dan Harmon, yes, exactly. Okay. If, you're, if you're a big fan of Rick and Morty, uh, definitely listen to the latest episode of the Pointless Pod. Mm. Um, we're gonna finish Good Pop Bad Pop talking about Fear the Walking dead oh, all right shit. so walking dead is like it's one of those things that come around i'd say every i don't know fucking 10 years like where you have like this phenomenon where like everybody is watching the show um and it's taken kind of like the country by storm like most people that you know if it helped frank if you don't know somebody and you're fucking outside and you're talking and you're like hey do you watch walking dead Instant, yeah, man. Instant like, connection. You yeah, can talk. Uh-huh. Who's, your, who's your character, and you can start talking. It's, oh yeah. It's a way to connect to people. It's mm-hmm. almost like you know what I mean. Like you yeah. know, smokers at the smoking section and shit, <laughs> smoking and shit. It's they, like well, almost like one of those last resort like exactly. questions when you're looking for somebody to have right. some common ground right. with. Right. So Fear the Walking Dead came out with AMC. AMC uh, kind of like I don't know dumpster diving for fucking ideas and shit. <laughs> 
yeah. they're like, you know what? You know what's popular right now? The Walking Dead. You know, what can we do? What can we do? What can we do? Oh, Fear the Walking Dead. We can show the origin of like how this fucking virus came out. But you know what? We're not going to do it in Georgia. We're going to do it in Los Angeles. So Fear the Walking Dead came out. And that came out like last week. Yeah. Guys, mm. have we all seen it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Guys, I want us to go ahead and rate The Walking Dead, Fear the Walking Dead, and talk about this. You know what? I'm going to start. Go for it. I'm going to toss the fuck out of this fucking pilot. I'm not going to toss, I'm not going to toss the series. I'm not going to toss the series. I don't know where the series is going to go, but you know what? If I could rate the entire series, if I could guess, if I was a fucking soothsayer, if I was a fucking psychic, I would toss the entire fucking series. (laughs) I'm not going to toss the entire series because I haven't seen it yet. But if I could, I would toss the entire series. You know why? Because I don't need explanations. I like being thrust into a world. I like being thrust into a post-apocalyptic zombie world. I don't like seeing, like, I don't really care to see the origin story of how fucking, like, the government reacts, how schools react, how fucking people react to the beginning of an outbreak. Yes, I prefer Rick Grimes waking (laughs) up in the hospital three weeks after the apocalypse break up, uh, bus out, and then just being thrust into this world. It's about characters. I don't care about seeing how who they were before. I don't give a fuck about dude's drug addiction. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck about that shit, man. And I'm sorry, but drug addiction, dude? Oh, my God. Overacting at its <laughs> finest. Johnny Depp wannabe dude. Johnny Depp. Yeah, Johnny Depp and Taylor Kitsch, yeah. love child. Yeah. If Johnny, if Johnny Depp and Taylor Kitsch had a kid, it would be fucking drug addict dude. He was Voldemort, yeah. by the way. Yeah, I know. Right. Yeah. You like to you only like, in uh, six. Yeah. So I'm not. I uh, that first episode. I can only talk for the first episode, but it, it was. Yeah, I'm going to agree with everybody else. It was slow as fuck. But you know what? It's just the whole premise of like getting to know these people before the zombie apocalypse. It's not interesting. Right. It's not interesting. You got to have the hook. Frank, Where's the hook? Go ahead. And, I'm gonna, I tossed it. You go ahead and rate it. Man. I fucking tossed this shit too, man. It was an hour and a half long fucking pilot. And literally, I think there was maybe a total of two and a half minutes where a zombie was involved in the three different parts of this show. The rest of it played out like the fucking Mori Povich show. It fucking sucked. They're banking on Walking yeah. Dead. They're it was banking. the highest rated pilot ever. of all time. Based on the name, yeah. man. And it's also going to fucking see the biggest drop off of fucking all time when it hits the second episode. It's got an 8.0 rating on IMDb. It's got a what? 8.0. <sighs> everybody, I think everybody's fucking drinking yeah. the Kool-Aid and they're convincing themselves like, oh, you got to have character development. You know what? Character development happens when you have a point of conflict and when you see people deal with that. That's when you find out how people are. You can't find out who, who who really is what when you take the point of conflict and you dabble it like just so fucking often. I get the idea about how you might want to hold back a little bit, but this season is six episodes long, and for it to be an hour and a half pilot, for there to be that little shit to keep you engaged, it was nothing more than a fucking cash-in for the advertising. Absolutely. Oh, my God. You you read my mind. When it you was just, terrible. When you said cash-in, 
You read my mind. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I mean, I know me and Jake, like, in particular, would have, like, words regarding, like, the actual core Walking Dead series. But, I mean, honest to God, to my core, this fucking sucked. Toss this shit in the garbage. Well, and it's not like, like, like <laughs> the mother and the stepfather. It's not like they're bad actors. Like, I've seen these two people... In other roles. But this ain't an after-school fucking special! Exactly. Oh my god! It's I, supposed to be a fucking Walking Dead show! It was awful, man. It, it was, was awful. Bad. And fucking uh, Johnny Kitsch can go fuck himself. <laughs> Taylor Depp was awful in this fucking... It was... Like, it, it was garbage. like... like I was like, no, there, no, 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 no. What? That fucking character <laughs> fucked with me so bad, Jake. Oh, yeah. I'm like looking at him and I'm like... Is he a good actor or is he – am I fucking – am I fucked up right now? He's a stud. Am no I way. fucked up? Like is he a good actor or is he just like really overacting right now? Yeah. And like I didn't know. I was like I, I thought like I had lost my mind for a second. Like, like like this guy may be like the best actor of our generation. Like this is the next <laughs> – this is the next fucking Al Pacino and maybe I'm just not getting that. Or maybe maybe he's just like overacting. No, I figured it out towards the end. I finally fi- – it clicked. I was like, this guy is over the right. fucking acting. He is overacting like I almost crazy. I think you got to watch this shit with somebody. Like you can keep each other grounded and be like, am I crazy? Like this yeah. fucking sucks as much yes. as I think it does? Yes, yes. Uh, Jay, you know what, Jake, you're going to toss it. But <laughs> I'm not actually. What? Yeah. What? Oh my god. Talk to me. Talk to me. Talk to me. I got to hear this shit. I, it, actually, my expectations were so fucking low. I think that may have part to do with it. I actually found myself quite enjoying this. Oh my god. Oh my god. What the <laughs> fuck? I it was it was a taste it for me. I I was kind of like, wow, that wasn't too bad. I it reminded me a lot of like the stand structure, and I, I really like that. I like to see the post-apocalyptic world oh become the post-apocalyptic. I'm world. like literally pulling on my fucking hair right now because you can't stand the Walking Dead, but you like this garbage. Oh my god! I'm not alone. It's got an 8.0 on on IMDb. It's not like I'm a drunker freak. than I am. No, wow. I, don't, I don't think an 8.0 out of 10. Not everyone's drunk. <laughs> right. What's up, man? Fuck! What's going on? I hated um, Taylor Kitsch or Johnny Kitsch or whatever the fuck. Taylor Dip, Johnny Johnny Kitsch. Like like if the show would have been an hour and a half about just that character, it definitely would have been a Uh toss-up for me. Like anytime he was involved, I was like, I'm rolling my fucking eyes and everything. Yeah. You got to believe me. You got to believe me. Am I hallucinating? Am I crazy? Like I was just like, I was just waiting for him to like walk out with like fucking eyeliner and fucking Jack Sparrow <laughs> I was fascinated by the, the government cover up aspect of it and kind of the slow burn of the world becoming the zombie apocalypse and okay. and the cops lying about it and the kids thinking that the video is fake I kept thinking like as a fan of the show like this is stuff I don't need to see. Right. This is stuff I don't need to see. Like this is like the stuff like that that I like about the show that they're showing me. Like they're pulling behind they're pulling back the curtain on stuff that I don't want to see. I don't care how the government reacted. I don't I don't care about how like the schools reacted and 
For yeah. me, honestly, it was the actual interpersonal character development that they attempted to fucking put in place, like the fucking broken family shit. It was so overdone. Nobody oh, gives God. a flying fuck also, about all that stuff. I also stuff. hated the you're, sister. You're trying to repair your relationship with your son, Chris, you're, with my son. <laughs> you're trying to bond with your future stepkids. <laughs> right. Who gives a fuck? Right. I also hated the sister character. I, I really couldn't stand her. Yeah. And, like, whether or not her... Her and her boyfriend were going to be yeah. okay after she went to right. art school and yeah. shit. And she I was like, apathetic to you know, everything. I really want to hear what Jay has. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking at his fucking fingernails. No, 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 no. Jay, Jay, Jay. I tossed it. Frank tossed it. Jake, you tasted it? Yeah, I tasted it. It pulls my fucking Jason, mind. Jason, I want to know what your honest opinion is. And if you taste this shit, dude, I'm down with it, man. It's all good. It's all good, man. I'm your friend. I, it's, all good. it's all good, man. I love you, We could you, be dude. wrong. I, mean, I love you, bro. Pilot. I love you, bro. You can give me that goofy fucking laugh that everybody fucking hates. I don't give a shit. Fuck all those motherfuckers that hate all your fucking laugh. All over my face. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, let me take a swig. Hold on, <laughs> talk to me, man. What you what you what you thinking, man? I hated this. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! My boy, my boy, that's my fucking boy, dude. You brought up the sister, okay? Yeah. Let's just dissect this. That fucking sister. She she's sitting on his bed feeding him Jello. What the fuck? Right. See, what the fuck? Weird shit was that? She's sitting on the bed feeding him. I care about you now. After not caring about him the whole entire fucking episode. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. The shitty scene with her and the boyfriend and the fucking sign or wherever the fuck they were, and he's he's like drawing a tattoo on her. What the fuck was that? Oh yeah, no clue. It started off okay. I'm not knocking the entire episode. It started off okay in the church. But then you have the supermodel fucking zombie that's hotter than shit. Right. Like, oh, she told God did, damn, that zombie's he, hot. Did anybody else, like, think <laughs> she looked just like the fucking, like, first zombie chick from Zombieland? Like his fucking roommate, like, 3B or whatever the fuck her name was? She looked, like, just the same. These are these are junkies. I, I enjoyed, <laughs> I enjoyed like, the church, the atmosphere of the whole church, right. like, where he's at at the beginning. Like, the setting. Then he runs that, in. Yeah, that was cool. That, that was, was cool. cool. I was like, attention to detail has yes. been paid. I'm cool yeah. with this. Then he runs into his fucking girlfriend eating the face off of some dude, and she's hotter than shit. Right. That is the dumbest fucking crap I've ever. She's a junkie. She's a run-down junkie. No and she's shit. hotter than shit. She's supermodel hot. Like, have none of these motherfuckers ever seen, like, somebody who's strung out in their life? You don't know what the fuck they look like. The Johnny Depp guy, he kind of at least looked like a junkie. So he's running through the street in slow motion, overacting. Oh, 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 my God. He gets hit by a car, and you're like, thank God he got hit by a car. He got hit, but he lives. I know, that was the bullshit thing. That sucks. (laughs) He's got the worst fucking parents in the world. His mom is a fucking bitch out of hell. She doesn't give a fuck about him. Oh, is he okay? Is he? She doesn't even go. She she doesn't give a fuck until she actually visits the church and then sees the blood. Oh fuck! I guess I need to be concerned about my son. She doesn't give yeah, a fuck. The, the stepdad is more concerned yes. about the actual story. Right. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Then she is. She is a heartless fucking bitch. The whole 
fucking time. Agreed. And, and I, I, know I like her as an actor. I she, like her. She's a great actor. I know what some people are going to say about and I that. Remember like people that. who are like like in in relationships with people who are junkies. Like at some point, like you become numb to that shit, and like you got to like care to a point, and then not beyond that. No, no, you no. Can't handle it, but still, it's, it's fucking like, mom. It's kind of lazy writing that they kind of like they have a junkie here. So like nobody knows like what to believe. Right. Yeah. Nobody knows. It's convenient. What, oh, can we believe him or not believe him? Like that's the whole story. But the here. bullshit is, is that in the other parts of the shit where you're seeing the shit on the news where a dude fucking attacks a fucking EMT guy on the catch shot. Nobody fucking gives a shit. They're what about like, headshot? Oh, wow, what about it, that? Though. Yeah, that happened. That's the, that's yeah. the part of the show that was fascinating to me. Well, it's, it's the, the setting more are you than talking the characters. About the kids walked watching the video in class on their cell phones. Yeah, and 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 some of them thinking like, oh, this is just it's fake. It's a viral video. Yeah, the the fact that they think it's propaganda that they think right. it's not yeah. even like real right. shit. But then the fucking school goes into like lockdown mode. And the whole idea behind the oh. series, I mean, I'm going to keep watching it because I have to, because I got to know how you don't have to. No, you know, no, I it's like only I it's, it's six episodes right. and we're so fucking like knee deep in Walking Dead right. as, as it is. I mean, I don't give a shit if I hate it or not. It just gives me something to bitch what? about. But like, fuck, how the like, fuck are they supposed to, to go from where this show left off? And supposedly, like, you're still going to pretend that you're in a fucking half-assed protected state after seeing this shit? What the fuck? <laughs> what about the scene of the the principal? Like, they're behind him, and they're like, mm, Oh, yeah, that is yeah. a zombie. Uh, it might be a zombie. Right. You know goddamn well he's not a fucking zombie. Yeah, that was yeah. horrible. That hey, was horrible. Every I, scene was fucking horrible. Can I, can I, let me point this out real quick. The principal in that movie, yeah, um, Art Costa was his name in the uh, in the uh, episode. Um, he also played the principal in Into the Storm, mm. which also <laughs> starred Walking Dead alumni Sarah Wayne Callies. Oh, so that's how we got the job. Who played <laughs> Lori oh, okay. in The Walking Dead? Everybody so, hated it. Yeah, it's like uh, let's have the same guy play a principal yeah. in yeah. both Into the Storm and uh, Walking Dead. The only reason I want to watch the rest of it is to see that family die. That's how bad it is. That's how, and, and I'm not saying I don't enjoy the premise or what it's about. Yeah, I hated all the characters. Okay, okay, okay. I just, <laughs> I just like the. Setting. We agree on that. I like the and we setting, like the premise. And I, I want to see the world turn. I enjoy I'm that. By that, yeah. If they were at all like taking any, I, there was no reaction this, to this, me in the world of what was going on around. This me. show didn't make me want to see the world turn. This show, like even I, after it ended, it was like uh, this season on the the fear, the walking. I bed. didn't see that. My thing cut like, off that. They they showed like you know like um, you know like uh, fucking like the army and the military and and things like that. And I'm like, excited about that. See, that's the thing that like like I I don't care about seeing. Like that's the thing like. Did I enjoy? I I like the mystery. Mm -hmm. I like the mystery, and like I don't want to see those things played out. If anything, screen. I would want it maybe like sprinkled in just a little bit here and there, like you I, saw. I think it was the second season where you had the bit with John Barenthal yes, and Sarah Wayne Callies, yes. where they were fucking dropping napalm in the streets. Yeah. And then that was, that was great. It. Made you just think. I don't think it's going to spoil the mystery, though. I, I don't think we're going to find out where the virus came from no, or no, why no, no, the no, virus no, no. came I, from. So I think the mystery stays intact. I know. I know. I that, I, I I totally understand that. 
we're never going to figure out where the virus comes from. Mm-hmm. We don't, we're never going to know the cure. This is not, um, uh, Z, what is it? Not Z nation. Um, the Brad Pitt, world movie. war Z. World war oh, Z. Yeah. This is not world war Z. We're like, like the end all is like to figure out like how to stop this thing. Um, this is just showing us like the origins of like how people reacted to it when it first happened. Yeah. I just thought the character development is so much better when we're just thrust into this world as opposing to like as opposed to knowing who these characters were before. See, but I hate all those characters too. Before I don't. <laughs> I I don't And know. then it's just the zombie I don't. Fan, the zombie survival fantasy with I, a bunch of dumb characters. I oh, don't. Man. I don't. <laughs> I love Carol. Big time. That's like the I, first person I'm thinking of. I love Carol. I, I because quit before every, apparently Carol got Everything good. that she has experienced, her <laughs> character has done a complete 180 from who she was when this was going down to who she is now. I love Carol. I love Glenn. I quit before I love those Glenn. characters got I love good. a guy. I love a guy that be, before the post-apocalyptic fucking zombie apocalypse was a pizza delivery boy who played yeah. video and games. now and now he's fucking captain america no shit and he's a tactician and he's the guy that you want to go to like how are we gonna he's a video game right i love that about this even the governor oh my god even the governor, man. Be- the governor was pretty great. He be- had so many fucking layers. Like if you've read the comic or any of the graphic novels, it's even deeper than what you saw on the show. And seeing Rick, Rick, a fucking officer of the law, and like what you know, like uh, you know, I mean, they're supposed to uphold and protect <laughs> and serve, and like here he is, and he's all about just like his group. It's 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 really amazing. It's like it's about the characters. And I'm not saying all the characters are great. Yeah, they fucked Andrea. They Big time. fucked Big Andrea. Time. Andrea was awful. Oh my Nothing god! Nothing like the comic version. The first season of Walking Dead. Frank Darabont, fantastic director. And I, the first yeah. episode of Walking Dead compared to the first episode of this yeah. Second, is fucking sure. ridiculous. Sure. Second season of The Walking Dead is by far the weakest. Oh yeah, the weakest. Jake, I know you know good, yeah. good writing and bad writing. I know. I, I understand that you're saying like you're intrigued. Like, yeah, why? I want to see it. I mean, The Stand is like one of my top five favorite books, right? And I can't help but compare and contrast what's happening here to what happened there. It's when I, I love to see the post-apocalyptic turn. For me, I, I, I the mystery and just being like thrust into this world yeah. and seeing the characters how they have to react post zombie threat. Is what makes it interesting for me. I can yeah, understand that. Give give me hints of like who Daryl Dixon was before this. Just give me hints. I don't need to see a flashback scene. I I never I never want to see any more flashback scenes from fucking Walking. Do they have flash, flashback? Yes, scenes? Couple, yes, yeah. there were like there that were, one I was talking exactly. about. Exactly. Yeah, the one John Barenthal. Yep. That one. Mm-hmm. Yes, there were some flashback scenes, but like I never need to see any more. Yeah, I agree with that. But I mean, as far as like, for those characters, I still I don't know. I, I want to see the military react. I want to see the world react. I'm excited for that. But are we really going to see that? Because the whole we better because that's the only reason I'm here. It ain't for whole, fucking Johnny Depp. But the whole premise behind this series is that they're more in a protected state. Like the whole thing from its inception doesn't is seem very protected. See, the big cities will not be protected. You won't yeah. see as many zombies as what you do. You'll in see the Walking a lot Dead. of zombies. And from the very beginning, I was always questioning it. Like it's the conflict. 
conflict that makes it interesting. It's that conflict that you find out who you really are, not who you pretend to but be. But in this show, it's not a conflict necessarily between Frank's right. the zombies right. and this, the people, though. No. The conflict is between the government and the citizens, and what, I'm intrigued by that. What? Yeah, but see, see, see. That's 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 what makes this show a taste it for you yeah. and a toss it for me and Frank because me and Frank are more invested in the characters and who they become because of this event as opposed to like the event itself. Yeah. I, I'm not I'm not I'm not like intrigued by like the event. I don't right. care how it plays out. I want to see how characters develop because of the event, right. yeah. But I understand. I understand where you're coming from. Like, like, like. Uh, some people want to see. Like, some people want to. You know what I mean. Some people want to see. Like, what happens. Like, h- how this all comes about. Like, it they, slowly they, breaks down. Yeah, exactly. Do you want to see? Like, uh, I want to see the government break down. Exactly. And I, I want to see I the classes. The way that have the series to is no. set up that you'll never see it completely collapse. Me, it's always going to be a constant. There's this question yes. off in the distance, and we yes. don't know what's going on with right. it, but. It's just not present enough, at least not in the pilot, to cause any fucking real upheaval. At the very end scene, I mean, you see them like, oh my god, we've run this dude over three times and he's still getting up. But where are they going to go from here? Are they going to accept the fact that there's some really fucked up shit going on? Are they going to try to go back to their regular lives and be like, oh, dude was on some heroin, so we got to That's exactly that the intriguing first. part to me, is where will they go from there? Uh, I, I would, are I they going to tell people? Are people going to believe them? Like are they gonna, life are, are the cops totally already know about this? Up. Does the government already know about this? I mean, I know we're going to so find out. what measures are they trying to hide this? I, I, I think what's going to happen is, like, before, before like, any rules are established in this world, communication is going to be cut off. Right. And people are going to have to figure it out for themselves. It's that's that unknowing why, that that's would be why, cool. Exactly. That's why. That's why you've got Rick's group calling them walkers. That's why you got other groups calling them uh, calling them uh, freaks. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, nobody knows the rules one hundred percent. It wasn't until season two that we figured out that somebody could die of natural causes. Wasn't that right? Uh, I think it was actually the end of season three. No, it was season two. Season two. It was in season one when the dude at the CDC told him, but Rick didn't divulge that to the rest of the group until after, uh, just, no, you're right, you're right. After the, after the farm, before they hit the prison. You're right, you're right. It's in season two, yeah. I I saw that much. (coughs) I don't know. I, uh, I'm not gonna toss this entire series right now. I'm not. I can't toss it right now. I can toss the pilot episode based on what I saw. And I'll yeah, tell you I'm this much: there. if if eighty to ninety percent of the, sh- the next five episodes are still uh, mostly focused on those four main characters, mm-hmm. this series will quickly become a toss it for me. Yeah. I'm sure that's what you're going to see, though, because they're trying to make it like a character driven story. You could not bring October twelfth any closer. Right now, I'm ready for October, <laughs> I'm ready for October 31st. That's I'm, the zombie show I'm waiting for. Ash versus Evil Dead. Yes, I'm ready for that too. Yeah, but no, here. I want to see. I want to see Carol. I want Daryl. So Carol gets I awesome. Want, I want, dude. Oh, oh my god. God. If if you when I left off, fuck. she was like the worst fucking character. Oh my god. Shit, I'm not, she's like fucking badass than Rick that, and Daryl right? like combined. Something must happen that she becomes. Oh cool. fuck yeah. No, yeah. she's. That, but I'm like, not wrong. Oh fuck yeah, I'm not wrong. 
in no, thinking like, that when I left off in like season four. You're not wrong. No, 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 no. If if you're looking at it from like Dave's empowered female, <laughs> fuck. Yeah, you're you're totally right. She like, seriously becomes like the most fucking badass person. Oh, I don't ever. think she sucks no, 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 no. she's not an empowered female. I, I just think she was a I, wet noodle. I don't know. I, no, I was like, trying to. Yes. throw. I was just. Yeah. Kind of, <laughs> thank you, Jay. Thank you, Jay. <laughs> no, I mean you you see a character. You've seen a character. You see a character evolve from yeah. like, from the first season where like she was like you know I mean we've seen her ex husband like he was alive in the first season the yeah. way he treated yeah her. he was a super dick mm-hmm. right and we've seen the evolution of Carol and from where she is from season one to season five, you're just like, wow. I mean, I don't want to spoil shit for you, but there's a point where she confronts a male domestic abuser yes. with a knife. Oh, and she's God. like, come at me, yes. come at me, do it. Yeah, and she's like, begging him. <laughs> I, I, well, man, I mean, <laughs> the show has gotten spoil, so much no, better from the second season. Spoil the fuck out of it because Jesus it's Christ, I'm gonna. She watch has Walking this Dead fucking knife, man. Don't spoil it. I don't oh. want to know. <laughs> it's so good. She is beyond <laughs> Daryl or Rick in what she is willing to do survive at this point. It seems. Yeah. She has really become like from like the weakest character to the most powerful, like assured of herself person ever. It, it's amazing the transformation. She's one of my favorite characters by far. Yeah, what's what's so fucked up about her character is like that Rick doesn't trust her at times, right? And it's like. And as far as he's willing to go, right. like she's still like an X factor, right? Right? That's right, nuts, right? Ser- Rick, Seriously? right? Come on, dude! Like she's pushing him like along the way yeah. in this last season to take out dude, right? Like you have to do it. I I do think that like the the trailers that we've seen for season is it we're going into season six. Yep. Yeah. The trailers that we've seen, I think they are misleading. I don't think that it's going to be Morgan versus Rick. I no. don't. I do. I think I they're think lining it up for that because a little I, bit. my guess would be probably mid season you're gonna start to see some actual Nagan show up right. from the comics. Yeah. And that is some serious shit like the governor had no idea of. Like it's that that's what honestly where I stopped reading the comics because I'm like, okay, you know what? I need to fucking wait and see this shit play out on screen. So October 12th, we're going to have uh, – well, the week after, we're going to have our Walking Dead review. So. <sighs> <laughs> I'm already coming on those Funkin' Pops. Yeah. <laughs> I think, uh, you know, I honestly, like, in the next few weeks, if, like, if you guys keep watching, like, the the Fear of the Walking Dead, we can bring it up a little bit. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'll probably, keep I'm watching. fine with waiting until the end, too. Yeah, me too. Both. If it if it continues to suck, though, I'm going, <laughs> I'm going to bring it up. Yeah. If it continues to suck dick. It's not a brilliant show. No. I think that pilot, man, it was such a fucking cash and being an hour and a half long and have nothing fucking happen like it did. It worked. It's, it worked, but it still sucked ass. <laughs> My opinion. Are you guys ready to move on to Pop Culture Leftovers News? No, moving on. Misa needs more booze. All right, go get your booze. But you know what, Frank? Yo. If you booze, you sometimes lose. you snooze, sometimes you lose. Because this has to do with video games. What? Get your fucking booze. Oh, my God. And get your ass back here. Hey, what are you, uh, you going to get to drink? Say so what? Are you going to get one of those the reds? Yeah. Can I? Well, is there one? Why yeah, did I just get a tweet about Wes Craven? 
Wes Craven, what's he doing? He's not dead, right? <gasps> Shut the fuck up, Hold dog. on, hold on. I just, no. like, Becca just sent me, like, Wes Craven Saturday. Yeah, Dies at 76. Oh, oh my God. Fuck, man. God damn it. Fuck. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah I just got the same text. Fucking master of horror. Jesus Christ. That's sad. This has been a really bad fucking year, you know that? I did not want to hear that. Fuck! What the fuck? Wow. <clears throat> Damn. Wow, Wes Craven's passed away. He's 76. Christ. Rest in peace, man. Yeah, no shit. You made some amazing fucking movies. Yeah, you did. Guys, Lionsgate, they have announced a Borderlands movie. Now, Frank, right. this is a video game. Yeah. And I'm going to ask you, I'm sure you've played Borderlands. Yep. Uh, this Borderlands movie, it's based on the video game. Guys, I'm assuming that a Borderlands movie has been greenlit because of the success of Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah. I don't um, doubt that. And hey, hey, kids, teenagers, I, I just want to uh, kind of bring this to your attention that uh, Borderlands did not come first <laughs> because I know that this is a thing. Yeah, right. Because I've read it online. People Mad- saying Mad Max is a Borderlands ripoff. Yes, <laughs> kids, teenagers, it's ridiculous. Teenagers don't know, and and they thought that they thought that Mad Max when they watched the trailers for the George Miller Mad Max, the new Fury Road movie, they thought that this was a fucking. Uh, Ripoff of Borderlands. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, guys, Mad Max has been around for over thirty years. Yeah. So um, this is not a ripoff of Borderlands. But I've never played Borderlands. I've seen mm-hmm. video. I've seen the commercials and all this and, and all this stuff, guys. Um, Mad Max Fury Road came out, made a lot of money, and uh, had a lot of great press behind it. Great hype behind it. And now they've announced a Borderlands movie. Is this legit or is this a fucking cash grab? Talk to me. Honestly. It's a cash grab. Cash grab. It could be a cash grab. There is a legit like mythos and shit with that game. Uh, it, it's pretty in depth, like especially like if you get into Borderlands what, Two. What's fucking crazy though, Frank, is it's coming hot off the fucking heels. It's the timing. Hot, yeah. exactly. Right. Would this movie yeah. have even been considered okay. being made a movie. People yeah. think that like, World, you know, of, World like, of Warcraft. If World of Warcraft, the movie, had been announced right after, like the first fucking Lord of the Rings movie, mm-hmm. right. I would have been like, what the. F- Fuck. Yeah. Guys. But no, they've waited a few years. The shit's fucking kind of cooled off and shit. Mm. And now they're making a World of Warcraft movie. And I'm like, okay, I think they're going to try to make this legit. Could it suck? Fuck yeah, it could yeah. suck. It could fucking suck ass. Most likely it probably will. Most likely as, much, will. as much as I love video games, like movie adaptations do not do well. But Borderlands, no. Borderlands being greenlit, greenlit, right hot off the heels of fucking Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, right, I'm sure. Dude, that makes me think that a studio's thinking cash grab, right. cash grab. More than likely, because there's I a lot of I understand what you're saying. You're saying you've played the games, there's a story, there's some depth there. Right. But on the flip side, 
Frank, I'm thinking the studio since thinking we can make a quick buck. I'm sure. I mean, I, I, I'm sure that. I mean, the biggest thing with video games is, because compared to a movie, is you've got anywhere from like 15 to 30 hours to get acclimated to these characters and have different interactions with them, as opposed to trying to stuff whatever into a two-hour movie at max. I mean, you don't have any room for character development, just like you would have like trying to adapt like a TV show to a standalone movie experience. Right. So... Given what the source material is, do I think that they could do a good job? They could? Is it likely? No. And do I think it's a cash grab? Yeah. Because of, like, what you're talking about. Like, the whole Mad Max shit's hot right now. So they're looking at, like, the same kind of shit. Right. And they're thinking, boy, we can fucking make something out of this. Right. I don't think it's going to be worth a damn. I'd be surprised if it fucking comes to pass that it is. Jake, Jason, talk to me. Yeah, I mean, I, I played Borderlands. I played the multiplayer. Is there is there a story mode? Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. There's a standalone story mode. Okay. A I, lot of people get fucking duped into, like, that fucking intro cinematic to the first one where they got that fucking white, I think it's White Elephant song, like, Ain't No Rest for the Wicked. Right. Where they're, like, looking for treasure and shit. And, like, that's fucking epic, but, like, the rest of it drags on a bit, and you got to play a whole, put a whole bunch of time into it to get anything out of it. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't impressed with it, so I don't. I I didn't think this was on any studio's radar, but I guess it is now. <laughs> that, like you're saying, Thank because you. of Mad Max. No, Halo makes sense to me. Okay, Jay yeah. proves our point. Halo makes sense. Jay proves one, our Halo. point. He's like he's like saying like I didn't think this was on any studio's radar. No. What movie just came out and yeah. fucking blew up? Mad Max Fury Road. What video game franchise? Is the closest thing to Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah. yeah. Borderline. That movie was the second like, coming of Christ to people, perfect. and it's yes. like, how can we make more money off exactly. of that? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, there, there's a video game company right now that's like, okay, let's sell the rights to a studio, mm-hmm. and let's take advantage yeah, of this. Yeah, while the stocks are high. Yes. <laughs> let's strike while the iron Sell, sell, sell. Is, yeah, the iron's hot. Let's strike. There, there isn't a video game movie I can think of that wasn't a cash grab. So that's just the trend of video game movies. You right. know, make Zelda, make Halo. Um, but other than that, I can't movie, fucking think of anything. The only <laughs> video game movie that I've ever really liked was the original Mortal Kombat. I agree. It was fun. And it was yeah, because it was fun because it didn't take itself too seriously. Right. It had a lot of action and just like the video game, they didn't have to try to dump a whole bunch of shit in the backstory. I love the Resident Evil movies for the same reason. Oh, I, see, I, I can't like. I don't, oh. think they, I don't think they take themselves hold seriously either. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, first, I totally agreed with Frank, 100%. <laughs> Mortal Kombat, I love that movie. I saw that like three, four times in the theater. I just watched that shit the other day on Netflix just because. Great soundtrack. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love Big Mortal Kombat. Okay. Best part about it. And then Jake said fucking Resident Evil. <laughs> I like the whole series. Dude. Jake. No, 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 no. It's fun, bad movies. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I, let me talk. I love... Resident Evil movies. They are so, no. Jake's yeah. right. They're fun. They're stupid fun. They don't take themselves those, seriously those, at all. The, the first movie. The first movie. Those fucking like those those fucking like zombie dogs. Yeah, are fucking creepy as fuck. I love the lasers that cut people up. Oh, and I love shit. that too. The shit's fun. The I, pile I, of pieces. I, I, agree. Oh, I agree. I agree. <laughs> and I agree. I agree. At the end of every movie, they kind of write themselves into a corner that they have to ridiculously get out of at the I, beginning of the next I love, movie. I love how every fucking movie you're thinking to yourself, oh, I. Are they going to finally give us a liquor? <laughs> Are we going to get to see a liquor? We don't have the budget. 
And so <laughs> when we finally got the liquor, I was like, yes! Yeah, yeah. I thought that was how What's-Her-Face kept getting sequels. But Seeing the guy doing the stars cracked me up in the movie, too. Yeah. Those movies, I, they cracked me up. Oh, I feel God. like if you... For everything you say you love about Mortal Kombat, these movies are the exact same thing. Well, okay, 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 okay. Like, for me, like, I played Resident Evil 1, mm-hmm. 2, and 3. I dropped off after that. So, yeah. like, after I that... Four. I played half of 4. After, I'm there with you. After that, every fucking Easter egg after that in the movies didn't mean shit to me because I stopped playing. But I still enjoyed this first, you know... I'd say one, two, three f- movies that came out. Yeah, I, I still even the Ali Larder movie. I still you should, the that. newest one is hilarious with her and her clone army. Oh, it's the funniest shit ever. Those movies, those movies, they don't. I need to get really drunk and watch this. Shit. They don't do gangbusters over here in the U.S., but oh my god, in China, fucking internationally, those fucking those those movies do gangbusters. Yeah, I heard worldwide. It's a big, I heard they're yeah, still doing whatever. a sixth one. That yeah, they are. I'm, they super, are. I'm super. But excited. that's supposed to be the last one. Thank God. So. I hope not. They said that about the fifth one. Uh, that's true. <laughs> I see. I've seen every single one of those in the theater and lo- sat there, every... ate my popcorn, and had a great time God, every time. Honest <laughs> to God, like after I watched like three quarters of the first one with that laser deal where it cut up that dude and like he fucking saw his eye drop out. Like, I couldn't even finish that one, and I never watched a one fucking one since. Like, every time I hear one gets that, like, goes to come out, I, like, roll my eyes. I'm like, Jesus. They get Christ. better each time. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. You're full of it. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, speaking of video game movies, we got our first full look at Michael Fassbender yeah. in Assassin's Creed. Now, this movie, in my opinion, is going to be a train wreck. They've yes. been planning this movie for way too long Mm -hmm. and uh, I'm surprised that Michael Fassbender himself has not left this project but on the flip side we've got a guy that agreed to play Steve Jobs after Ashton Kutcher left (laughs) the Steve Jobs movie and that that makes me worry about Michael Fassbender yeah Um, guys Thoughts on the just? I guess <laughs> I can't talk about the Assassin's Creed movie. Yeah. But I guess just thoughts on the look of Michael Fassbender as the character, the main character from Assassin's Creed. Toss it. Yeah, I toss it too. Yeah. <laughs> Michael toss Fassbender and I don't even like fucking Assassin's. Creed. I don't either. I toss that shit. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> It's a horrible look, and it's a it's a hor- It's not that good of a video game. It looks like no, Michael Fassbender right. is cosplaying. Are you no? Okay, okay. My question to you is: Can you believe that Michael Fassbender is still attached to this fucking movie? No, yeah. they gotta like, be paying him a godly like, lump of it money. It feels like five years that this movie has been in like. Like oh, yeah. development hell. The hype is over on that. It's time. been in, and, and I can't believe that Michael Fassbender's still even attached to this fucking right. film. I can't believe there's people that are still excited for this thing. I mean, the, those people are the ones that have their fucking blinders on. They're people like, like Age oh of Ultron, God. man. So. Oh my god, they're coming out with an Assassin's Creed, whatever. I gotta get it. I gotta watch it. Fuck that shit. No way, man. Guys, I'm just like, uh, you say Assassin's Creed. I hear Prince of Persia. I hear the same thing. I hear the same thing. And and I don't want this to happen. I cannot believe that Michael Fassbender did not back out of this movie. That's the only thing that makes me kind of want to see it is the fact that it's a Michael Fassbender starring Uh, movie. Jake, this thing has been in, like, development hell for five years. Yeah. The only name that's been attached to this thing for those five years has been Michael Fassbender. (laughs) And that's... And it's it's so fucking weird that this guy is not dropped out of this thing. It really it's is. like 
I, I've thought for like for the, the last five years, like th- he's got to drop out. He's got to drop out. Like this guy's stock is way too high. Has he done voice work for the game or anything? No, I don't think no, no, no not at all. So. I mean, the thing that, that that amazes me most is that like people still hang on to this shit. I mean, I, I can't, I can't see the value in it at all. It's still a popular franchise, video game see. wise. Yeah, yeah you know, but the thing that happens is like they're all period pieces. Like, uh, I think the third one put you into the Revolutionary War. The fourth one made you a pirate. I don't know what the fucking fifth one did. But, I mean, it's always like they drop you into a setting, and it's your interaction with the fucking world around you that works out well. There's I no thought, story there. You know, we saw, like, okay, Borderlands is getting re- greenlit because of Mad Max Fury Road. Mm-hmm. We've kind of already discussed that. I thought that they would be, like, they would wait until Creed came out with Michael B. Jordan. Mm-hmm. And then been like, oh, that movie did really good. Let's come out with Assassin's Creed. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Mike Tyson's punch out the exactly. movie. Oh, exactly oh, what I oh, my God. I was like, oh, I'm there. <laughs> All right, let's fantasy cast Bald Bull. I've always, <laughs> I've always wanted to see a live action soda Popinski. Oh, yeah. Glass Joe. Glass Joe. Yeah. Glass Joe. Yeah. Uh, Don Flamenco. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see some flamenco dancing yeah. live on screen. Dangerous. Yeah, I want to see. It's dangerous. Yeah, I want. You know what? <laughs> Bradley Cooper would do a good. No, Flash Joe. Oh, over Bradley the top. Cooper? Yeah, no. over the top. Oh, oh, craziness. No. Owen Wilson as that's Glass better. Joe. That's oh. better. That's oh. better because that fucking lump he's got in his exactly. nose is already fucking there. Exactly. <laughs> Owen Wilson as Glass Joe. <laughs> the Rock is Bald Bull. Yeah. The Rock is Bald Bull. You've <laughs> Richard got- Mall. From fucking Night Court. You've got Let him <laughs> He was already bull once before. <laughs> What's his name? What's his name? Uh, Zorro. Flash fucking Tiger? Antonio Banderas. Oh, fuck. Don Flamenco. Don Flamenco. <laughs> or the dude that played, uh, uh, my name is Inigo Mantoya. You killed my father. Prepared oh, to die. Shit. What about oh, Super Macho Man? You know, I saw uh, a picture of him recently. I can't remember his name. The guy that played him in Diggle Motoya. Yeah. And, like, he's, like, almost bald. He's old as fuck. Yeah. Like, uh, he looks nothing like what he used to. In he did age. Pr- uh, Princess <laughs> who would play, did age. Who would play King Hippo? Uh, Paul Giamatti. Okay. <laughs> 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 I'm bang, man. Yeah. I don't know anybody guy. fat enough. Yeah. Chris Farley's dead. Paul Giamatti, can you pretend like you can pull your pants up? But I can't. Yeah. So, uh, I, yeah, I, I'm also gonna toss the whole Michael Fassbender yeah. Assassin's Creed movie. Yeah. I can't believe that they're actually going through with this. No it's way, man. Ridiculous. I can't believe I, it. I, and the only reason I think they're going through with it is because Michael Fassbender has been kind of like an idiot and not dropped off the yeah. project. I think like if he would have dropped off the project like months ago, years ago, this would not be happening. And I right. can't believe that this is actually I'm going to be pissed at this guy if he leaves the X-Men franchise and he's still doing Assassin's Creed. Fucking Assassin's Creed. No shit. <laughs> Fuck that. That's that Michael Fassbender. Right. <laughs> Seriously, like, like the only person that could fucking do fucking uh, justice – to Magneto after Ian McKellen is Michael Fassbender. Yeah. And Nailed it. You're going to leave this shit to do fucking Assassin's Creed? Yeah, fuck, fuck off. That. I fuck really off. hope that's going to be a one and done for Assassin's him because Creed. I like him as an actor. But, I mean, I'm going to go on the record as saying I don't think that there's any point in time that there's going to be like a fucking killer fucking video game to movie adaptation. 
I think that there's too much fucking character development involved in a video game with the amount of time that you have to spend with it in order to put it into a two-hour movie. I don't think that we're ever going to... I don't think that Pop Culture Leftovers is ever going to have a good podcast episode. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Not without Michael Fassbender. <laughs> Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know what? Fuck. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit stop. We're gonna come back and we're gonna talk about some DC news. News. DC news. And then, uh. <laughs> 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 like whisper right of words. Fastbender, Michael Fastbender. Assassin's Creed. You guys. Assassin's Creed. You guys, you guys are, you guys are, whis- you guys are whispering and it's freaking me the fuck out. Sorry. It follows. It follows. <laughs> Without the matter. Summer. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> always wear condoms. <laughs> Don Flamenco, Don Flamenco, Class Joe, Class Joe, Soda Poppins. Fuck. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll be right. We'll be. We'll be right back. Jesus Christ. Welcome to NPR. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're back. Some lounge music in the back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> guys, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna we're gonna move on to DC news. Let's move on DC news. Okay. All right. Warner Brothers DC, some comic book fucking uh, TV uh, movie news and shit. Yeah. Let's talk about this. Uh, you know, we were talking about Mad Max earlier. Let's talk about this. Uh, Mad Max director George Miller. Thing of thing of a bobber. Yeah, what's happening? A lot of people talking about this. A lot of nothing's happening. It sounds like Jorge Miller, George Miller taking the reins of Banana Steel two. If you remember, George Miller was on board to direct uh, years ago the Justice League movie mm-hmm. that had Army Hammer as Batman. They had Common cast as Green Lantern. There's a whole cast, but uh, you know Brandon Routh coming back as Superman and shit. I think. Mm. And there's a whole cast, but that never that never panned out. It got scrapped. But now, uh, as far as George Miller directing Man of Steel 2, nothing is official. And the latest word from Den of Geek is that we shouldn't hold our breath on this one. But how did this rumor start? Well, John Schnepp, the director of Death of Superman Lives, said on Popcorn Talk, George Miller is doing Man of Steel 2. I don't feel weird about breaking it. Since then, others have confirmed that they also believe that these discussions are true. Here's more 
from that Den of Geek article. One source said that uh, what Miller directs will depend on what story most interests him, his take on it, and everyone's availability. While this hasn't while this doesn't rule out the possibility of Miller taking on Man of Steel 2, another source has said that as far as they understand it, the sequel is on permanent hold. Mm. I mean, we've heard like you know, we've heard the rumors of Ben Affleck directing a Batman film called mm-hmm. The Batman and and we've also heard that like they're gonna green light a Man of Steel two. Now they're saying like we're hearing rumors that this is shit this shit's on permanent hold. Now at this stage it's not clear what this means exactly. Have plans for a solo Superman film been abandoned? Or is it just in a holding pattern while writers uh, while writers flesh out their story ideas? Certainly Lurking, looking at the crowded schedule of DC movies, there doesn't seem to be much room on the slate for A Man of Steel 2 within the next couple of years. Those schedules can, of course, move around depending on a number of forces. We recently heard that Warner is privately planning a further three Batman movies starring Ben Affleck following a positive screening a few weeks ago. The future direction of the DC Universe and its two leading players, Batman and Superman, clearly hinge on the reception of next year's Batman v Superman. So Warner Brothers will surely be keeping its options open uh, open for both franchises. So guys... Um, Sounds like a wait-and-see attitude. Wait-and-see attitude. Uh, what do you guys think about it? Okay, let's... Okay. Let's say let's uh, let's just in 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 a, let's just say like this is true. Let's just say that Warner Brothers is like okay, it's not a Zack Snyder Superman Man of Steel sequel. We're gonna give you George Miller Man of Steel two. Thoughts on Man of Steel two being directed by George Miller? Hmm. Thoughts? I want to know. Uh, I, yeah, I, I like this better than Zack Snyder doing Man of Steel two, but I'm still not like. 100% excited about it. I think you'd be behind it if I was doing it instead of Zack Snyder. No. I trust Zack Snyder. <laughs> and I am not a poser, you asshole. Let's, let's, let's not get carried away. Yeah, I would rather Zack Snyder direct Man of Steel 2 than Frank. That says something. <laughs> I don't know what, but it says something. <laughs> I, uh, I absolutely 100% toss George Miller doing a Man of Steel sequel. Man of Steel 2. I toss it. I do taste or high taste George Miller doing a Batman movie, though. Hmm. Uh, for me, like, you know, reading like Dark Knight Returns, I think George Miller would be able to capture like the, the villainy of Gotham so well. You, I feel like Doomsday is right up Miller's alley, though. True. That's the one thing that yeah, intrigues yeah. me about Miller doing Man of Steel two. If well, it were to be the Doomsday thing, if when I when I watch when I watch Mad Max Fury Road, and I look at like the the villainous characters in that, you know, mm-hmm. and then I read Dark Knight Returns, I can compare like those characters to the mutants and things like that, and it, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I can see like fucking George Miller doing those characters justice. I can see that. I'm not saying that they'll ever do a direct adaptation of The Dark Knight Returns, but I'm just saying, like, George Miller, I think he could pull it off. It seems like what we're getting, the Batman v Superman, is the closest we're going to get to an adaptation of A Dark Knight Returns, and even it's very loose. Very loose. (laughs) Yeah, that's a tough one. I I, I almost feel like 
I, I agree with you, but I also feel like Superman almost needs that villainous side, like somebody that can actually write the villains very well for him. And yeah, it's just I, I, when I think of Frank Miller, I think of like a uh, like an ensemble like villainous cast. Yeah, like 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 like, like I think he could do like. I don't know, like Gotham, mm-hmm. like all of like the inhabitants of Gotham, the criminal element of Gotham. Right. I want to see a Gotham that's like, I think Tim Burton's got the closest Gotham that I want to see. Like, like when you watch fucking like the Nolan movies, those Gotham movies, like the fucking criminals in that movie were really professional in my opinion. I think like fucking like Tim Burton, he had the, the closest to where I thought it was like Gotham. Sideshow freaks. Yeah, like you had sideshow freaks. You just had goons and thugs. Yeah, you had some professional criminals in the town too. Mm-hmm. But like, like, like you had goons and thugs. You had Bob the Goon. You had all these other fucking. The mother- circus gang. Exactly. The circus gang. You had all these other motherfuckers in there too. To where it was just like. Uh, when the Nolan movies came out, it was just like, I felt like there was just like professional gangs and different yeah. gangs that kind of like, I don't know. I just think that George Miller would just be able to show us like a crazy fucking side of Gotham. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Real you, lunatic motherfuckers. Lunatic. Yeah. Yeah, just like a, that crazy side of Gotham. I'd love to see a George Miller Royal Flush gang. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I just want to see like, uh, you know, like, what happens in a George Miller directed Batman movie in an alley somewhere in Gotham? <laughs> I, I, I see what Jay's saying though. I really do agree with Jay. It's like, uh, he, it's like someone, a vision is needed with the Superman rogues gallery. Yeah. Like, I, like, the, I see what Jay's saying, but like, honestly, in that first Superman movie, I think that Zack Snyder was trying to address a lot of problems with the Superman character. Yeah. To begin with, and and it didn't resonate well with a lot of people. Like it didn't work for you. you no, know, it didn't. But I don't. I don't think George Miller. I think his sensibilities are a lot different than Zack yeah. Snyder's. Yeah. As the, far as what he, his look and what he would do. Okay. The, the The big question is, how do you do that when Gotham's right up next to Metropolis? How do you ever separate the two from now on? That's true. Yeah, that's a little yeah. silly. Yeah, geographically, they're right next to each other. Yeah. We'll put Capital City right next to it, too. Yeah, sure. sure. And then it's going to take its jumping off point from wherever this Batman v Superman story comes from. Probably not. Probably even further than that. I mean, I, I feel like we're getting the Justice League movies before we get Man of Steel 2 at oh, this right. point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it'll probably be jumping off of those. Right. Mm-hmm. Man, that's fucked up. Long way down the road. You're going to do Batman solo movies, but then you also want to do a global threat Justice League movie at the same time. Time. That's why I really think mm. those Batman movies are going to be prequels. I've said that. They on the have to be before. Like, yeah, it would make the most sense with him being older and at the end of his. Yes life. and right. no. I mean, I mean, guys. I mean, we we are looking at like like the Marvel universe. They everything's kind of been like you've got your Avengers movies every three years, mm-hmm. but on the flip side, we're looking at like just like the regular solo stories coming out like every, except for Captain America, which I think is kind of like a, yeah, but like the characters effort. in the Avengers movies aren't all super old, you know what I'm saying? And they didn't start with the Avengers movies. Like it's all, we're already starting with all the team up shit in the DC universe. I don't right. think like, I don't think all the characters in the DC movies are all that old. I Batman mean, like, Batman is, but he's not Dark Knight Returns old like we thought he was gonna be. Yeah, you know, like when they first announced, like when they first showed that 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 logo, mm-hmm. we thought like we saw the bat 
that we saw the bat symbol and we were like, oh, that's the big fucking chunky fucking Dark Knight Returns logo. Okay, right. we're going to get like a 65-year-old fucking Batman. Okay, so they're going to cast Stephen Lang. They're going to they're gonna cast some old guy as fucking Batman or like make Anson Mount look like really old and shit. No, they're going to have Ben Affleck looking like he is 40-something. Okay, mm-hmm. so we're not going to get fucking Dark Knight Returns Batman, but we're going to get an older, more experienced Batman. Mm-hmm. I'm just hoping we see but more of the detective. On the flip side, we're looking at Bat we're looking at Henry Cavill only being 2 years older. We're going to get a 35-year-old Superman, which is not that old. No. We're also going to get a very young Ezra Miller as Flash. Mm-hmm. So we're getting a very young Flash. Ray Fisher is like in his 20s, so we're getting a very young Cyborg. I, I, Gal Gadot, she's gonna play a character. Fuck you, Frank. <laughs> Fuck that bitch. Gal, Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot. She's gonna Pew play. Hair. She's gonna play a very old character as far as like her age, but looks wise, I mean, she's like she looks like she's in her late twenties, early thirties. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the oldest character looks wise is probably going to be Ben Affleck. I right? Agree, I agree. Right? Yeah. Because even, uh, even fuck even, Cal Drogo, what's his fucking face? Yeah. Momoa, yeah, he he looks like hey, early thirties. I was listening to Kevin Smith talk about. Uh, and I don't put too much stock into what Kevin Smith says about Marvel, uh, DC, and Marvel movies. Yeah, yeah, you know, but uh, because like you know he's got like he's got like kind of like one foot in that pool. Like he can kind of talk to these guys if he wants to. But he was on a, a flight with uh, Jason Momoa, and he met him. And he's like, oh my god, Jason Momoa is going to be a great Aquaman. And the reason he gave was just like, just meeting him and his presence. He said Momoa is huge. <laughs> they met on like an airplane or something. They met on an airplane, yeah. He said Momoa, Jason Momoa is absolutely gigantic. He's just like a huge man. You look at him and he's like larger than life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? True. And I've been in the presence of like large people and yeah, it has that effect on you. Like I was in, uh, San Antonio and walking out of a hotel was a basketball player, Mm. Gigi Wang. And dude was like seven foot, seven foot one, seven foot two. And it's like, wow. Wow. This is like an amazing human specimen. Right. Holy yeah. shit. He's going to be like the best Aquaman world. ever, you yeah. thought. <laughs> if you have any fucking doubt, yes. like, Google yes. an image of... Jake, no, Jake, you've got right. it. Right, yeah. You, you, you yeah. got it. You got it. It's Google that, an image of fucking yeah. Shaq compared to The Rock. Yes. who's six foot six, and it makes him look like a child. If, like if Shaq. See, the thing is, like, if, if you watch somebody on TV, mm-hmm. and you see they're acting, and they're acting shit... Mm-hmm. And it doesn't, you know what I mean? I'm yeah. not saying that Jason Momoa can't. I don't, I didn't take it that way. I mean, he's done The Red Road and like he's done, he's, Cal Drogo, he's fantastic. Thrones, yeah. But I'm saying like, if you meet said actor in person and you see their physical presence in front of you, mm-hmm. it changes. Yeah. Something changes for you. And that's what I think it did for Kevin Smith. Cause like, like I met Bill Wennington, who is a center for the Bulls, mm-hmm. seven foot tall. I met him in a fucking parking deck and hung out with him. And it was like, you know, by the end of the conversation, I had a crick in my neck from like yeah. looking, looking up at this guy. It does kind of change your fucking perception. It does. It does. It does. Like we, we're normal size and they're fucking gigantic. 
gigantic. Exactly. Exactly. So like when, when Kevin Smith met Momoa, he was just like, this guy is huge. This guy is going to be a great Aquaman, which I mean, just because of the size, I can't be like, oh yeah, I 100% agree with you. But on the flip side, it's like, it's a start. Yeah. You know? An imposing Aquaman. Yeah, it's I like, mean, if you want to fucking like, it's not, change It's not like 20 years ago, it's like, like we were begging for Dudley Moore to be a fucking Aquaman <laughs> yeah. and shit. Yeah. If oh. you want to change people's perception, take a fucking mountain of a man who's badass in any fucking way you look at him and fucking put him in the role. I just hope the charisma is there. That's what I'm scared of. I agree. No, the, the, you're you're absolutely right, Jake. I mean, like if they if they announced him just to be Aquaman in a Justice League movie, I'd be like, cool. Yeah, I agree with that. But they're also saying on the flip side that like he's also going to be in a Aquaman solo film, and that and um, you know I can look at Thor all I want to mm-hmm. and be like, oh yeah, you know Chris Hemsworth, you know yeah he pulled it off, but. I'm a little, I am worried. I am worried when you're saying like, uh, you know, you've got fucking like, uh, Aquaman, like Jason Momoa doing a, a total Aquaman movie. Yeah, and Jason then, Momoa Aquaman vehicle. It's a daunting. Ray Fisher as Cyborg. Could any, could any of you tell me anything other than Ray Fisher being a Broadway actor? No, no. Could no. any of you tell me like, could any, I want someone to tell me, yes. Ray Fisher can carry a cyborg movie because of this. Like, if you could convince me that Ray Fisher can carry a cyborg movie based on, like, not telling me a director, not telling me a plot synopsis. Oh, yeah, that's even scarier. I don't even know know if cyborg can carry a cyborg movie. (laughs) Thank you. If you go back and watch. Can cyborg carry a movie because there was an Iron Man movie? Right. Is that the reason that DC yeah. thinks that they can do a cyborg movie just because there was an Iron Man movie? Yeah. That you can just put anybody in a fucking robot suit yeah. and people will watch the movie. Seriously, though, if you go back and watch Thor and its sequel, if you really fucking pay attention to just Chris Hemsworth and try to ignore all the other awkward shit that's going on around him... He's not that great. I mean, I'm not trying to trash the guy, but it's the idea of like the fish out of water shit. Like even down to where, uh, what's her name? Fucking Kat Dennings is like touching his chest and shit. Like, oh my God, he's so big. It's not that great of a performance. It's passable, but that's about it. No, no, no. Some of the best parts of Thor were Tom Hiddleston. Mm -hmm. Right. Where Tom Hiddleston is fucking like having interactions with fucking, uh, um, Odin, yeah, uh, Anthony Hop, Anthony Hopkins, yes, right. yes, yeah. When or he's the fucking Freya, oh, that's good shit too. Uh, yeah, yeah, Frigga. When uh, what's Frigga. her name? Uh, uh, Rene Russo. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I mean, they, what they did was like Marvel was so scared with uh, Chris Hemsworth. They knew they had a guy that had the look, but uh, on the flip side, he's like a. Mm, He's an Australian actor that nobody really knows that much about. So they're like, oh, let's surround him with like great talent. Let's right. surround him with Rene Russo. Let's surround him with Anthony Hopkins, Natalie Portman. Uh, and a lot of that shit is just them looking at him like he's so fucking weird or big and strong. Well, it's a fish out of water story, right. which makes it funny too. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that kind of clouds your judgment on, like, how good he really was. I think in order for me to be more excited about a cyborg movie and and a fucking uh, 
Aquaman movie, I need to hear more about ca- different castings in it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Or a director with a vision. Director. Who's he going to be playing off is of? It, isn't it like, who is it? Is it, which director is going to get, uh, we know Aquaman's director. Is it, is it, is it, uh, James Wan? Oh, is that confirmed? I thought it was James Wan. I didn't know that was confirmed. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I know that that's something that they'd been shopping around, but I didn't know that he was attached yet. I am going to toss George Miller on, uh, on Man of Steel 2. I taste it. I'm going to toss it. I taste it, especially if it's a doomsday movie. No, I, I think we're getting our doomsday movie in this movie, and I think that's why we're getting, that's why we're getting fucking shots of Michael Shannon. Mm-hmm. In this movie, I think Michael Shannon's body, General Zod, is going to be is going to be Doomsday. He's Zod. I, I I can't yeah. see them. I can't see them setting that fucking shit up. Yeah. In this fucking movie, and then us waiting two to three years. I agree. For that shit to pan out in Man of Steel two, directed by George Miller. Possibly. I mean, we've waited two to three years to see Man of Steel Thank, one. Pan exactly. Out, how 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 slow of a fucking burn do we need with these <laughs> Man of Steel? Thank you. No, I'm glad you see that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I toss. I toss George Miller. I I do. I do taste George Miller on a Batman movie, though. I have to see F- uh, Fury Road yet. So you haven't seen it yet. Yeah, my my opinion's out on that. I'm curious yeah, to I'm see what you it. think. Me and Brian were kind of like underwhelmed with all the hype. It's a lot of people I've yeah. heard. Honestly, know. if I could go back, I gave it a taste. It. If I could go back, I'd give it a low taste. It. Yeah. I, I would never toss it. Never toss that movie. No. It had a lot of good stuff going Absolutely. for it. Absolutely. I, I respect I respect the direction. I respect the practical effects that he used. The there, acting was good, too. The acting, except for fucking Tom Hardy. <laughs> if I wanted to see any more grunting, I'd just fucking watch uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2 and watch Paul Giamatti's performance. <laughs> there was so much grunting by Tom Hardy. An actor, like, when you watch Locke and when you watch some of the other performances that he's done, he, he doesn't need to grunt. Like, just like Dave said, he was fucking like Mr. Bean mm-hmm. in this movie. And I, I, I hate agreeing with Dave, but he's right. <laughs> right you know guys. who I want to see in a yeah. fucking ultimate villain role? I don't know what you could put him as, but I really think that he has, like, the same, like, characteristics as uh, Tom Hiddleston. And, and that's Harry Lloyd. If you don't recognize the name, he played Viserys. Oh, that, you basically combined both characters from Dumber and Dumber. <laughs> Harry and Lloyd. Fucked. No. Uh, he played Viserys in Game of Thrones. He also did uh, a character in Doctor Who. Which one's Viserys? Is that Varys? Viserys? No, that was Daenerys' brother. Oh, who had the gold oh, yeah. poured over his head. Oh, yeah, from the first season. Yeah. and like, Who would you want to see him as? I, I really don't know, but I'd love to see him fucking as a Marvel villain anywhere. He does because seem like oh, a bit of a Hiddleston he really, clone. Yeah, he does. They, they he would, does. They would just kill him in the first movie no, anyway. But he's so good. He he played a villain in Doctor Who. I don't know if you remember yeah. uh, during the Tenant run. Where Tennant put his consciousness in the fucking watch, and they put the siege onto the school. I remember that episode. Yeah, he was in that episode along with the same dude that played uh, Jojen Reed. Two oh. fucking uh, Game of Thrones alums in the I same fucking, fucking hate episode. Reed. Well, I mean, he was okay in the show, but <laughs> but I mean, this guy, I think he's got the chops, and he's just fucking untapped. He's a great villain. Like I hated him in Game of Thrones, which is exactly what we were supposed to do. Yeah, and he, that fucking smug, fucking cockneyed, fucking smile. He plays a great villain. I'd love to see him in 
anything, man. Man, goddamn, let me fucking tap that shit. Yeah. Tap that Sorry. ass. <laughs> Tap that ass, Frank. Take it on it. <laughs> Marvel. Marvel. Frank's telling you. Tap God, that ass. Yeah. Fucking hey, he's there, man. He's begging DC for it. Give it to him. Grab him, too, right? Something, man. Anything. Somebody should grab him. Jesus. Yeah. He's a great actor. Great actor. <laughs> Come on. Keep your hands off that guy. Hey. <laughs> Come are, on, no. are you sons of bitches ready for some Marvel news? Yes. yes. Marvel news. Marvel news. Marvel news. Marvel news. Come on, some fuck about. All right, guys. Filming has wrapped for Captain America: Civil War. There were promo images that were released, mm-hmm. and it shows uh, the heroes' allegiances to either Team Cap or Team Iron Man. So. Captain America's team is apparently composed of Falcon, Anthony Mackie, your buddy Jake. Love that guy. <laughs> Love that guy. Bucky Barnes, Sebastian Stan, uh, you know, also known as the Winter Soldier. Uh, we got Hawkeye, Scarlet Winch, uh, and Ant Man. Um, Did you say it that way on purpose? What? Scarlet Winch. Oh, I heard shit. that too. <laughs> the Scarlet no, Winch. I didn't. I, I've been. I've been Drinking excessively. That would upset Dave very much. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. She could be the Scarlet Wench no, if you wanted is, to be. The, she is a Scarlet Wench, then. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Dave. <laughs> the Scarlet Wench. Scarlet Witch and, and Ant-Man, which uh, I loved the uh, Hawkeye, the Ant-Man, the little Ant-Man on Hawkeye's shoulder. I thought that was fucking awesome. That was cool. Uh, Iron Man's team is uh, War Machine, Vision, uh, Black Widow, uh, Spider-Man, possibly. Um, so, did we see Black Panther? Uh, that was what I was going to bring up. We, yeah. left, we left him out. We don't know yeah. whose side he's on. He's in the clips. Yeah. Um, yeah, Black Panther uh, on Iron Man's team, which makes sense because of the rumors that we've heard about, uh, you know, Sebastian Stan's character, the Winter Soldier, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, what's funny, though, is like in the promotional images, we... We hear rumors of Scarlet Witch, but we don't see any Scarlet Witch. Um, I don't know. I, I love the promotional images. I think they're great. Yeah. Um, I love the promotional images. Um, I don't know. I'm really worried about Civil War, though. I love I the really, coloring in those images. Yeah. The coloring job they did on those pictures is really mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. The images look great, but like as far as like the movie's concerned... Uh, um, a lot going on. A lot going on. A lot to unpack in one movie. A lot to unpack. Um, the rumors of, um, there was a, I guess there was a scene shot of, uh, what is it? Spider-Man battling Captain America. Hmm. That's awesome. And another character. Winter Soldier, I believe. It recently. Be but yeah, um, so... Tom Holland on set and he's battling, you know, Captain America and another character. So like, I don't know, man, I'm looking for, I'm looking I'm, I am looking forward to seeing this, but, uh, on the flip side, I'm a little worried about this. Um, do you think like the comics Spider-Man will start on Iron Man's team and then end up on Cap's team? That would be like 
comic correct, but I don't know. If I feel like it makes. That. I feel like it makes movie sense too, though. Yeah, it's a civil war. Does. Somebody has to come in the middle right. or something. Yeah, yeah. See, but the thing is, like, uh, if you remember from Comic Con, not last year, but the year before, you had uh, Chris Evans and and Robert Downey Jr. came on stage, and who were they pulling between them? Black Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was like Black Panther. Was the one that they? Oh, were. you think it'll, that that'll be the guy that kind of fulfills that role? Is what you're saying? I think so. I I, I think that they they thought that before they knew that they had the Sony deal like locked up. Yeah. Um. But I think now, like the story, I think the story is that Black Panther, one of his ancestors, was killed by Sebastian Stan's Winter Soldier. I think he was awoken. You know, and uh, brought back, and and he killed one of the Black Panthers, and so Black Panther finds out about this. I always, I also think that fucking he fucking killed Howard Stark, and so that's and Tony finds out about this, and that's another thing that leads to the Civil War, right? So that makes I, sense. I, I think that's how Black Panther and and Tony are going to be able to like combine forces. And that's scary. You think about fucking. You think about. You think about Black Panther. How, how brilliant he is, and he's got Wakanda behind him. And you, you think. You think about fucking like Tony. Yeah. And Stark Industries. They got and, all the brains. Exactly. You got all the brains right there. I mean, that's scary. I don't know if this bothers anybody else, but like as an example, in the beginning of Ant Man, the character they used. The, the person that they used to play Tony Stark is the same guy that they used, I think, in Iron Man 2. They didn't go back to the same fellow that they used through uh, the first Captain America movie or Agent Carter at all. Well, that was the younger version of Howard Stark. They went to yeah. the older one that they used in Iron Man 2. Right, but, I mean, they still had to fucking age him up just like they did Haley Atwell in that movie. And, I don't know, for me, it seems like, especially having watched all of Agent Carter I kind of associated myself more with that actor as opposed to the one that had the bit part in Iron Man 2. It was a little disconcerting for me to see him in that role again in the beginning of Ant-Man. It's like, okay, who the fuck am I supposed to believe is Howard Stark? Yeah. yeah. All of Ant-Man was disconcerting. Well, <laughs> you got a point there. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't it, Weren't they talking about Agent Carter also being on somebody's team? Oh, that's impossible. Uh, no, they like, were talking about Sharon Carter. Sharon yeah. Carter. It was Sharon Carter. Okay, okay. Yeah. On, on Cap's team. Yeah. Okay. Now, is this a person who is like comic book canon or somebody that they made up for the movie? Comic book canon. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Because because Sharon Carter, okay, because Scarlet Witch didn't show up in any of the promotional images, they're saying that Sharon Carter takes the place of Scarlet Witch. Okay. Hmm, interesting. And, yes. Okay. I did see Scarlet Witch in the 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 moving footage clip. She is in the background of one of the clips, like hovering, okay, very slowly behind Cap's team. Okay, so and a lot of other people have pointed that out that they saw her after everyone was like, she's not anywhere on this picture. But so I think she is definitely going to be on on his team. But she's kind of the wild card i mean she's the most powerful one there mm-hmm. yeah right yeah, yeah she's got her insane butt rabbit powers <laughs> butt rabbit what the fuck <laughs> she can make whatever the fuck <laughs> needs to happen happen pull it out of her ass it's true <laughs> is that why it's well, a quick ass out of her ass that's exactly why it's a butt rabbit <laughs> <laughs> 
Because she could just pull a rabbit out of her ass and make whatever needs to happen. Blood happen. Rabbit, that's great. <laughs> they, they seriously, like they, like, like Whedon really shit the bed with that character. He in did. That's movie. I'm sorry. It's a tough character. Yeah, it really is. So I very few writers have done that character justice, even in the comic books. It's true. So it's a rough one. I feel like um, John Byrne did her justice. I feel like Busiek did her justice, and that's about where the list ends almost. Mm-hmm. So, well, I mean, when you got a character who's so powerful that all she has to say is "no more mutants" and there's no more fucking mutants at all, yeah. I mean, that that's somebody who's hard to write around a little bit. I know, yeah. It's tough. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, like, yeah. what do you do with her? Well, it's like, like they had, to, like they had to do AVX to like retcon all that. Yeah, like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, I like, agree. AVX was like the way to retcon that entire thing. So, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's kind of huge. So, yeah, they really needed to uh, not start her off with such a strong power set in the movies. Mm-hmm. They needed yeah. to build towards that, and yeah. instead of already having her be able to just go to fucking town with her hexes. I agree. Make her crazy and uncontrollable. Right. So just hex vision and then no win. Yeah. And now and now she's... Fall in love with vision. It, now, like, cinematically, like, you're just supposed to buy that she is an Avenger. And that's how it is. Guys, we're going to move on to Star Wars news. Cool. And, um, you know, we're going to wrap the show after Star Wars news. Jake... What's up? There's something that I wanted you to bring up during Star Wars news. Oh, was it what I what I think about the Kylo Ren stuff? Yes. Okay. That that's exactly what I want you to to. Um, you know what? I can't find the Star. Yeah. Here we go. Star Wars news. <laughs> you got what the Misa saying? You were supposed to be here with me, listening to Pop Culture Leftovers podcast. That's not true. <laughs> First thing, uh, I, I definitely I, what I want to hear. I, this like most of Star Wars news is like my thoughts on like what Jake thinks about Kylo Ren because I, we talked about it couple days ago and I thought it was really interesting. Yes. But the first thing I want to talk about is, uh, guys, we finally know who Kylo Ren fights in the snow. Yeah. And uh, we saw that Instagram video, very short video. Guys, John Boyega, Finn, lightsaber, talk to me, badass, Tupperware, fucking A, can't yeah. wait, oh my god, yeah, no fucking shit. amazing. Yeah. He looks scared as <laughs> shit, though. No, he doesn't. He doesn't look scared. You don't think so? No. no I don't think he looks scared either. I think he's like, bring it the fuck on, really? motherfucker, you just fuck somebody I love. He is fucking mm. clenching that fucking yeah. lightsaber. Bring it on. He's, he's fucking clenching that fucking lightsaber, he's ready, bring it, motherfucker. Yeah. Come he on. doesn't look like know, he's a trained man. Jedi at right. all. No, 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 right, no, 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 That's kind of no. the feeling that I got. Like, he feels like he's, like, out of his depth, but he has to do whatever he has to do. Did he, he pick up do. Luke's he, lightsaber? Dude, dude. It looks like the Skywalker lightsaber, yeah. It does, it he does. is clenching the fuck out of that thing. He may not know how to use it, but, man, he is clenching the fuck out of it. Right. And I think we're in for a battle, man. Yeah. And if anything, if, if anything that we know about Kylo Ren is, like... And I want to talk to Jake about this because I think Jake's got like the best grasp on Kylo Ren so far from what I've talked to. You know, Jake, jump into it. I want yeah. you to jump into it. I, this is very shocking, but I actually think I really caught on to something when I saw the uh, – they released the uh, Episode 7 Funko Pops early. 
and I saw a 360 of the Kylo Ren Funko Pop. Uh-huh. And on that, you can clearly see when you see the back of the Funko Pop. In my opinion, his helmet is created from Darth Vader's helmet. Right. I believe that too. Okay. Yeah. I 100% agree with that. Jake and I was talking, we were on our way to Six Flags or we were at Six Flags and we were talking about this and I was like, holy shit, dude. And then you add all the pieces together yes. from the Abrams interviews. The Abrams interviews where Abrams says that Kylo Ren is a Vader obsessive. Yeah. And not a Sith. And not a Sith. Mm-hmm. And like that makes sense. And I'm like, Jake, you're on to something. You're on to something. I really feel like we're going to even see him craft this helmet since we've already seen that we're going to we're going to see the helmet before it becomes Kylo Ren's helmet. Yes. So why wouldn't we see Kylo Ren make this transformation or you know, create this helmet or new costume? And I thought Brian had a good point. What if the fucking lightsaber is fucking Darth Vader's lightsaber that he does whatever he has to do to get it back working hmm. again? He doesn't know how to build it exactly, yeah, so he builds this weird thing. Right. And then he's just like a fucking and Darth Vader obsessive. Basically. Well, what what about like everyone? No one really talks about this anymore. But one of the first promo images was what I believe was Kylo Ren, like halfway fucking robotic, holding the Darth Vader helmet in his hand. Uh, A lot of people be. were saying that that was Luke. I, I think it could, that's but, possible but, 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 too. What, what if they're wrong? What if there's Kylo Ren? I it mean, makes what, more sense that it would it be. It makes Kylo Ren. more sense that it's Kylo Ren being yeah. a Vader obsessive. How did he get especially so fucked, since, though? Especially since they posted that image of Luke in the like tan and light colors, like Obi Wan. That image, I don't. I don't think that Luke is involved with the dark side at all. There, God, my God, I'm sorry, Jay. You weren't on that episode. Oh yeah, no, I wasn't. Jay, I'm sorry, but like Luke, oh yeah, my God, amazing Tupperware. Yeah. The fuck, mm. like if you are a Star Wars fan, and if you did not, you know what? Honestly, if you haven't seen Luke, the way his The Force Awakens mm-hmm. look, I want you to message me, send me an email. Brian at popcultureleftovers.com and I want you to title it uh, I'm a f- fucking idiot and I <laughs> I want you to title it I'm a fucking idiot and I haven't seen Luke Skywalker yet yeah dot 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 that shit is squeal worthy yeah and send me a fucking email and I will fucking it, just title that and like this like 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 the meat of the email can be like you can just write poop. Poop. <laughs> right. Hey, B-hole, show yeah. me Luke Skywalker. Exactly. Hey, B-hole, show me Luke Skywalker, and I will send you. I will send I don't care if you're somebody that's given us a one-star review on fucking iTunes. Or two. Or a two-star review. I don't care who you are. I will send you the picture. I've got Luke. I got the picture of Luke saved on my phone. And I'll send. I'll be happy to send it to you. He's the exact same age in Episode 7 that, um, as an actor that Alec Guinness yeah. was as an actor. That's, in an awesome. That's awesome. I did not know that. I didn't yeah. know that either. That's amazing. I love knowing that shit. That's yeah, awesome. So it's a complete full circle. That's yeah. Awesome. cool. Big time. Man. The, That's cool. The, the look of him. In that in that uh, image that was uh, leaked, I I just like, oh my god! I, I, it's awesome. It's exactly it's what should awesome. be. It's yeah. telling too because I mean I had all these theories going in like, is he tainted by the dark side? Is he not? And he doesn't appear to be at all in that fucking image. Mm-hmm. Like he's pure. Like he's like a Jedi like. I and he'll be like, psych. Right, no shark side. Like, oh, gonna stick the saber up your ass, <laughs> guys, guys, guys. My question is like, okay, I honestly think like one hundred percent, 
Han's gonna die. Yeah, oh, yeah. I totally agree. absolutely. I think that, Han's yeah. gonna die. Episode seven, mm-hmm. guys. Luke is is Luke gonna make it out of episode seven? Jesus, I would say I think yes. so. Yeah, I think so. It's gonna be like by the skin of his teeth. I, yeah, I'm not saying he's gonna make it out unscathed. Right, I agree. I You're gonna not be some shit. But yeah, I think he's gonna make it out of episode seven. I he's, think he'll be in a bad place by the end of episode seven. Right, agreed. Yeah, agreed. yeah agreed. but how does that? How does Kylo Ren, an untrained, not Sith, beat Luke Skywalker? I don't think Kylo Ren will make it out of Episode Seven. He doesn't necessarily no, have no, no, to. No, no. All he's got to do is fuck shit up enough to throw Luke off. I think that Kylo Ren will make it out of Episode Seven. I think it's Domhnall Gleeson. From everything I've heard, all the rumors that I've heard, it's Domhnall Gleeson. He's like the Moff Tarkin of the piece. (laughs) Yes, 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 exactly. I think Domhnall Gleeson is the Moff Tarkin of Episode 7. Domhnall Gleeson is going to meet his demise in this movie. On Starkiller Base. Exactly. 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 That's exactly what yeah. exactly what I'm thinking. Yeah, and then and, and the next movie, Ryan Johnson's movie, is going to be fucking Empire Strikes Back, and we're going to see fucking like like Darth Vader at full power. We're going to see Kylo Ren at full fucking power. Something mm-hmm. that I want to see is Luke Skywalker fucking taking care of business. I want to see him fucking taking out some shit because he has to. Do you think you we'll know what I mean? Skywalker I want to see him in a, a fight in episode seven. Oh god, I hope so. If he's like Yoda, Jesus Christ, I feel like we will not. Really? You don't think we're going to see Luke Skywalker? Uh, maybe at the beginning? In a lightsaber duel. Fuck, that would be like my hopes <laughs> and dreams. I want to see like that more that than anything else. J.J. Abrams said, J.J. Abrams, like, the reason he's taking this movie is because they told him who is Luke Skywalker is what this movie is about. Who is Luke Skywalker? So what does that mean? I mean, what does that mean? And, and obviously he's lost his lightsaber somehow. Well, that was the one that he lost when he fucking had his can- hand cut off on Cloud City. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Uh, I guess it's not his green one. It's and the so blue we one. have John Boyega's character, who's probably not a Jedi. We have Kylo Ren, who's not a Sith. Yeah, but we have Kylo Ren, who's a Vader obsessive, who's made his own lightsaber. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So is that handoff scene that we saw but, in the very first trailer tra- teaser? Is that Luke and Finn? But 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 what about Kylo Ren doing this? He's doing a right. force fucking choke in the trailer. He well, turns around and goes, boom. Right, but, but because he's, like, force sensitive doesn't necessarily mean he has to follow, like, the path of any fucking paradigm. Uh, that's already know, that's so, like, true. No I mean, if you guys have been watching Rebels, we've got Inquisitors. Mm-hmm. The Inquis- but the force choke is a dark side power. fucking getting into the actual show, too. I have them all recorded on my fucking DVR. I'm hoping to have that shit watched by the time we hit next episode. Inquisitors fucking... They use a. I mean, the Inquisitors use. They're force sensitive. Okay, but that is specifically like you do that shit. You get more to the dark side. You right. do that kind of stuff. You will sure. become a Sith. Yeah, it's just like force lightning. Yeah. Jedi's don't do right. it. I, yeah, that's I'm true. really hoping that a big part of all of this is the gray area in between. Like they've all, they've always made a big deal in both trilogies about how. Like, either light side or your dark side. You're the one way or the other. I want to see that fucking shit in between where that line is blurred. Like, where you don't know who's really good, who's really bad. How this shit pans out. 
Yeah, it's hard saying. I want the whole will Luke get into a fight thing is a really interesting question. I want to see. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want to yeah, see yeah, that yeah, more yeah, than yeah, anything. Yeah, and who yeah, will he yeah. fight if yeah. Luke gets into a fight? Yeah. Who's Luke fighting? No, I think, I think, I think, I think, like if you were to like poll like ninety percent of the audience, do you expect Luke to get in a fight in this? Yes. Will they give that to us? At the yeah, very that's... least, you'd have to think that you would see him take out something, even if it's something as small as a droid, like in a badass fashion where he takes it a fucking. That's not get into a fight, I, right? But still, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I what? Okay, what I want to see, what I want to see is, I want to see like, I mean, we've got a guy over the past thirty years, thirty years has been able to, like, if he is like this hermit. And he's like separated himself. All he's had to communicate with is the Force. Mm-hmm. He's become one with the Force. Mm-hmm. He, God, my God, maybe he's become Yoda in a way. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can see that. Yeah, Yoda, like on Dagobah. I mean, he he was there for a while. He he hadn't had any kind of like companionship or anybody to really kind of like communicate with and like except for the force mm-hmm. the force kept him sane I think he's going to be kind of kooky I think yeah. he is going to be a little bit kooky and I, I think that plays to Hamill's strength as an actor I agree I agree um, but on the flip side I think like we could see like I want to see not in this first movie maybe like a uh, lightsaber battle but maybe like a uh, maybe like a uh like a like a like an X wing battle or something like that, where mm. where he's out in space and like all of a sudden like he just does a hand motion and you see a Tie Fighter just kind of like I don't know like break apart. Yeah, that'd be cool. It might be just me, but and I want to see little glimpses of dark side come out of him. <laughs> I, wa- I want to see some of that taint on him. From the shit that he experienced when he was younger. Well, I mean, if Yoda can, like, fucking, you know, like, lift a, uh, you know, like a, a fucking, like, X-Wing out of the fucking, like, swamp, mm-hmm. why can't, why can't, why can't, in a fucking, like, a, in a fucking battle in, in space, why can't fucking, like, Luke just, like, just... Slam two tie good. fighters exactly. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Easily. Like, all of a sudden, like, there's, like, there's, like, a guy and he's trying to hit the trigger... In his Tie Fighter, and all of a sudden, like he can't move, he can't physically fucking move, right? And it's because of Luke. That'd be cool, you know. Like, or Luke just like takes, just basically, just does a hand gesture and takes one Tie Fighter from the left hand side of your of your viewing screen. That'd be fucking amazing. And he just moves his hand over to the right, and boom. It hits another Tie Fighter. It's not and they com- explode, and it's like basically you're just like watching like God out right. there, fucking like you know. I'm just going to like here's your here's your fucking here's your fucking like battle in space. Well, the more of that kind of shit he does, the more I'd expect him to die by the end of the movie. Well, I mean, right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's not completely unprecedented. It's not canon or anything. But in the Force Unleashed video games, you had a guy who was bringing down a fucking Star Destroyer with the Force. There's nothing saying that Luke can't do that at all. It's it, except that shit ain't canon. Well, right, but I'm just saying, like, it's not that, without the if that's uh, if that's a, if that's a deal. Do you think that they're going to establish Luke as overpowered very early in the movie? I hope so. So they they establish him very overpowered early in the movie, so that by later in the movie, Kylo Ren 
overtakes him. Yeah, I think if they the, if they show us an overpowered Luke at the beginning of the movie, then I will really expect him to die by the end of the movie. I agree. I agree with that. I don't think that overpowering can exist throughout the entire trilogy. That or there's shit that happens that like breaks a moral code that he just can't like overcome to take care of him or something. Oh my god, this movie's gonna be so Oh badass. Jesus Christ. We're gonna shit. know so much come Friday. We're gonna have a lot to talk about. September, Next time we September record. 4th? Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, toys. I can't imagine how all the toys aren't going to pretty much spoil 80% of this movie. <sighs> yeah, that's true. Like, reading all the backs of all the cards and everything. We haven't seen right. Snoke or whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah, yeah. Supreme Snoke. Who We're, the fuck is he? I mean, is the, he the one that takes down Skywalker, or is it Kylo Ren? Supreme Snoke is the one that's giving the orders to Domhnall Gleeson's character, mm-hmm. right? Am I and right? He's the one is, doing is the that voiceover? possibly yeah. the Andy Serkis character? No, Supreme Snoke is yeah, as Andy Serkis's character. Yeah, and he's giving he's the one that's giving direct orders, I believe, to Domhnall Gleeson's character, mm-hmm. who they say is not going to make it out of this film. He sounds like the Emperor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like right. exactly like the Emperor. Right. <laughs> I cannot fucking wait like like jake says like like once those toys come out like i'm i i know for a fact that like september 4th i'm gonna be in line me too at fucking toys r us me too at the launch and i'm gonna be there and i'm gonna be purchasing these toys i'm gonna smack some eight-year-old and take his kylo (laughs) ren give me that kylo ren motherfucker exactly dude you can buy like the black series like right now yeah yeah because some people are smuggling out of targets and walmart's and shit 20 dollar figures they're selling for like 75 bones on fucking they are fucking awesome though yeah i can wait a week retail price except exactly Except for the fucking the Finn figure, the eyes look kind of fucked up. Do they? I yeah. haven't seen that oh, one. Man, yet. they're but, awesome. Oh my god! I I I I can promise you, I'm getting a fucking a new storm trap stormtrooper. I'm getting Captain Phasma. Captain Phasma. Yeah. <laughs> oh, me too. I'm getting a Kylo Daisy. Ren. I'm getting a Daisy with BB-8. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's that's happening. So I'm and getting a Kylo Ren. The new Chewbacca is a joke, though. Is like, it really? Basically, like, 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 if you look at the original Black Series, like, watch the video. There's a video on YouTube where they show like the original Black Series Chewbacca compared to the Star Wars: The Force Awakens Chewbacca. Oh my god! It's like. It's like they didn't fucking put any effort into the new figure. I don't want any of the Black Series stuff. I just want the um, classic size figures. You're wanting like the, the original, yeah, like, yeah. yeah the, what are they? Five inch figures. Five inch figures. Yeah, I want the like the GI Joe size figures. Right. That's exactly. what I, yeah. I'm like. Give me them all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will take a Black Series fucking full size fucking Captain Phasma though. Take it. I yeah. would take that too. That's, that's the one. I love Gwendolyn Christie The fucking so thing much. that I want the most is like whatever they come out with as far as the fucking Millennium Falcon I want that shit. You're good. Um, You're good. I don't give a fuck. God damn. Did you guys see like Hot Toys is making like an 18 foot like Millennium Falcon? But oh, it's scale. Not, yeah. It's not fuck. for fucking like uh, I think it's like for commercial use. It's not for like uh, it's not for like uh like regular, like you know, oh, for, like me and you to buy. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like yeah. If you wanted, uh, if you were like a business and you wanted to, I really want the um, fudge sickle Lego set that comes with BB-8 and 
Fudge sickle. Yeah, the, the, fudge you have sickle. a scooter that she's riding. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. There was some, yeah, there were some cool characters I haven't seen yet from the Lego series. The Lego stuff had a lot to say. I, I was reading some of the Entertainment Weekly stuff about BB-8, and I was talking to you about this the other mm-hmm. day, and I thought it was really cool. Like, you know, like there's like the whole like. The creation of BB-8 is, like, really fascinating because, like, I thought it just came from, like, the original Ralph McQuarrie drawings. Well, yes, that has something to do with it. But, like, those original Ralph McQuarrie drawings actually turned into R2-D2. BB-8 came from that inspiration plus a hand-drawn figure that J.J. Abrams wrote down on a fucking napkin. Yeah, napkin. Wow. And he called him Ballbot, <laughs> which 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 is BB. Yeah, and the the way that the way that he looked on like the the napkin, it looked like the number eight uh-huh. because you got the small head, which is a circle, and then the the body, which is another circle, so it looked like an eight. Right. So that's that's where they came up with BB eight. Wow. Ballbot, and then the way he looks is BB eight, and I just like. That's awesome. Yeah, there'll be simple. other BB. You know how there's like R two D fours, right? Yeah. Think there'll be like a BB seven or a BB nine, probably eventually. I think it's specifically for Daisy. Ridley. I think it's Daisy. She made. I, it. I agree. Yeah. I agree. It's Daisy Ridley's creation. Yeah. I think she. She's created, a junker. She. Well, okay. If you look at Anakin, Anakin created C three PO. Yeah. Yeah. She is the Skywalker. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Where does C three PO and R two even fit into Episode seven? Yeah, you don't I'm see him. Really right, no toys. Right. Well, no, 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 no. You got the three PO with the red arm stuff. You've got the three PO with the red arm stuff. He's absolutely right, guys. There's, there's, there was a before, before any, what we thought was official images that were released for this. There were pictures of like C three PO and R two D two, like on like uh, lunch boxes and thermoses. And C-3PO had, like, this red arm. That's weird. And I was like, okay, so C-3PO's got, like, a Hellboy arm. Whatever. Weird. Whatever. People were saying that it was, Bullshit. like, a misprint and everything, the, but he, now it's been confirmed that he really does. It's confirmed. Entertainment Weekly has actually come out with, like, images of C-3PO with he's golden, but he's got one arm, and I think it's his left arm? Yeah, I think And it's right. red. It's red. It's almost like a rust color red. Hmm. And those images were on, 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 on like uh, merchandise that you could buy from Spain. Right. Spain already had like merchandise that you could buy. Like those right fuckers. Now. Yeah. <laughs> and, but but pe- but people were like, is it real? Is it not real? And like I'm like one hundred percent positive that uh, yeah we're gonna get a red armed. Um, C-3PO That's weird. Star Wars Did Skywalker a, take the arm? We don't know. I, I know what, it's oh, stretch, Hold on, hold on, hold on. Did the Wookiee... Did the, did the, did, did the Wookie, <laughs> he likes tearing him apart. Did the, yes, yes. <laughs> did, the, did the Wookiee not win? Right. That's hilarious. And did Could the, be either or. Exactly. Luke does have a new right. kind of nice mechanical arm, though, too, in yes, the trailer. Yes, so. Daisy yes. Ridley is a junker, though. Could she have maybe repaired him, and that's why? It's possible, too. Yeah, it's possible, too. Yeah, I, oh I don't know. I can't wait for December. Yeah, but see, like that's okay. That's another question that Jake has brought up on the podcast before. Are our point of view perspective characters going to be 
C-3PO and R2-D2, which they always mm. have been yeah. in the past. You think that, we see more of them in the teasers, though? That really are they going to pass the torch to BB-8? Right. And, and, uh, and, uh, and uh, Ray? It's possible. It depends on, like, the marketing and shit. I mean, we saw, we saw Han and Chewie. And really, I mean, other than the one still image that we've seen of Luke, we haven't seen Which any live action, yeah. any of the new, you know, old characters in the new movie. And really, like, R2 and C-3PO necessarily in the trailer, I wouldn't be that, I mean, I'd be excited to see I'll them, say, I'll, you it doesn't know what? matter that much. When, when, what? When, when, For them? When Disney, I'd rather see the new people. When Disney freaks the fuck out about the image that's out there. Yeah. And they fucking like ban people, and they fucking pull the image off the internet. That's about as official as I need. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. about as. Official. I mean, I saw the three PO Funko Pop too, and he had he had his red arm. The red arm. The yeah. fuck? Oh, okay, thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah. So. Luke. Yeah. yeah, I'm calling. Chewie. I'm, I'm calling like 100 percent on the red arm. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. If percents went higher, I'd yes. go them. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, September 4th, if there's a fucking C-3PO figure released, yeah, it's going to have a red arm. Right. Yeah, it's going to be in my car in about an hour after <laughs> <Yeah>. midnight. <laughs> God damn it, I'm I need money. I'm for that. Fuck. <laughs> Let's just go In a week. Shit, I need to sell some shit. Guys, don't any, buy so many games. Any other, uh, any other <laughs> Star Wars theories before we wrap the episode? <sighs> no. I, yeah. Only thing that I maintain is is that Luke is going to be darker than people anticipate. You think so? I think so. I don't know, man. I used to think that. I used to but think I don't, that too. I don't think it anymore. Mm. I don't either. I think I think that Luke is. I think Luke is going to be Luke. I think Luke is the Luke that we know and the, the Luke that. I'll be very surprised if he's like pure Jedi. I, I gotta believe that he's got a little bit of that. That dark side taint because I mean even Yoda said once once you travel down the path the dark side forever will it dominate your destiny he may not necessarily be like on the dark side but I think you're going to see some what did kind Luke of do that was so something. dark side well I mean as, as a teenager I mean he had all that rage and anger even right down to this final battle with uh, Vader until he finally gave it up and said I'm not going to fight you yeah that, he was battling the that, dark side I mean. I- I, I remember as a kid, like watching, like in Return of the Jedi, when he when he finally like started to like battle the Emperor and Vader yeah. and stuff like that, thinking like, like the the Emperor kept taunting him with like you know yes yes yeah. yes like you know uh, it was undecided until the very moment where he put his fucking lightsaber away. You know, like he, he was even dressed in black and all a Jedi. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Like if he would have fed into his anger a lot mm. more, I, I felt like yeah, I, it could have been a different outcome. Yeah, but at the end of the day, always, he did resist. He did, right? He but that doesn't mean resist. he didn't have that temptation, which would still taint his soul. Because even if he had the desire to attack his dad, he didn't act on it. Doesn't mean that it didn't exist. Right? No, 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 no. I'm not saying like like. He's not perfect. Right. No. He's not perfect. And, I, 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 and yeah, I'm with you 100%. Do I... Th- I don't think that they are going to taint the character of Luke. I don't think he's going to be evil, but I think you'll see that shade of gray. He's not going to be like Yoda where it was like purely like this is what you have to do. I hope you're right. Yeah. I hope you're right. I, because I it'll make him a little right more too. human. It'll make yes. him a little more human because yes. you relate to the idea of you want to do this, but you can't. I the more and more right. I see, though, the more I think he's going to be like lovable old Ben. 
I don't know. I, I'm keeping my fingers crossed. I hope you're right, though. I hope Frank's right, too. I, I like that better than Lovable Old Ben. I do, too. It, it, it's more interesting. It is more interesting. And I think it's more true to the well, characters. Well, I mean, uh, like, look, look at who his friends are. I mean, he's gravitated towards Han Solo. Right. He's, like, yeah. a very gray character. Yeah, but we, yeah. don't, we don't know how much interaction Han Solo and Luke Skywalker have really had post-Return of the Jedi. That's though. true. That's true. I, you guys think that Shattered Empire is really going to give us, like, that much of a... a I do. Look, I do into it. I'm Look, really excited. Looking for forward to that. Empire. Yeah, I'm, I think the book is going to have even more than Shattered Empire. Yeah, and the book is called Aftermath. Right. You know, and it's not about Dr. Dre. <laughs> <laughs> it's not about Luke fighting Suge Knight. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that is a book that I would the Suge Jedi Knight. I would fucking read that. Yeah. <laughs> Sugar Jedi Knight. <laughs> Fucking Luke Skywalker, no Vaseline. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Shit. Yeah. He's going to quit this right, shit. I shouldn't have placed that bet with the Wookiee. Are you guys thinking it's uh, episode 104? We're going to wrap this bitch. Yes. Wrap, wrap it up. Wrap it up. All right, guys. Episode 104. Thanks uh, for listening. Thanks for waiting two weeks or whatever. We're sorry. Thanks for li- no, no, we're not. I'm not. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I needed a fucking week off. You people, <laughs> seriously, with your fucking constant <laughs> nagging, your, yeah. your fucking emails, and like, I want to be your tribute. And blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Let me tell you why you're only two stars. <laughs> yeah. You guys are awesome. Thanks a lot, Lefto. Some of you. Not that Some guy, but yeah, most of you. 50, 50% of you are cool. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, good. Yeah, they're 50%. You can go fucking... Jump off a fucking roof. Suck a fuck. (laughs) Suck a fuck. Go blow your load on some Funko Pops somewhere. Not mine, though. (laughs) No. You're listening to the dive bar of podcasting. It's not going to kiss your ass. We're going to tell it like it is. Yeah. And that's just how it is. Let it drip down, bitch. Let it. it. Morning, you're going to have to have your curtains dry clean because we're wiping all over that shit. On that note. Thank thank you, Frank. Thank you for ruining it. everything again. Everybody doesn't do that. All right, keep it classy, Seattle. Yeah, yeah keep You're it classy. A fucking asshole, Frank. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, guys, we'll see you next week. And just like all good leftovers say in their doggy bags, thank you for listening. And uh, that, what do they say? What, what do Don't I ask do? me. No, 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 no. All, all good doggy bags say uh, thank you for your patronage. Yes. Thanks for listening. Yep. And then, and then, and then, and then, uh, it says, uh, we'll see you next week. Right. Yeah. That's what they say. They do. Yeah. On the bottom. I've read that. Yep. There's the next one. That's week. true. Mm-hmm. 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 That's a true statement. It is. Yeah. You can look at any doggy bag and it's going to yeah. say that. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Th- thanks for listening is yeah. what it says on it. Look at the goddamn doggy bag for yeah. once. Seriously. You just like throw it in the fridge and you get it for motherfuckers neglecting yeah. your fucking doggy bags. Some people don't even eat their left. They just leave it in there and it right. gets all shitty. Yeah, yeah, that's my wife. I gotta eat her shit. If you, whatever, you Frank. know, whatever that flat top can't fit in that burrito, you just stick it in a doggy oh, bag. Fuck that. <laughs> I'd rather poop in some fucking. Frank, you've never even fucking had it, so shut the fuck up. Go but eat you're steak. leaving it up to me to fucking make the garbage. Frank. Frank, 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 give me a high five. Yeah. Fuck flat top grill. Fuck flat top grill. Fuck flat top. Steak, medium rare, Whatever you say, Brian's yes, man. Put in my mouth. Oh, <laughs> whatever. Frank was your Fuck. bitch. Frank was your bitch for so long. What? I, I don't no. even know how long. Frank was your bitch. <laughs> like we're arguing over whose bitch Frank is. <laughs> He's sitting right there. The only, <laughs> the only thing that 
I'm somebody's bitch. Not my own, but somebody's. Somebody's got a fucking lay claim to this shit, goddammit. It's a beautiful thing. Jay, maybe, maybe one day Frank can be your bitch, I hope too. to God it doesn't ever happen. <laughs> Jason is constantly, like, trying to draw the long straw because he doesn't want to be fucking saddled with my ass. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He's exempt. Like, right. The next time Jason gets blamed with me, he's going to fucking be off the show for a month. <laughs> episode episode 104. Yeah. That happens. Hey, guys, 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 guys. Episode 104. Yeah. God Fuck. damn. 104 episodes. Fear the Walking Dead ain't going to get that fucking far. If it keeps pulling in the ratings, it does. It's no, it won't. God damn it, no, it won't. Whatever. Jake, go, go taste it again. <laughs> go taste it. Go, go taste <laughs> that, that, that fucking shitty-ass fucking Fear the Walking Dead Make trailer. sure you come on it first, though. That way right. you got a little bit of salt to wet your palate. Go taste Wait, it. Go, go watch that fucking shitty trailer and go eat a flat top grill and go, go fucking buy a Funko Pop. What shitty trailer? <laughs> Fuck yourself. You know what I didn't? You know what I didn't fucking open this week? What shitty the trailer? Box. I didn't hear that box. I didn't. I. You know what? I'm gonna wait until next week. Yep. No! I gotta wait one more week to open this fucking Marvel Marvel Collector Core Secret Wars. You know oh. what though? Like you're gonna have to tell us next you're week if it smells any worse. I'm glad you didn't open it this week. Because I like you and I don't want you dead. Uh, <laughs> you don't think I can handle it this oh, week? Oh man, I'm worried. Wow. Don't drink an energy drink before you open that box. <laughs> I will I will heed your warning. Oh jeez, it's going to be a disaster. You know what? Can can I sh- can I you know what? Can I take the contents of this fucking box and put it in a bowl and take that to flat top grill? <laughs> put it on the fire. Yeah. They just look at you and be like, "No, we can't cook that shit." No, they'll be like, "This is great." I'm going <laughs> It's a great idea. It tastes good. good I'm going to give them the old egg peg and the old burrito peg and stuff. <laughs> The flatbread peg, that's my favorite. Flatbread peg, fuck off. <laughs> you, you fucking, fucking flat top grill is, it's awful. <laughs> Don't eat it flat top grill. It's, it's, con- it's confusing and it's scary. It's like I love Go into your scary. fridge, anything you don't recognize beyond like a week, throw it in a bowl and there you go. Yeah. Put on the fire. <laughs> yeah. That'd be just about as good. You don't know what you're gonna get then either. They should just call that place like, like casserole. The, ca- the casser- oh, casserole. The casserole. The casserole hole. Come on down to the old casserole hole. Oh, I got raised on fucking tuna casserole. Dude, fucking, uh, tuna I hate that shit. Gross. God yeah. damn. Tuna casserole? Yeah, I hate it. Nastiest pussy ever. <laughs> oh my God. What? We need to end this before Frank says something else. And just like all good leftovers say in their doggy bags, Frank is an offensive fuck. Yeah. And uh, thanks for listening. And thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. And shit. Oh my God, bye. Later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Frank is an offensive fuck. Thanks for listening to Pop Culture Leftovers. Congratulations. I don't know how you did it. I couldn't do it. You people need a t-shirt saying, I just listened to two hours of nonsensical crap. Anyway, if you'd like to reach the Pop Culture Leftovers cast, you can email them at comments at popcultureleftovers.com. You can also follow them on Twitter at PC Leftovers or like their Facebook page. They'd love to hear from you. They're all pretty sad and lonely. One of them is homeless, but I didn't say that. There's already like seven million podcasts talking about pop 
scraps Dropped by the cool kids it, it, It's a trap Good and toss it, good and taste Do we love it? Hey, let's race it Can't erase it Let's embrace the Tupperware party Subculture spill over Like a vulture carryover Counterculture pushovers Pop culture Leftovers And with the uncool kids What's to say's already been said Leftovers Pretty sure that the only talent Is the band that's singing this Pop culture leftovers that original and good have already been done before, so we should separate the wheat from the shaft and we're the shaft, the crap, even though we're the shit. Woo! We're the leftovers picking up the scraps, dropped by the cool kids. It, it, it's a trap. Good and toss it, good and taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's race it. Can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture carryover. Counterculture pushover. Pop culture. Leftovers. And with the uncool kids, what's to say's already been said. Leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture leftovers. Do we love it? Hey, let's face it, can't erase it, let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture carryover, counterculture pushover, pop culture. Leftovers. And with the uncool kids, what's to say has already been said. Leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture leftovers. Hey, welcome to Pop Culture Leftovers. Uh, we're a show. We're stupid. Yeah, we're doing this for real this time. This is a real? We're recording right Yeah, now? this is real. Not fake. We're all really, really real. Hey, welcome to Pop Culture <laughs> Scrabble, dabble, flippity, floppity. <laughs> Are we having a comic corner this episode? Oh, shit. <laughs> 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 Flizzy Flop. All right, here we go.